Magos, we are receiving a transmission. It appears to contain vital intelligence from the Warfront. From whom is this transmission? The Loyalists or the forces of the Warmaster? Ascertain this, Adept. It is a vocal transmission. It appears to be three remembrances. I cannot tell you to whom they are loyal. Where is it coming from? It is from the Galactic Northeast, from the edge of the Empire. Hello and welcome to episode two of year four of Edge of Empire, the podcast and social media presence that doesn't look to actively shame people that criticise us or do 90-minute videos about them. Uh, joining me as always is uh, my brother, Graham Mills. Hello. And my wonderful friend, Mr. Michael Botterell. Hello. <laughs> so let's have a look at what we could be covering tonight. Like Go on. Chris, Chris is uh, impending Australian death threats. Yes, oh, I look forward to bring it. Okay, <clears throat> so we're going to take a quick look at. Oh, come on. We're going to take a quick <laughs> look at this month's new releases, an update of what we've been up to this month, uh, a run through of the month's news, uh, the augury scanner of what things have taken our interest over the last few weeks. Mm. We're going to talk about Graham's little trip or last trip for Graham's birthday. Yes, and we're going to do the this month's book challenge. We're going to come up with some best legion lists from the book two. Because uh, that's now coming to paperback. So that gives us Iron Hands, Word Bearers, Salamans, and Night Lords. And as always, we'll be running through the list of events that are coming up over the next few months. Cool. So, how are we all before we get too far into it? Before we... Not too bad. We're very busy. Everyone's good. You're yeah, another I've, year I've... older. Uh, yeah, oh, another year right. older. Another. Yeah. Um, lots of change. Yeah. yeah. You look several years older. I do look considerably <clears throat> older than I am. It was a long weekend, you know. It was a long weekend. So, yes, that was fantastic and such a lovely, lovely gift to have people um, give up the time to come and spend playing games with me. So that's really cool. Um, but, yeah, it's been a it's been a hectic kind of month, really. Lots of change all around. Um, new job and stuff. So, yeah, just uh, getting, uh, which is why I've been a little bit off the ball, heresy-wise, to be fair. It's been other things have been piquing yeah. my interest. But, yes, so yeah, not too been, bad. They've been bringing you up to standard. Yes, quite possibly, but it's um yeah it's been it's been good. Uh, I'm, we're still enmeshed in Company of Legends stuff, and that is not far away, gentlemen. Uh, not far away it at all. One exactly one month. Street. <clears throat> okay, let's uh, let's so, <laughs> now, we've, now we've all panicked and had now that. let's just bury our heads in the sand a little bit more and go on with the podcast. Now your defibrillator's kicked in because your heart's getting <laughs> the beats. Uh, shall we get on to new releases? Michael Bottrell. All right, we ha- we have actually had a busy busy month with new releases. Although uh, you know a lot of it is Titanicus, so Graham will will have his is it does it really count as heresy? Uh, um, thoughts in his head, and yes, it I does. Wandered off for his usual nap, so that's always good. Yeah, but that's really there's rules the stuff to talk about. Uh, there's there's rules stuff and... to talk about here. Oh, okay, that's true. That's true. Come on, you know, later on, yes. we got some new rules which caused some interesting didn't discussion. Didn't they just? My didn't word, they just? Goodness. And then they fixed it. <laughs> Did they? Okay. I wasn't aware of the fix it, but I'd love to hear the story. Yes, no, it's been fixed. It's been fixed. Okay. okay. Cool. So, 
the first one we've got were the Angel's Tears with grenade launchers and Volkite Serpentas, uh, yeah. two different packs. Although I find the one with the grenade launchers weird because they've got four grenade launchers in there. So if you buy that just for a squad, the sergeant can't take a grenade launcher, can he? Yeah, no, this has been a thing that people have been saying is why did they not sort of pack it? So, at least, so there was one that you know, had two Serpentas, but <clears throat> it's they're pretty cool, you know. But I th- yeah, they're I, really I, nice. Know, I, I'm personally not going to buy them because I've, I've got models that do that look fairly similar anyway. So yeah, I mean, I like them. I mean, if I was going to do Blood Angels, which I'm not, um, I'd definitely be considering some of these. I mean, the heads are a bit different. Yeah, than the, the, the shoulder pads are pretty jazzy. Yeah, but I mean, uh, it, it did go to the question. You know, why why are they why are they wearing silver? And it's like, well, well, that's what. But Blood Angels destroyers, you know, that's how they wear their uh, their helmets. They wear them in silver, don't they? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Are um, those grenade launchers anything special? Or are they just grenade launchers? They are angels. They are a specific. Um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, uh, it's quite a good one, I believe. I'll find it in, in just a few moments, I expect, as soon as my iPad kicks in. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. it's quite, a, quite a good one, I believe, you know, for. For a uh, you know for a destroyer squad essentially well, yeah so it's uh, injured tier grenade launcher uh, so it has rad grenades twenty four inches strength four AP four assault one blast three rad phage flesh bane yeah so pretty snazzy really blast three did you say? Oh, three inch blast yeah sorry yeah, not yeah. heavy three not so heavy three. but they're all rad grenades so that's what so the whole squad can take them can they. Yeah, except the sergeant. Apart from the, apart from the um, Ellerim, uh, who has Serpentas. Yeah. So okay. yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of a weird one because I mean, it's you get a, a sergeant's weird. head, you get a sergeant's head for it, so it's almost like, well, hang on. Yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. peculiar, really. I don't know quite um, what that. It's a weird setup, but you know what? Uh, but it could be worse. Yeah. yeah, and then we also got Book Two Massacre as a softback. Uh, okay, so those angel tears, by the way, they're they're fifty quid each, and they come as yeah, there's fifty pounds for five grenade launchers, fifty pounds for five double serpenters. Yeah, so yeah, now book two is back in a soft back, forty pounds. So that's that's good. Um, although to be honest, I've heard other people suggest this as well. It would be nice if because the rules are essentially, you know, a lot of these are outdated. The rules. Um, I've heard a lot of suggestions of wouldn't it be nice if they actually put the fluff. Oops, I've just put my elbow onto something and it's flipped up. <laughs> it's a knife as well. That's another good. Um, put the put the campaign, you know, the fluff into a separate big hardback book, and then put the and then keep the rules in the red book. But I suppose the thing is, you're, you're going to have the red books anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't know, but it's cool because there's some really cool fluff in there. So, you know, as a, as a word bearers player, obviously Graham as a Salamanders player, there's some great stuff in there. So, are the rules, have they been, are they just kind of soft back this out or have they actually updated as the, far as I'm aware, the units based on the sort of. As far as I'm aware, it literally is just the soft back as it was published as an original hardback. Okay. Oh, so, there's nothing, show. there's no changes in there. Right, I see. So, they're not kind of, they haven't gone back and sort of retrospectively applied the. You know, the yeah, FAQs not, or anything like that to them. They've just printed them as they were originally, yeah, as God intended. They've not fixed them. Okay. Okay. Uh, then we've got a bunch of Zomortalis stuff. And obviously, we talked about Zomortalis last 
um, last show. So we've got the uh, Zone Mortalis uh, Columns and Wall. These are £42.50 Element Games or £50 from Games Workshop Direct. Uh, in that you get um, you get, you get uh, four short walls, one long wall, um, six columns, two big doors, two small doors. Okay. So, you know, you get a, you get a few bits on the, in Bob's there. <laughs> Um, really a lot to. Oh, they've got the columns. There's not actually yeah. a lot there you can do a lot with on its own, if that makes sense. I think to be, to, fair, to be fair, you're going to have to buy a lot of these to make a table. Yeah. You're going to you're going to spend a lot to make a, a, a four by four, a three by three or a four by four. You're spending money, a yep. lot of money. Um, oh really? Okay. There's, yeah. there's no way around it. You, you're going to have to spend big. You're going to have to spend big quid. to get there. And then you've got the platforms and stairs. They're £37.50 at Games Workshop, or you can get them for £31.88 at Element Games. And, you know, you get two stairs, you get a bunch of rails, some uh, platforms, a, a lift. So, yeah, it, it's quite good. It's quite flexible. But as you say, you're going to you are going to be spending quite a bit of money to make. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And it's... And it, it's fine. It's fine if that's where you want to go down. I mean, I personally, I think I like the GameMap.eu ones, but these are great because you can get that multi-level. You can you can mm. really expand it out, and then you've got the massive compatibility with other Games Workshop kits. So you know, that's all. I just want the doors. Yeah, I know. It's quite annoying, isn't it? But, uh, I don't know if the doors work with the resin one. Mm. Uh, okay. Might be worse. Did you see the did you see the setup in the Forge World store when we were at Warhammer World? Yes. Yeah. What did that, you think? Yes. It looks very <laughs> cool. Yeah. If if you do fi- finances were not an issue, and you know, I haven't checked the lottery yet, yeah, um, then then that would be what would happen, but there yeah. many, so many pennies that can be thrown at things. True enough. There are. There are indeed. Um Okay, and then we have the Necromunda Zomotalis Hive Warzone. That was £110 or £93 at Element Games. Now, Elements oh. say they've got some coming, but Games Workshop are out of stock and it's been deleted off the site. That was basically the um, Zomotalis stuff from, um, what you call it, uh, the Dark Uprising set. Okay, cool. It just did that on its own for... So it was just that on its own. Um, as a, as a big so essentially a uh, uh, a four by uh, not a four by four but you know a two by two yeah, yeah. so yeah. Very cool. it, it was an amazing deal considering what you get in there yeah. so um, so this was just the same from that massive box yeah this is the yeah. same from the massive box basically you got two of the uh, the two of the fifty pound box and I think you got one or two of the um, of the columns and stairs. Uh, plus some Necromunda um, barricades and some pipes as well. Nice. Worth the, worth the money. Well, yeah, definitely, definitely worth the money. If you could grab that, if you can get that anywhere, if, you, if you've got an FLGS that's got it still, go get this because this is a great deal. Really is a great deal. It's just, as I said, it's just a shame that it's not It's not going to stay in production, apparently. It was a splash item. I, I'm told. Okay. I've got one hiding somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, Very good. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, all right, so that was that. Then we got this made everybody happy. Lots of people were happy with this particular release. Transfer sheets. So we've got the Emperor's Legion transfer sheet version three. 
um, finally made it. Um, Andy had taught at Warhammer Fest last year that um, that version 3 was going to happen. The explanation that I got, uh, he gave it in the cinema. It's not like he took me aside and said, hey, Michael, I'm going to... Hey, Michael! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If he's going to start hearing one, it'll be Graham, you know? But uh, (laughs) No, he said in the thing, when someone asked, what's happening with the Emperor's transfer sheet, was when the Emperor's children, when they redid the transfer sheets, because they obviously, you had the first ones, and then they redid them, and they put on things like the banners. Yeah. And they were like, the Emperor's children one was the first one done of that range of the version 2s. But then as they went on, they were like, well, actually, we're not happy with the version, the, f- the second version of the Emperor's Children because we've developed better ways of doing this since. Okay. So they, instead of reprinting version two, they developed version three, which is the one that's been released here. Oh, and gotcha. <clears throat> it's got a lot yeah. more stuff on it there. I've got both the Imperial Fist oh, ones, version one and two of that. So. Yeah, so the Imperial Fist obviously had one but it's better it's far better yeah. than the version two of the emperor's children one yeah, yeah. And i think looking at that that's actually quite right so emperor's children got theirs these are 20 pounds by the way which is the standard price for all transfer sheets now mm-hmm. uh the white scars got theirs so pete Reese can stop complaining it's every single week now. never like, it'll, it'll be something else the calm i guess <laughs> to the calm where's the calm yeah i like yeah. these I, I really like the uh the the um I really love the uh, uh, White Scars ones. I love that the little bit of artwork, you know, the, the Japanese-style uh, painted stuff, at the, the, the you know, in the middle right here. Uh, yeah, the, I yeah. just wish there were some more designs like that, but these are really, really nice. Really, really nice. Um, so, that's, I mean, I, that's an amazing transfer sheet. Okay. I, I've seen a lot of 40K players buying this. It's good. Yeah. There's a butt here. There's a, there's a better one, and that's the Dark Angel one. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the Dark Angel one came at the same time. Uh, yeah. Again, £20. Um, yeah, I do like this one as well. I think the only the only problem I would say with this one is oh, that yeah. unlike some of the other sheets in the past, they haven't, they haven't done a download for this one to explain what many of these symbols are. And with the Dark Angels at the seminar... At Warhammer Fest, Andy was basically what symbol symbology is everything to the Dark Angels. So okay. what your squads wear is really important. What right. they have, what what symbols they use, is extremely important. So, in a way, if I were a Dark Angel player, I wouldn't be touching the. I, I buy these, but I wouldn't put them on my models until I see um, a Crusade, the book. So okay. I get it right. Yeah, um, fair that that's just me personally, but no, that makes sense. If makes you're sense. if you are a player and you're just gonna go, no, I'm just gonna put on the legion symbol and the uh, and the, and the support thing. But even then, the support things there's all sorts. Of, I mean, I can see heavy support. I can see tactical uh, fast attack, but there's all sorts of ones in there, and I just don't know what they are. So the hexagramicon is um, going to be really, you know, really important in this yeah okay i mean not that i would ever put transfers on a model simply because i can't i'm other, going other, to teach other you other than, a, other than a massive one which i could probably just about the the um the kind of uh sort of grim reaper-esque chap skeletal yeah, yeah. The, the guy for the side of the tank yeah that looks very cool oh yeah, it's very nice. it's very it's very dark it's very you know um 80s metal yeah which is no bad thing so um you know although it does obviously look like it did come from a man of war cover that's no bad thing in my book, to be honest with you. It's very, you know, you see them, takes so? me back to a to a happier time. <laughs> it, it, 
I will, I will agree with that, Crystal. It, it is a, of the of all these transfer sheets, it's probably is the nicest. I think I, the one I like is the one when you click on the second imagery, you can see some slightly bigger ones. Yeah, there's one with a sword down the middle with a chain wrap around it, but it's mm-hmm. got the Imperial Aquila either side of it. Yeah, which I think is quite cool. I really sort of associated with the, the wings, although I probably should have done as being the wings of the Aquila. Oh, um, I see. Right, yes, this is just excellent. Yeah, Very yeah cool. and it's sort of like, ooh, what is what? Are, what are all these symbols meaning? What, uh, which one is the which one is the dread wing? Which one is the uh, oh well, I can see the Draven wings there. Uh, mm. Yeah, but definitely, definitely some really cool. Um, I really want to see the book now. <laughs> well, we'll wait for the book, and then I can start my Dark Angels army. You can't you go on Dark Angels. Angels. You're not allowed to do Dark What? What? They've been taken. Who Dave called Dave's. Dave's. Well, it depends which which wing he's going down. Thank you, thank you, Michael. Does it not? Because if Graham decides, well, if if, oh, if Dave, that's another tank army, Michael. No. that's what the world needs. No, 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 no. Graham, <laughs> Graham has Graham has agreed. He's not doing tanks. Oh, yeah. He said, it's if off. anything, yeah, he's going to do off. jet bikes. I am going to do jet bikes. That's exactly right, Michael. Well, thank but you. if Dave, I think if Dave does something like jet, if Dave does Ravenwing, maybe you should do something else. Dave's got the generic Dark Angels with a bit of everything, a bit of you know sprinkling, a soup song, of Dark Angels. Whereas I'm going for a specific, you know, Dave is the taster menu. I'm the (laughs) you know the the main course. But there's there's... (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'm not even going to get involved in that discussion. I'm just going to. Move on. Move, move on swiftly to Adeptus Titanicus. Adeptus Titanicus. Yes, we had a lot of Adeptus Titanicus releases. Um, I don't think anybody can complain about these, can they, Graham? Can I? Can I complain about them? No, you can't. You're not. Allowed. Oh, okay. no, you're forbidden. Forbidden. Okay. So we'll start off with the new core box set, okay. Adeptus Titanicus: The Horus Heresy. Ninety pounds. It came to a shop, which I'm not going to admit is a lot cheaper than I thought this was going to be. Yeah significantly cheaper than i thought it was going to be uh or 76 pounds at element games now it's designed as they said it to complement the grand master box you can still get the grand master box set but this is going to be the 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 starter set going forward now you in there you've got the rule book uh but it's a softback rule book this time it's not a hardback so the hardback rule book it looks like that that's gone altogether so they, they they save some money on some stuff here You've got your and you've got your um, you've got your command terminals, but they're in a, fi- a, a, a thin cardboard now, so okay. they're not the uh, thick ones that you put your markers onto. So you put back something then. Yeah, so so they save some money there, but you get in there two Reaver Battle Titans, one with the Chain Fist Volcano Cannon and Melter Cannon and Turbo Labor Destructors, which and the other, pounds. sorry, which is thirty five pounds on its own. Yeah, on its own, that's thirty five pounds. Mm. You've got the uh, another. Uh, Reaver Titan. This is the original one that has the um, Apocalypse Missile Launcher, the Power Fist, Laser Blaster, and Gatling Blaster. Again, £35 normally. Then you've got two Warhound Titans. £40. Yep, £40. Is it £40? It's not £35? £40 on GW. £40, okay. And so you're already um, saving money there. And you've got two Serastus Knights. So they're the Lancers. Trying to find the price. 20, 20 pounds, 25? 25. I can tell you exactly because I've got a box of them here that I got from Battle Bunker. 17 pounds I paid for them. Yeah, but that's Battle Bunker. That's Battle Bunker. Yeah. GW Prime, they're 20 pounds. So and then you've got 90, 110 pounds. 
and that's just in models. Yeah, yeah and then you've got all the other shit. Wait a minute, like is, the is, that right? and whatnot. is that is that right? Seventy yeah. pounds plus oh, right. forty. Uh, hundred ten plus twenty five for the Serastus. Yeah, plus forty. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty. So bargain. And slightly ironically, that's exactly what I have. Plus a warhammer. Yeah. Currently, so I've got the boxes because I paid for the boxes. So I bought the Serastus Knights, two Warhounds, and two Reavers. But I think that's an excellent, much better starter set than the Warhounds because at least yeah. you've got a little bit of uh, variety in that, haven't you? you know, it's yeah, definitely. It's, 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 it's a really, really good starter set. It's really good value. Um, and hopefully, it will get more people playing Titanicus. And I need to get Graham playing Titanicus because it's I'm good. Tomorrow. Are you playing tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, me and Adam are playing a game tomorrow. Oh, nice. Okay, man, what are you taking? Uh, whatever he's got spare, which is... <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, okay, cool. So that, that set, brilliant value, I think. It's amazing. Mm, um, then you've got some more... The, the, another Titan, the Nemesis Warbringer Titan with oh, Pike Cannon. Yes. £55. Pounds, this, this did pique me interest. Or £46.75 at Element Games. Now, this is really nice. Obviously... Uh, this is the first time we've got a titan with um since since um in a while obviously they've they've had a rethink about how they're doing the game from now on um and how they're selling it so um have they, what, what, what have they changed sorry well what they've changed is the way they're presenting these now before whenever we got a new titan for your uh you, you we've never had to buy new terminal cards because they've always been what came in the grandmaster or the rule set i see so You've got a rule set. You've got two Reavers, two Warhounds, mm. two Warhound cards. Yes. You didn't get a Nemesis Warbringer card. So no. instead of when we've got the Knights, uh, the Sarastas Knights in particular, they just dev- they, they released a pack of uh, terminals that were five of them for £15 with, the with uh, I think it was two, um, two Questorus Knights and, the, and one of the... Um, uh, sorry, and three of the Sarastas and for the... Um, a caster's knight so you had to buy five terminals all yeah. for the caster's let's face it you're not gonna you're not gonna ever really want to want to uh, want to field uh that many no. uh, you know five terminals worth i mean that's why i'm giving you an a caster's knight terminal graham yes i have absolutely one. no i have absolutely no need for mm. five terminals and i'm giving you one when you come up in uh in uh march chris I, I don't think i need one but that's awfully kind of you well i'll, I'll you're gonna I'll, want some a caster's knights at some point i may as well i've got I've got five of them. Yeah, yeah I see what you mean. So I never need, I'm never going to need five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Absolutely never going to need five. So I'm spreading the joy with these ones. What a start. Spread the love. Pay I'm it, giving you, pay I'm giving you a forward, ter- Exactly. Say. I'm giving you a terminal. Giving, giving Chris a terminal. We okay. don't need them. Yeah, so we were expecting for a pack of five terminals for Nemesis Warbringers. And it's like, well, we don't really need a pack because at most you're going to use one, maybe two. So... Actually, what you get in this, so it's armed with the Quake Cannon, Volcano Cannon, and Laser Blaster. So the Volcano Cannon and Laser Blasters are the same as on a Reaver Titan. Yep. So if you get some Reaver Titan weapons, you can swap them out. I think there's a slightly different mounting method for them, so I don't think you can have them, you know, the the, the same setup. Right, you can't swap them around. Between a Reaver, I don't think, unless you okay. do it a certain way, you can swap out a Reaver's weapons and a Titan's and a Nemesis Warbringer's yeah, Titan's. I right. think it's slightly different, okay. but you can set them up from either pack. Uh-huh. I think it's the arms, but someone who's got them will probably correct me and say, yeah. oh no, this is how it's done. Uh, anyway, so 
you get with this box set, you actually get the command terminal in the thin cardboard. Yeah, makes Sorry. sense, right? So you've already got it in there, and apparently that's the way it's going to be going forward. So I think that implies that when they release Titans from now on, or when they repackage the Titans, you're going to get Command Terminal in there. It makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. It's a great model, actually. You also get the cards for the weapons that it comes with. Because, obviously, we don't have a card pack for the Nemesis Warbringer. Why do we need extra cards for um, for the Volcano Cannon and the Laser Blaster? Yeah, so they've got all the cards in the pack. I think somebody was saying, or some one of the many groups, um, that there's no rules for the sort of um anti aircraft guns on it. No, there aren't, and but uh, they're anti aircraft guns, and there's no anti aircraft, no, no aircraft uh, in Titanicus. So, no, no, I know, but somebody, I think it was on Crusade and Heresy, but somebody said, wait, house rule that because there's a like a stratagem or something that's got like an airstrike in it. And, you know, if you had one of these, maybe you could, you know, it doesn't turn up on the fire, which I thought was a very good idea. Not that it played the game, but it seemed like quite a good solution because those guns will then do something. But maybe that's for the future. Yeah, definitely. I mean, maybe, maybe if they ever go down the epic route, we'll get, they'll do something. But right now yeah. in Titanicus, they just, they're just there because the model has them. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a shame um, the big one's out of stock, isn't it? Sorry? It's a shame that the big one's out of stock on Forge's website. Right. The Auto Sinister. No, the um, actual the the real deal ring. one, the real deal Warbringer. Is it? Oh, the real deal Warbringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out of stock. Why were you going to get one? Was it, oh, just oh, out of stock. I was just looking at him. Just going to buy it, and it was out of stock. It's one of those things where I sort of forgotten about it until this came out, and I was like, oh, do they still actually make that model? Yeah, it's a lovely model. Yeah. Anyway, come on, I want to see this next one because I've always liked this conceptually. Always as the next pe- one. Oh, right. The pe- Manufactorum pe- Imperialis. No, that's exactly what's piqued me interest, you flipping wombat. No, Drew the one above it. it. One above the it. One... Yeah. Above oh, no. No. Do they do the. No, we'll I'm get talking... there. We'll get there. I'm talking nonsense. Hold your britches. All right. Here. So Adeptus Titanicus. Yeah, why is that? Yeah, that's the one. That's what we'll I'm get about. there. We'll okay. Get there. The Manufactorum uh, <laughs> Imperialis. Industrial scenery. So we've got cranes. We've got. Um, Containers. Oh, um, it's going to excite me as much as the one generators. <laughs> a lot of scatter terrain and a few silos with cranes on them. You were really excited about this, remember? Actually, you know what? That's a pretty good kit. Isn't yeah, it? it's not bad. It's 30 quid at uh, Games Workshop or uh, 25, 40 at Element Games. Really nice stuff. I mean, uh, should they show you putting it bits and bobs together there with the original terrain? It'll look good. It's a nice scatter terrain. It'll give a different feel to your tables. I like the, I do like. The cranes, they look very cool. They look like out of the, um, you know, the, the black books, you know, when you sort of see the backgrounds of some of those yeah. art things they have. Looks bob on. Definitely. And the, and the containers are basically mm. uniform armor containers in a small. They totally are, aren't they? In a small... I'd love to see some of this scenery in um in 28 mil scale, I'll be honest. Yeah, but how big would it be? I mean, if that's a manufacturer, if that's a little container, that crane would take up a whole. I'm just talking about the little stuff, like this little um, generator thing at the back here, and uh, and these uh, and these generator things. They, I mean, all of us too are great, but there's, there's there's a few things there I would love to see in 28 mil scale. That, that's not far off the hematrope thing, is it? No, yeah, yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. similar. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of stuff there. Nice. Again, more terrain is always good. Well played. Uh, well played, Games Workshop. Well played. Yeah. We need some more terrain. <laughs> okay, then we've got Shadow and Iron. Um, this is £22. This is the campaign book. 
uh, has the rules for um, what Graham is getting very excited about uh, in it. Uh, it's £18.70 at Element Games, or you can get it as an electronic book for the first time. They've released uh, Adeptus Titanicus books as e-books, uh, and that's £19.99. That's how I've gotten it. Nice. Um, they also released at the same time Titan Death and Doom of Moloch. I didn't quite get it. <laughs> Uh, right say, in the, was, uh, sorry, say that again. Doom, Doom of Moloch. Doom of Moloch. Uh, Doom. for those books. And then if you do like the chunky command terminals, they do a command terminal pack now, um, which contains uh, one Warlord, uh, one Reaver, uh, two Warhound, and a Warbringer Nemesis Titan in the chunky version. So mm-hmm. I need to pick that up because I do want the chunky. I do need some more. I do like the chunky ones. And I need a Nemesis Warbringer, one for when I eventually get a Nemesis. Well, I'm saved, I've saved up money for a Nemesis Warbringer because it's my store's birthday in a what, week. Your own personal store? Is it? What, you're that, do you, know? you know what I mean? The Newcastle's <laughs> store's <laughs> birthday on, um, on, on Saturday the 29th, which is also Black Library Celebration Day, but we'll get on to that later. Okay. Um, and um, I'm going to buy a Nemesis Warbringer there, and that'll get me the um, some nice art prints. You're always planning ahead. That's what I love about you, mate. Good thinking. Just have just going back three steps. The Warbringer, how big is it in comparison to the other models? Because I know it's meant to be smaller than a Warlord. It's about bigger than a Reaver. Between a Reaver and a Warlord. Yeah, I might wow. see the internet has put any photos up somewhere. It, it's about halfway between the two. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's meant to represent. It's meant to represent that that it, it's it's a it's a Reaver class Titan in terms of size, but it's carrying a Warlord weapon, so it's a bit bulked up on the top. Yeah. So it, it's kind of that, that, that halfway house. So okay. still really nice, um, really nice model though. I love the, I love the actual one. Yeah. You, know, I just, you, know, you see, you see it and you're like, yeah, one of them. Um, but it's room and money. Mm. Uh, then we've got the Legio Metallica right. transfer sheet. Do you know what? I'm surprised that, you know, old Lars Ulrich hasn't been on the phone. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, how many of these symbols represent the actual band? Because let's have a little look. See, I mean, how they, you know, they're pretty, as we know from the Napster thing. Those of us old enough to remember it, you know, they're pretty. Uh, they get a bit shirty when people start taking yeah, liberties with their copyright. They, they've used Metallica since um, since time, you know, immemorial, uh, um, immortal. You know, well, what's yeah, the okay. word? You know what I mean? Yeah. Games Workshop used Metallica for absolute yonkies. Yeah, but you know, Metallica, 1984. But it's not being used in music terms, is it? So, I suppose. I suppose it's. Is that actually a trademark name? I think it is. I think it is. I think it is for music. Yeah, I see what you mean. There's also the Forge World Metallica as well. So, okay, fair enough. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, I just thought that was slightly peculiar. There's lots of stuff that Games Workshop have taken influences for from the 80s, which... uh... Yeah, here's the thing, actually. I don't know. It's completely tangentsville. But we are into copyrights, so I'm curious. There was a rumour, right, I heard, whether it's true or not, I don't know, that Games Workshop and Blizzard, the makers of World of Warcraft and Warcraft, had a little gentleman's agreement, because obviously if you look at the orcs in those games and there's they bear an uncanny resemblance to the orcs in um 40k now i heard and they all came to a well we're not going to get to push this if you don't push it sort of thing have you ever heard that mr b i mean you're a man who's got his I, ear to the ground there are, there are rumors that have been going around for absolutely yeah. forever that yeah. says that warcraft and starcraft originally started off as 
Warhammer licenses. And when you look at some of the races, like the Zerg and the yeah, you know, there's definitely got, some resemblance there. But whether that's power armored guys, you know, in Starcraft, you know, whether that's true or not, mm. I don't know. Um, it, I mean, it could be that it's just influences. I mean, uh, we, I mean, Games Workshop took many an influence from many a type of, uh, of, uh, uh, of sci-fi. You can look sure at a lot of sci-fi sure from the from the from the uh, from back so, in the day. I mean, yeah. just Doom, thank goodness Frank Herbert isn't yeah. estate isn't that um, litigious because GW <laughs> would be in yes. trouble. Good word. Good word. Yeah, yeah. Well, next time I see that James Workshop chap. I'll have a word. Yes, indeed. Have a, have a word, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Workshop. Uh, okay, so Legion of Titanicus, and they've also got House Crast um, transfers on there. Okay. Um, then we have two transfer sheets. These, the, the, Oh, the transfer sheets are £14 direct only. The command terminals are £15 direct only. The um, trans- other two transfer sheets were Ignatum, which is, which is my Legio. I love Ignatum, the Fire Wasps. Um, and they also have Tyrannus, which is my uh, um, night house. Yes. Um, and a Storum. Um, but these, well, yeah. I mean, Ignatum disappeared within a couple of hours of it going on sale. Um, so it was like, whoa, that, that was quick. That was really unexpected. Um, <laughs> and, um, but Ignatum's got a big following. So, yeah. And then, uh, Astorum is out of stock as well. Now, um, that's gone. That had a uh, house Terran, um, uh, transfers on there. So, yeah so transfers went quickly um yeah. they tend to but andy has said in the past if you see a transfer sheet and you want it get it because we're only going to keep um, mortis and griffonicus in permanent print okay. everything else will probably be one shots okay which is a shame that is a shame did well, you get some by the way i got two uh ignatum sheets you are a flipping scalper I'm not. I'm <laughs> using them. I'm going to use them. I think we bought the last time that suddenly went missing. Uh, it was the uh, it was the flip the um, Mechanicum tank that he got a bag for. Yeah. He bought like, seven of those off the back. Two thousand of, of those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> delivery. Hoarding them all. Yeah, of no, I, bought, I, bought, I bought I bought two of them. I think mm. I may have got the last two. Just out of interest, what color scheme is House Metallica? Because House Metallica, uh, sorry, uh, Legio Metallica. Yeah. yeah. I don't actually know. I, 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 I forget. I know. I, I know. Um, no, that's Rise. I'm thinking of there. I know that 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 um, black and silver. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up now. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna Google it. Well, while you Metallica. do that, while you it's do that, red. Uh, it looks like it's red. They're the Iron Skulls. Okay. Um, it is. It looks like it's red. Hazard stripes and gold. Okay. okay. Um, red, black, white, and yellow. Okay, I'm just okay. So there you go. Um, I can play, you know, ride the lightning constantly. Oh, for, now every time you start the game, for whom the bell tolls? Surely. Oh, God, absolutely. I should have should have yeah. gone. Oh. Anyway. Every time I roll one, I've got the song sorted. Are they yeah, actually? Fr- are they from the Forge World of Metallica? I'm wondering now. I, I believe so. Isn't that the deal? Uh, yeah, the Forge World of Metallica. Yeah. At least your princeps names are all sorted, aren't they? That's the main thing. <laughs> That's true enough. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, Legio Metallica um, uh, are the only ones uh, left in stock. Um, so if you want them, get them quick. And then up. Graham's, finally, Graham's, uh, what Graham has been mm, jumping at the bit to, to, to talk about. Amazing. The 
Adeptus Titanicus, Warlord Sinister, Psy Titan. Uh, 28mm scale, obviously. Um, there's only 25 of them. Um, <laughs> uh, no, obviously they're making more, but there's only 25 <laughs> of them. In, there's only 25 of them in the fluff. Yeah, whatever. In actual creation as well, because they are out of stock already. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. They're absolutely gorgeous. They went quickly. They went quickly. People wanted them. Um, oh, curses. But they, it comes with the, it's basically the plastic warlord with the yeah. uh, power fist, laser blasters, and uh, is it the. And not, it's well, got not a different head. head. The plasma blaster, yeah. But it's got a different head. It's got a. A left hand, a Sinistratium Tenebrae weapon, the left hand of darkness. And it's got the resin um, Circux Anima over the top there. So it's got quite a a few little bits of resin. Uh, Not not many, but enough. Sorry? 23. 23 bits of resin, yeah. Yeah. Um, I suppose a lot of them will be in the gun. (laughs) The head, I think, I've seen the head. I think the head is one piece. Looks like it from the thing. Yeah. But, wow, it looks great. It really does. I mean, that's a lovely paint job as well, I think. I really oh, like Oh, yeah, the, the, the paint the, job on that. The kind of the, the glowing um, letters, runes yeah. on it. looks just flipping marvellous. Yeah. It, yeah. Shame I didn't bloom in Mortis now. Never mind. But you can only take this with loyalists, yes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Come and take the loyalists. Um, it comes with its cards. Um, it comes with its uh, terminal as well. They haven't. I don't think they've done. I think it's just a thin card um, terminal. I don't think they've done it in a thick card terminal mm. yet. I don't know if they ever would, because obviously it's quite. It, it's you know how, how they would do that, but looks good. Really cool. Good idea. Love it. Definitely fantastic. I mean, it's got the the weapons cards as well, so that, that's okay. good. Um, it, it, it is a phenomenal looking piece of kit. I. I don't know how I want one though. I'm kind of torn. I, I I would get one just if I had the money. Here's the thing, but it would only be for d- display. I think. Go on. Yeah. It's not other than the head. Other than the head. Yes. Uh-huh. It's not really different, is it? Oh, okay. well, you got the weapon. The weapon's different. Okay. okay. It's got okay. Other than the head and the gun. And what the Romans ever done for us? And it's got the bit with the psychers trapped in it at the top. There's no one to see. Apart from... No one's going to pay attention to 30 seconds past. <laughs> um, it's not really any different, though, is it? It's not massively different. Ooh, it's though. controversial again. But in, terms I... of, in terms of power, because remember, it's got psychic powers. Game-wise, I, I mean, yes. It's, it's a cool thing. I'm just looking, I've got the rules up on my iPad. They're pretty snazzy. But as a model, does it scream to me, I want this more than... Um, so Sakaran, for example. Yeah. Um, so we're bringing in the Sakaran sound. I don't know if it screams to me enough to go out and buy it. I like it a lot. I would probably buy that over a normal Warhound. If they were, you know, one was in front of me and I had that money to spend on a Warhound, I'd get this one. Just because I think it looks really cool. I, I don't know if I want one. I, 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 do, mm. want, I do want one. I just don't know if I want one that badly yet. Mm. It's probably one of those things that I'll get eventually so i do play a loyalist i do play a loyalist legio you do and you know they've also talking about doing um corrupted titans for traitor legios eventually so i mean they could do that one from the thousand suns couldn't they from the book yeah yeah definitely it's it's definitely on the cards for me at some point Mm -hmm. but i'm not desperate to go out and rush rush out and buy one now okay fair play 
But that's that's just me personally. Mm. But I think this is a wonderful model. Do you think? Do there's three hundred extra points for it to be a warlord sinister? Is it really? Goodness me! Wow, that seems like a lot. But the psychic powers are pretty good. Um, I haven't finished the live stream game uh, with it in, which we'll talk about later. But it look it it it, it does well. Hmm. Okay. What's next out of the agenda? So uh, next out of the agenda, we've got Warhammer Fest tickets. So um, obviously Warhammer Fest got, got a date announced. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but you can buy your ticket now. You've got your golden ticket. I think they've all sold out. They're 150. You didn't get. Uh, you didn't get sent one. Sorry. You didn't get sent one. No. I was just you and me then, Chris. <laughs> Uh, a weekend ticket uh, for £45. <laughs> weekend child ticket, £18. A single day adult ticket is £30. And a single day child's ticket is £10. Now, I was going to go, booked a hotel and everything, but I, I've had a bit of a change in financial circumstances. So, sadly, I'm not going to be able to make it this year, which is a real shame. And I'm kind of hoping that maybe someone in the area decides they're going to go down just for the day. Um, and I can and I can catch a lift, but um, I'm, unfortunately, I won't be going down for the weekend as planned. Um, Count me out, mate. If it's not throwing dice to play a game, I'm not going. You fair enough. It, you know the rules. It's fun to be there. It's a nice day, especially seeing the Golden Demon stuff. And that's just cool. I, I sort of had sort of thought, maybe I'll paint up Mortarian and enter him in the Golden Demon. Apparently, it's all primary. Mm isn't it apparently i was reading today that the the no no that's the the golden demon um that there's sort of like a single model that uh, there's a category which is for just one particular model it's like the golden demon i can't remember what it's called yeah i'm gonna have to look it up what what that what that particular oh, category is called it's like the master or something and they pick a single model so it's like whoever can do the best with that model the best with that model it's like uh, a few years ago it was an eldar farseer I can't oh, remember yeah. what it was this year, but this year it is the um this year it is the the what you call it, the um in Phobos armor. Yeah, Captain in Phobos armor. So which is a really nice model. I've I painted him. I I like him. So get it in. But you're, you can't No, no, this is like no, I can't get I, I'm not going. But this is like this is really is the high level. This is where you get the absolute geniuses of painting putting in their absolute effort and because they're all painting the same model you can't claim well he won because he used this particular model he won because oh, he used I this see, particular yeah. model or because it's yeah, a forward yeah. world model or because it happens to be the latest like the latest hotness yeah, no it's, yeah. everyone the paints the same thing it's gonna look, they're all gonna look the same let's be honest so there's no one to go there if you just if you just go on if you just go on the Farseers, they did a few years ago. No, they won't be. They'll be vastly different. Well, I think what, what Chris is saying is you'd be like the wild card. You'd come in there because they'd all be painting, you know, to that standard. And, and you'd come in <laughs> and, and he'd be like, oh, look, this is a so I come in with my I come in with my uh, dry brushed um, contrast. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, a bit of Agrax. Agrax, of course. Oh, He's yeah. taking and they're like, no, all this overblown Lardy Darmalarkey. Yeah, yeah. You would be uh, like, you would be like, you know, the punk rock to the prog rock yeah. of the other competitors. <laughs> You'd come in and stir things up a bit. You know, this is what it's like painting on the streets, man. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so moving on to our latest release, <laughs> the Eight Dark Angels Inner Circle uh, Knights uh, Cenobium. 
63 pounds for five of them. How excited Graham was about the warlord average. These things. <laughs> the bees, knees, and cat's pajamas as well. Aren't they trying a bit too hard, though? I mean, no. really? Well, they're dark angels. They're, they're all, they've always been a... Uh, a flamboyant, um, you know, legion that takes it that takes great, you know, symbolism and, and, and adornments are a big thing to them. So it's not really. Yeah, I mean, there's adornments, but there's that bloke in the front. It looks like he's taken the radiators off his wall and stuffed them on his back. <laughs> he doesn't look great. He doesn't, he doesn't look good. Yeah, they, they, they look. They look. I think they look really, really nice. I like these. I like these a lot. Um, they are. Um, they're really interesting. Um, <laughs> Just I, a, as a point of order, and Chris can back me up on this one, because uh, I think Chris <laughs> fell victim of it. Having something sticking out the top of your head like that in, <laughs> when you're fighting is a really bad idea. Because yeah. we found yeah, but these are we... superlative warriors, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> okay, enough, so, yeah. um, so are we <laughs> going into going into their rules. Um, they're well. You got weapon skill five. For the uh, Cenobites and the Preceptor, who's the sergeant, is weapon skill six. Um, one wound on the normal guys, though, which is a bit weird because we, we tended to have Legion specific Terminators being two wounds of late. So one wound. So that's that's that's, that's all right. But the, the sergeant's got two wounds, um, two attacks, uh, leadership 10 on the sergeant, and they've got a two plus save because they're in um, uh, Catapatch Terminator armor. They're all armed with tyrannic great swords and plasma casters. Um, they've got adamantine will. They're stubborn, and uh, all and a special rule called the Order Exemplars. Now, do you want to talk us through the Order Exemplars, uh, Graham? Oh, before no, you do, I will. I haven't looked at it yet. Okay. Well, I'll I'll point out that the plasma that the, they have a, yes, a rule. So this, this, um, this they caused... had a rule about their um, about their plasma caster. Yeah, this and, is why I stopped um, looking at it. And it's overwatching capacity and it was sort of like well hang on they can't overwatch because they're giving catapracha terminator armor and they have changed the rules so now with their plasma launcher their plasma casters these are new weapons it's a 12 inch range strength 4 ap2 mm. assault 2 ignores yes. cover plasma flame so that is really nice um and basically the plasma flame rule is when making an overwatch attack any fail to hit rule hit roll may be re-rolled so initially, I mean, my first thoughts on this initially were, well, it's a new weapon. Obviously, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be used for other yep. units. Makes sense to me. And I think they've looked at it and they've gone, well, hang on, actually, this doesn't work for this unit. They can now fire Overwatch because they've got superlative skill. These, okay, <sighs> these are the same people that put a weapon in book eight that was in book seven that still doesn't have a unit to it. <laughs> <laughs> you set him off now. I set him. I, I, I mean, I would have been quite happy with that as an, as an excuse. To be fair, uh, it didn't bother me unduly. But then, you know, I suppose I'm not. Uh, everyone, everyone, I think everyone was sort of like, oh, duh, the weapon is thingy. My assumption was, well, this weapon must be the weapon that the um, those other guys, the destroyer ones, have because they've yeah. got plasma plasma looking weapons. I mean, the thing is, would you have? Uh, did you think they? Okay, do you think they handled it the right way? Well, it, they changed there was it. lots of people saying, can't believe these people don't proofread their rules. And, you know, people saying, oh, sloppy slapdash rule writers, blah, blah, blah. I made one. Yeah. It's, it's, 
it's come out. I'm fine. It's changed. And you know what? Considering the points cost of these guys, 275 points before you even before you give them any upgrades. Uh, they can replace the Tyrannic Greatswords with um, Thunderhammers, which I, I think I'd stick with the Tyrannic Greatsword myself. I can't remember the stats for it now, but... There are five of them, 275 points. Yeah, 275 points for five. Uh, a Grenade Harness, five points. Digital Lasers, ten points. I mean, Digital Lasers on a, on a Sergeant, that's pretty awesome, but... No, 275 points, they're not cheap. A, five Crimson Paladins yeah. is... 240 points. How many, how many How many? wounds do Crimson Paladins have again? One. Sorry? One. One. Are they one wound as well? They're one wound apiece. Oh. Their weapons four. Their ballistics four. Their strength four, toughness four. Wounds one, apart from the exemplar. Initial mm. four. Three attacks on, mm. the, on the other dude. So, these guys mm. are these guys pretty good points-wise. It's a shame they have no APT weapon. Well, yeah, that's true. They're, 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 they're a... Um, yeah, Paladins. Yeah, anyway, they've got... Their big thing is they pick before the start of each game, they get assigned an order from a list we've, which we've got. And the entire unit is the same order. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven orders here. So, I mean, I think when people said, oh, they're going to get orders um, when they first did it in the first row to... Was it the first or the second row to Framus? Can't remember. Yeah. But we assumed it was going to be Hexagrammicon. Yeah. But instead, we've got the Augur of Weakness. Uh, so when making an armor penetration roll against a, vi- against a target with armor 11 or more, they may add plus one to the strength of the weapon used to make this attack. So Thunderhammer's going to be great with that. Strength nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's a Tyrannic Greatsword do? Sorry. Uh, it's a pretty good weapon, but... AP3, I think. Let me check. Okay. Strength plus two, AP3. Well, they end six, aren't they? Yeah, it's in book six. Um, we've got the Icons of Resolve. This model gains plus one attack on any turn in which it or a unit it is part of is charged by one or more enemy units. That's very good. So counterattack. So, yeah, basically. Um, and we've got Guardians of Sanctity. When making a Deny the Witch roll, because they've got Adamantium well, mm-hmm. it's not to be sniffed at, on any turn, uh, so um, if it making a deny the witch roll for that unit includes uh, a unit that includes this model, make roll an additional d6 and discard the lower result, but determining if the roll succeeds or fails. Nice. Uh, Slayer of Kings. This model may re-roll fail to hit rolls of one when engaging combat uh, or in a challenge with a model whose weapon skill is five or higher. That's nice. Uh, Hunter of Beasts. This model may re-roll fail to wound rolls of one when engaged in combat with any model with a toughness of five or any fail to wound model if the target's toughness is six or higher. So that's going to be great against demons. Oh, Mechanicum. Oh, Mechanicum, yeah, yeah. Uh, Reaper of Hosts. This model gains plus one attack in any fight subphase where they begin in base contact with more than one enemy model. So that's, that's not too bad either. So what do they get? Plus one attack. Plus that? one attack in any fight oh, yeah. subphase in which they uh, begin in base contact with more than one model. So with these guys, you're going to want to charge them, get them into base contact. Um, and that counts for, and that obviously not just the first turn, like with counterattack, that's plus one going forward. Mm. And then we've got Breaker of Witches. The model may re-roll all, fa- all, fa- 
to hit and to wound rolls in close combat when attacking an enemy affected by a blessing psychic power or an enemy unit with either the Psyker or the Brotherhood of Psychers slash Sorcerers Psychic Pilot Demon or Demon of the Ruinstorm special rule. Nice. Now I like flipping yeah. out demons. Now, you've got to remember, <laughs> these rules, you don't select these rules when you make your army list. You select these rules before you start the game. So you can, if you go to an event... You can customize that unit essentially. You can give it a rule based on who you're playing. So that's mm. actually a really powerful unit. So actually, yeah, I think that points cost might be a little low, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a Tranic Great Sword, plus two strength, AP3, melee, two handed, instant death. So if they do get through the army, you're in trouble, but. Mm. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty good weapon. And you can get more than them. You can, you can have an additional five, potentially. So they're not a squad that you kind of mess around with. Yeah, but uh, remember, replacing those swords with thunder hammers for free, that's not too yeah. bad either. So. Well, strength 4, AP 2, Assault 2, Flame of Death thing. Mm. That's an absolute monster. Um, it is a monster. I don't yeah. know why. Personally, I don't know why they just went, oh yeah, they can go have this special rule that no one else can have in... Terminator armor. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, they also can take a land raid of Phobos or a Spartan's dedicated transport, depending on the number of models in the unit. Gotcha. Cheap as, well, Cheap as chips. I really like this unit. It's really good. Well, you never know. Maybe it's going to be, maybe the points will go up in the book, but to be honest, I, I mean, they are. Considering the way they talk about it, the book doesn't sound like it's that far off. So. No, I can't imagine it would. And also, Dark Angels have a thing for um, Terminators, don't they? They have a whole flipping, you know, wing. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's, so you expect them to be a bit useful. They are only one wound, like you say. So, I mean, Fire Drakes, 275 points for Fire Drakes would be comparable, but the Fire Drakes have a three plus in one and an extra wound. So, you know, I don't think 275 seems like a lot, really. I mean, it's a reasonable cost, I think. They're just so much better than the Ultramoons unit. Yeah, but who isn't? Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, even the Iron Warriors do a better version of the Ultramarines unit. Oh, I'd say the Ultramarine unit is a better version of the Iron Warriors unit. It's just not, it's just so expensive. And they don't how, make a how, for it. How did you? Okay. Maybe that's a discussion for another time. But um, <laughs> It is. Maybe we'll have to do a versus episode uh, uh, um, uh, of those two a units. Grudge match. Grudge match, yes. yeah. Definitely. Okay, uh, okay, so that that is the new releases. So we've had quite a bit there. Um, it's a good month. Both for both Heresy and Titanicus, which I think is quite good. Um, if you, We've also had paperback releases for Slays of Darkness and Wolfsbane, so if, you, if you're collecting the paperbacks, you can get those now. And also, to get in my love of alternative models for the Militia, the Palatine Subjugators Patrol, Corpse Grinder Cult Gang, and Goliath Stimmers and Forgeborns all got releases this month, so plenty of a, a alternative gang model, uh, you know, uh, Militia models there for you. It's so, very cool. Yeah, if you got to fit quickly, they're going to be they're going to be pricey. If you're going to do they're a not, whole, they're not too uh, bad, are they? Yeah, they're really um, nice models. But if you're going to do a whole do, do army you get of ten in there, in every you get ten in the Corpus Grinder cult, you get six in the Palatine Subjugators, um, and I think Goliath you get six well. in the Goliath. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is very expensive then. But yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you're going to do a bad. whole army of Palatine Subjugators, um, yeah, you're, you're going to have to be quite rich. Um, mm. But you can just get the normal Palatines, which is 10, 10 men for the same price. Nice. 
So it, it, it's not too bad at all. It's different weapons, different. It's it's you know it's cool. Okay, so what we'll do now is we'll move into what we've been up to this month. So. Mm. Okay, uh, since we um, recorded the first section of the new releases show, we had another new release. Um, we had the Legion Aquator Bombard, sorry, Bombard with the Graviton Charge Cannon. And uh, it's £95. Uh, it's on pre-order now. Um, we're not going to have an in-depth discussion about the rules now. We're just going to have a little brief thought, think about it, and then, you know, couple, you know, a couple of minutes chat, and then we'll look at it a bit more in depth in the next episode um because right now i think we're all a bit of underwhelmed by it is to be fair a, yeah underwhelmed is a reasonable 25 pounds you say well that's um no no <laughs> basically I, yeah i'm okay i'm struggling to to work out what on earth you would use this for i mean we weren't going to go into the rules but i mean on the plus side to be fair they did tidy up the rocket salvo rule so that you do need a line of sight so that's one less argument to have is that um, light yeah but is that line of sight from um the uh oh, don't start yeah uh, the the, the crack, when yeah, so firing some people are arguing choose the target point within range and line of sight yeah so no target does not have to be the model's base because I've seen people yeah. arguing, well, the rocket itself can't target anything. And it's like, it'll be oh, for the love sure. of goodness. I, it'll probably be the, it's from the gun, isn't it? Basically, that's yeah. the way you have to look at it. It's not a turret. It's just the gun. So 45 ah, yeah, degrees the out the front. Gun's line of sight is pointing upwards. You put it in a straight angle. <sighs> you do it from the little vision port at the front, at the back. That's what I would do personally. That's what I would do personally. Anyway, we'll talk about that more, more next time. But um, Okay. Um, yeah, so nothing's easy in this game. <laughs> nothing's easy. So it's actually coming um, default now with the graviton charge cannon. The spicular rocket system is an option. It's a free option. Um, the weapon itself, it's ordnance one barrage, large blast, five inch concussion, graviton pulse haywire. Twenty four inches. 20 meh, that's, that's got, meh, that's, God, I mean, nobody can say to me, even, you know, John GG's very good rebuttal of our initial saying this is useless against everything, and him actually pointing out that it's actually the other weapon's not too bad against Mechanicum, I just can't see this having any value whatsoever. Honestly, I mean, AP4 for us for a ding-dong, I mean, what are you going to do? You're just going to laugh that off. If you're on a two plus save, so concussion, fairly pointless in that regard. Haywire, so it's a one shot haywire. Okay, great. Uh, Graviton pulse, that puts down the difficult terrain, doesn't it? And again, yeah, you take a tougher mm, test against it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, like people. I, I think there's some sort of weird embargo where people don't like decent tanks. I think I get where they're going with it i think i get it's a tax write-off is that what we're thinking (laughs) i think they want this to be the anti-vehicle version of it but 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 what vehicle is it going to hurt 
Let Michael finish. Come on. This is what I think. I think that the the the, the spicular missiles are the anti-infantry. I think that the graviton charge is supposed to be the anti-tank, and whatever the next one is is going to be a generalist. That's that's what I feel. I don't know if that's the case, obviously, because um, hell knows who knows what what Fort World Rule Righteous thinks. Because at the end of the day, I'm not them. Anyway, um, I think that's what they intend, and I think they're thinking, oh well, you'll take a couple of these, but that's 280 points just for two of them. Uh, how yep. many how many can be in a squad? Is it uh, one, three. To three. One, one, one to three? One to three. That's that's a lot of points, and it's one shot. Now, yeah, if it were it, two shots, that might be a bit more. Yeah, I might I might think about that more. But uh, also, um, it's ordnance, so your sponsor can, your sponsor weapons are useless yeah. if you fire this. Um, as mind you, the rock the missiles are ordnance as well. So, because um, like those are auto, auto cannons, fantastic, but you can't. You know what's the point? It's ordnance exactly. Um, the range is just too, for for one for one shot. I mean, it's a nice big blast, but for one shot at twenty four inches, I would I would I mean, being as I am a, a fan of the tank, um, I would never get one of these for that. I just I just think that there's I mean, it does look cool on your right. You then people start saying, well, you should play narratively, Graham. You're just a gamey git. Well, I but don't really. Think... If I'm going to pay ninety five quid, I want something yeah, that's exactly. going to be a little. I don't less think it looks cool. Grievance. Is is this better than a Sakaar and Venator at destroying tanks? Um, no, no, even no. close. I mean, a Venator is a pain in the backside simply because it never hits. You think it would do better than it ever will, and it never does. But it's still no, uh, on paper a much better tank. Mind you, Venator is 190 points. Just to give you some, I'm just seeing what a Legion Medusa is, right? Because that's really the, yeah, this, that, it's in that it's in that category. That's, that's, that's kind of that's kind of the but, so a, a Medusa, right? Is 155 points, so 15 points more expensive than this. Again, you take it in a squad of three, 36 inch range, strength 10, AP2, large blast. I, I get a major for this every time. Every day of the week. The, 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 the Bombard, it's more durable, but I get a Medusa. Even the flipping Basilisk spare. Yeah, it's it's not it's not winning it over. Ordnance, is that the one that works with the Iron Fire routine, or is it? Barrage that does Barrage that. works with Iron Fire. Okay, Which this so is. yeah, it's Barrage. So yeah, it could work with Iron Fire. Twenty-four inch range again. You don't want to. You don't want to be that close. To, if something's maybe. within twenty-four inch of your artillery, you're in big trouble. Maybe you can make this work with Iron Fire. Maybe you can make this work with Iron Fire. But yeah, I'm 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 I'm, I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, which is a sh- but then again, I'm not that keen on this particular design. I don't like the gun. I don't like the look of it. Okay, so well, that's just me. I, I, I like it, all of them. I, I, I like all the this this brand of tank. I love the tank. I just don't like the I look of the gun. I just think I just think it's a shame. Yeah. Just think it's it's a, I, I, I prefer the look of the uh, rockets. I think they look a lot cooler. Yeah. No shame. shame. Maybe maybe shame. maybe <laughs> it's gonna get better rules in the book. Nah. You never know. Never never happened. Um. I just think I think it's all right. It's all right. No, this is Karen Omega. Ones. There's a car and Omega got. Oh, it, okay. it went, it, it, you could take squadrons. That's correct. Same with the same with the Punisher. They they both got slightly better with that ability to take squadrons. I think they I think their points went down as well. Mm. Anyway, uh, so but, long and yeah, short, uh, gentlemen. They could get better rules in the book. What we're talking about here is this is a I I you know all tank armies etc. I would not get one of these armor breakthrough. Nope. Um, just all the nopes for me. I'm afraid. 
Okay. It, it doesn't break the uh, Sakaran standard, does it? It's you know, it's, it's eleven pounds more expensive. Exactly. For a, a Sakaran, get yourself a Sakaran battle tank, which is infinitely better in every area. Mm, get a Venator or an Omega. Oh, no, for God's sake, no, man. What sort of nonsense are you espousing? If you want to do the job that this looks like it's designed to do, which is uh, anti-tank, With Omega shot. or a Venator. I just. No, Venator maybe, but it would be incre- incredibly frustrated by it because on paper you think this is absolutely incredible. But the times that you roll two dice and hit twice with it is, for some bizarre reason, there is some weird quirk in the universe that prevents oh, that really? from hitting. Whenever I take my Venator, I've never missed with it. Well, you are obviously blessed by the Dark Gods. I am cursed by them when it comes so it, to that tank. I mean, it gets destroyed very quickly. Yeah, but anyway, it would still be better than this because it's got a 13 front armor. Heavy support squad, last cannons, age of defense line with ammo dump, sorted. Much better than this. Absolutely. Yep. A frantic tank, much more expensive, mind, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll move on to. Well, we'll move on to Orbi Penalty. So now we go on to the what we have been up to. Well, I was busy getting my eye cut open this month, uh, which has taken all the fun out of my life. Uh, so let's move on and see what Graham and Michael have been up to. Graham, let's what, You what did you say you were going to try and get the Dawnbreakers built. Did yeah. you get them built? No, because no. I came back from well, a weekend away. Yep. And I was in surgery on the Thursday or the Friday. I oh no you had the injection oh, I had an injection on the Monday try not to like, go into too much detail about your medical issues yeah let's not no that's right, uh, no, that's right. I, it's not, so I had an injection in my eye on the Monday I came back yeah and then the Thursday they did the operation on my eye oh, I remember the I remember the photo of your five. eye it was, it, it was like you were a proper you know um, snake uh, snake pillskin yeah I was yeah that was it yeah. yeah bright red and, yeah it took me a few days to get over the general aesthetic as well so Mm. Yes. But, okay. So yeah, I've done. Okay. Grand cool. of nothing because I've not been able to do anything. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. So what else have we got then? Um, Graham, do you want to go? Mm. I've spoken a lot so far. Mm. <laughs> so I said, I said I would paint the Stormlord and the Alpha Pattern Russ with the Volkite Demi Cauldron and do some Conquer Legends work. Though might start the Spartan was kind of like a hint. And I did one of those things, and that was start the Spartan, to be fair. But the rest of it has taken a, a, a bit of a back seat, regrettably. Um, well, you found a new job and training, and yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's just getting um, getting back. I don't know about you. Sometimes I go through these kind of uh, peaks and troughs, particularly in, you know of heresy. Where you know sometimes I'm like oh, I'm just like this machine of getting things painted, and other mm. times I'm like oh it's it's an effort to even start, and I don't like painting when I feel like I'm forcing myself to paint. If that makes any sense. That's why um, I, that's why personally I try to I've I've tried to give myself more variety this year in what I paint. Mm-hmm. So I'm painting I, instead. I'm not just painting just heresy or just ultramarines or just death guard all the time. I've got I've sort of made a plan for myself. Yeah, I'm I like, think I'll, yeah. I think it's if I'm playing lots, I paint a lot. I found. Yeah. But I haven't been playing recently. I haven't had a game other than our weekend away. I don't think I've had a game um, in the other games 
Mm. Mm. I might have had one against um, John on a Friday afternoon, but I don't think I've had any other games recently that I can think of. Um, so that that doesn't that kind of takes me out of my um, sort of heresy zone, if you like. If I'm playing games, I tend to paint more because I'm kind of in the zone thinking about playing and stuff. Um, but I have got the Spartan painted, the green on it, which is actually, out of all the vehicles that I've done in that green, this one's come out the nicest for me. It's not shiny, which some of the others have regrettably come out a bit too it, shiny it for my grim nice. darkness. It looks quite nice. So it's got quite a nice kind of texture. So I just need to paint the panels, the black parts on it, um, the guns and stuff, you know, in the detail. So I'm fairly happy with that as a Spartan goes. That's that's not bad. I'm quite happy. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, absolutely bobbins all, unfortunately. Though I did do a bit of tarting up of me, uh, World Eaters, because that was the other thing that, because um, we were going away and I was taking the World Eaters with me, I realised that they were a little bit scruffy uh, in some areas and also the shoulder pads that... Um, David painted because he painted a load of um, Tartarus fellas was a different shade to the rest of the army. So I repainted those. And I also um, did some pin washing on those as well to give them a little bit more um, sort of standy outiness, if you like, um, which I found a good recipe for pin washing now. I've kind of got a nice mix of Agrax non-oil and uh, Lamia medium. For my, 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 which has been my go-to recently for doing that kind of work. So, yeah, so I did that as well. So they actually look okay now. So quite pleased. But yeah, that was about it, really. What about you? Um, me, I said I was going to paint the Ultramarines Heavy Support Squad with Volkite Culverins, yes. yes. Death Guard Heavy Support Squad, and a Hemotrop Reactor. Um, mm. And I actually started the month by painting the Dorsum Necromunda to use with our gamemap.eu zone mortalis table because it needs doors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I painted those up. Um, that's quite a simple scheme. And then I painted up the Ultramarines Heavy Support Squad. Um, I was quite happy with them. They're, 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 they're lovely. It means my Ultramarines now have one of each, uh, you know, the squads have one of each uh, Volkite weaponry. So that, that's that's fun. I always love a, I always love a bit of Volkite and it is a very mm-hmm. good squad for use with any army. Um, oh, I see you've gone for- the blue Sorry? Volkite glove, the Volkites that you painted there. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're I painted light, them. light blue. Yeah, the I don't know why I got the idea for light blue, but um, I'm mm-hmm. sort of like I kind of started that with the Ultramarines. I think I got it from a Mechanicum painting book in which they've got a Volkite painting guide, and I was like, oh, that looks quite good, but then sort of put it together, and I was like, you know, maybe I should have gone with red or something. No, but it's all right. It looks all right. Um, but that was with the older Volkite um, squad. They've been built for absolutely forever. They just haven't been painted. So uh-huh. the fact that it's the really old Volkite covering, you know, that, that, that sort of says how old that squad, how long I've They look it. really chunky, those Volkite covers. Oh, they are. They are nice. But they're a nightmare to put on because of the because of the, the, the cables are much more of a nightmare to put on than the uh, Telerac. Is it the Telerac? The, the other one. Mm. I, prefer, okay. I, def- I definitely prefer the... Um, Definitely prefer the other one. But, nice, they look good. Yeah. Anyway, um, we've got the um, we. I then did the hematrope reactor um, to go with the uh, the border conquest stuff um, that, that I got from the uh, conquest magazine. Um, so quite happy with that. Um, I do like those hematrope reactors. Um, they're 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 an awesome piece of scenery. 
and he can't go wrong for 7.99 for one of them. So I was quite happy to to get that mm. get that painted up. Um, and then I built an def, the Death Guard Auto Cannon Squad. I built that at last, and a Seeker Squad for the Ultramarines. Now I got these from some bodies of Marines that Phil from the club El Presidente um, gave me. So he just gave me these bodies. Some of them had heads, some of them didn't have heads. Uh, no backpacks, so it was sort of like, well, what can I do with these? So I grabbed myself some uh, uh, auto cannons from Forge World. I grabbed myself some arms off eBay and a bunch of leftover bits from my um, bits box. Um, so the Seekers, they were going to be um, heavy bolter dudes, but I found I had a couple of packs of Seeker bolters. So okay, that's cool. Uh, I thought, eh, seekers, why not? You never see them. Um, so I built the seekers. They're going to get painted up next month, I think. And um, and then I sort of had a week of poor painting because um, I felt like I needed a bit of a win. So I speed painted some nurglings, and I did that with contrast. So I'm actually quite happy with how they turned out. Clever. So Clever, uh, I was quite happy with the nurglings. Um, They're really cool. They're yeah. really cool. So it's just all just all contrast. Dry brush with some screaming skull. A few little bits and bobs. I think they're 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 not bad. They're exactly what I want from some nurglings. Okay, oh, when cool. I look at it, I've missed one of their tongues. One of their tongues has been missed. I'll have to go back and sort that out. <laughs> um, and then I turned my attention to the Death Guard Auto Cannon Squad and got them finished rather quickly. So I was quite happy with them. Um, I do like a I do like a, the Death Guard, and I think they I think the Auto Cannons are going to just look perfect on their. Uh, uh, just got uh, just perfect for um for the for their army and you never see auto cannons oh, do you they do look great yeah no they do look good really good yeah lovely, never, lovely I, models you painted there mate i don't think i've ever seen auto cannons used by anybody uh um, gareth uses them on the iron warriors for the havocs uh, well i've got i thought they're very, they're cool. do some more cannons okay so cool um so it's quite it's nice it's a nice change from just seeing the, the more yeah um, Last cannons. Yeah, last cannons of missile launchers. Yeah, I just thought these would be cool um, because I was thinking in terms of Zone Mortalis. Yeah. Because um, I think, you know, in Zone Mortalis, you've got to be cleverer with the points you've got. Um, because you can't, you know, you, you, with, with a 3,000-point game, you've got a lot of leeway as to what yeah, yeah. to build. But in... Um, in Zone Mortalis, you've got to be cl- you've got to be a lot more clever about what you take. Okay, yeah, it makes so, sense. Yeah, because you need I you need those these, points to sort of come back, don't you? And yeah, do maybe so I thought more than one thing. Auto cannons, they're gonna they're gonna uh, if you've got a squad a, a big squad of them, they're gonna cause problems for dreadnoughts. Um, yeah. they're not dreadnoughts aren't gonna be able to shove them all off, and they're and they're gonna do some damage, but they're also gonna be quite good against against infantry so it was sort of like that halfway house because yeah. it was just infantry i was thinking heavy bolters look great and i've been collecting um as it's been tra- i've been i've been collecting for absolute ages you know those heavy bolters from the special weapon the heavy weapons pack they did years ago with the over the shoulder bolters oh yeah yeah i've been collecting a bunch of, i haven't got three at the minute but I, I think i've done a deal to get another two of them cool so i really nice. want to do a, i really want to do a death guard a heavy support squad with those heavy bolters because I think it'd look absolutely stunning, but it, it's a lot of wheeling and dealing to get them, and they're not cheap. Very good. 
Um, but yeah, if I if I wanted to do if I wanted just infantry, you know, you go with a you go with a um you go with the heavy bolters really or the volkites. Although with the death guard, they're not really. I don't think the death guard will be a fan of heavy bolters, do you? Um, it's hard to say, really. I mean, not jobs. heavy bolters. Um, uh, volkites. I don't think they'd be a fan of volkites because they're a bit more delicate. Do you I think so? Think, yeah, yeah, they're not. Really them. Of, they're not really a fan of delicate, high maintenance weaponry. No, I suppose also you... kind of fit the bill as a more rugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think heavy bolters would be called simpler. Yeah, yeah. So if I wanted anti-infantry, I'd definitely be thinking heavy bolters. But yeah, the auto cannons. Yeah, the auto cannons for me were, and if I wanted anti-armor, las cannons. But las cannons, they're not okay. They're going to kill infantry, but they're not going to. They're not going to power infantry. They're expensive. Seven, aren't they? AP four. Yeah, yeah. Two shots. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, so the auto cannon sort of represent that halfway, you know, not exactly the best anti armor, not exactly the best anti infantry, but they'll do the job, I think. Ten of them, still twenty shots. Yeah. And if you're going up against a contemptor dreadnought, I suppose you need yeah. sixes, but twenty shots, you should get some sixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, okay, siege so... breaker for tank hunter for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's that's my projects this month. So. Any games? I don't. I haven't played any games apart from our trip to Warhammer World. Well, not just Warhammer World. Um, oh yeah, Bolton Sword. Yeah, Bolton Swords. Uh, I have. I think I might have played John before the last episode. I'm thinking. Uh, so uh, maybe last, not. I might, I might have talked about it last month. In the last episode, you talked about a game against John, which you said was your last on a Friday. Then that was the last one I had. So in that no, case, no, you, we spoke last week. Um, where you played John, and there was the conversation about having uh, what's his name, big boy, big mechanic and boy, Scoria, Scoria, having a special rule that you didn't think you did, and now you owe John coffee. Oh, I do own coffee for life, yeah. yes, that's true. So, I think I went with the um, I went with the world eaters, so it's before a weekend away. Mm-hmm. I hadn't got the World Eaters out for a time, so I took the World Eaters along um, and took the 3,000 points that we roughly had to play with. Um, it seemed to go okay. I think I might have won, um, which was nice. I don't think... I think Scoria was kind of hidden a bit too much, and I think we were talking about that with John afterwards. It's like, actually, he's one of these characters. He's a, he's a lot of points, but you don't really want him hiding away too often. You kind yeah. of need him to get involved a bit. And it was like, how do you transport him? And you know, what's the best vehicle to do that? For example, the armored conveyor is a good option. Um, you know, and what lens you put him with so he's not isolated on his own, those kinds of things. So yeah, but John has a lot of um banata- not th- yeah, phalanx now. Yeah. You know, so they're always kind of either deep striking in or getting him in the way. But yeah, I mean the the, the terminators that I've got, the sort of troop terminators with the um uh, master of what's the what's the right of war? I forget. Uh, right of war. Yeah, or... so you can take terminators as and veterans as pride of legion, pride of the legion, or or primarch chosen. Yeah. So yeah, so I've been taking that. Um, so I've got three, possibly four squads of terminators. Um, Squither Spartan, um, with Angron as well. Um, I think that's basically the same army that was what we took uh, on the Sunday when we were in um, Derby. 
or in Nottingham on Sunday. So, but yeah, it was a good fun game as always. But yeah, the rule was, um, I didn't believe John when John said that score is photon gun thing, whatever it is, thruster or yeah. had lance. And I was like, no, it doesn't have lance. Don't be ridiculous, man. He's like, yeah, it does. I was like, no, if that has lance, every time I come down here to battle bunker, I will buy you coffee for life. <laughs> So just goes to show you, no matter how confident you are about a rule, it's always worth double checking because now I owe John coffee for life. Was Star Bunker, coffee, wasn't it? No, it was just, it was just, which is actually, to be fair, the coffee at Battle Bunker is very nice because it's percolated coffee. Um, as I found out to my cost the other week when I had about three of them of a night and then couldn't sleep and ended up going to bed at about four in the morning. <laughs> uh, so yeah, see, don't see, do that. See you dinner, Mr. Simpson. Yes. Yeah, basically. So oh, we um, love you, Dave. Really? Yes. Except well, I don't know. <laughs> work. Um, but yeah, it's um, it was a good game. It was good fun. Um, I do like playing the World Eaters a lot because, uh, as I found at the weekend as well, they are quite a characterful army in comparison to some of the other legions I play. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. There's a lot yeah. of lot of fun with them. A lot of fun with them. Yeah, and okay. you can you can sort of role play them a bit as well, you know, and say, well, actually, they are always going to charge stuff. They're always going to go towards everything, even though maybe the rules may not suggest that you have to do it. I think you should do it anyway, um, even if that means like not playing the mission, for example, and just heading towards the nearest thing to kill, because that's what Angron would probably do. That's, that's probably, how he yeah. Okay, so um, what about um, hobby commitments for next month, guys? I want to play some more flipping games, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, um, there is uh, yeah. a game at some point. Yeah, it's just getting the time at the moment is quite tricky. But uh, yeah, yeah, we've no, got the, the next the next Harry. So we had a Heresy Bunker one, but I couldn't make it this month because of yeah. like new job. Um, the next one I think is on the 9th of March. Yes, that sounds Monday. familiar. That sounds familiar. Why am I thinking like? Oh, that was the day I was looking at. Yeah, I was thinking of going to London that day, but no. Uh, if I heresy bunker, I've got a heresy bunker. Okay. Um, so I think we've got about six, seven, possibly even eight people. A couple of people at work have expressed an interest, or because um, there's a big community there doing forty k and the like. So we shall Please. see. Do they know about? Did they know about Battle Bunker? Uh, no, they didn't actually, because they're all kind of Newcastle way. So. Oh, well, there you go. You've introduced them to a great venue. Yeah. So um, uh, we, we, you know. It, it's it's good to have a venue. It's a shame Newcastle doesn't have it. It's you know, I'm a, I'm a Geordie, so you know, I, I, I absolutely hate Sunderland. Just going to say that good out there. Now. If I lose, if we lose listeners because I hate Sunderland, well, screw it. I'm I'm fine with that. So I think I've burnt a few bridges straight yeah, off yeah. the bat. No, no, yeah. no. I'm, uh, Anybody I, else? I've got a, I've got a lot. I've got a lot a of back and friends. I don't We're agree with them. I, yeah, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of Mac and friends. I don't agree with their lifestyle choices, but I'm perfectly happy to be friends with them. So just this is what is this turning into? Uh, this just, is a flipping just, just pure racism, hate speech, pure flipping just, just, evil, just pure racism against the Mackens. Unreal, absolutely and, and, unreal. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we're good. We're good. No, no. <laughs> Battle Bunker is actually a really good venue. It's actually in a really good location. It's 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 absolutely phenomenal in size wise. It's brilliant. It's um, easy to park. That's what I yeah, like loads of parking, uh, loads of parking. Things, yeah. anyway. I, and I, I love his I love his uh, um his optimism. He uh, he he does cheap parking off for the uh, on match days. He does because it's quite it's hard like, to find somewhere to park for a game at the Sunderland Stadium of Light. Yeah, but but anyway, they, they've they've closed half the Stadium of Light because nobody just, goes. So. Just will you just stop it? <laughs> 
flipping nonsense. Yeah. Well, they're only in the Let, take you know? your take your prejudice elsewhere. <laughs> Not welcome. Premier League in our, in our flipping you know inclusive that we should be welcoming to all, even if even if they happen to wear black and white stripes. So. Well, Anyway, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Just happily living down here in the south where we love everybody, apart from Crystal Palace. So, (laughs) oh, Wimbledon, nobody likes Wimbledon. Well, AF, well, everyone loves AFC Wimbledon. I'm talking about MK Dons. Hold on, like, dude, you moan at us for tangents. You have gone on the biggest tangent, (laughs) yeah. I have gone on a huge tangent. I've introduced football, okay. Commitments for next month, play more games from Graham. Heresy, Heresy Bunker, I'm gonna try and go. Yeah, that's definitely a commitment. Oh, yeah. uh, I am going to get that Spartan finished. I want to play the, um, to be honest with you, I really want to play the Salamanders a bit more. The problem is that I know they're pretty tough. And I, yeah. that's why I'm a bit reluctant to play them. So yeah, they got, I may they do got, some more work. They got low, also, um, we need to think about li- a list at some point, you and I. I've got my list oh. for um, April, but I've I've got two options here, Chris, actually. Maybe we'll have a chat about that now. Because uh, you wanted me to take the fire drakes, didn't you? Yes. Which well, means I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take Sanguinius in that particular. Don't you? Okay. And, and then I'll have to take a Spartan because otherwise they're just not going to do anything. So, yes, that's the plan. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. Right, what, what, what about you, Chris? Uh, do you think you might be able to get anything done or any any hopes? It, it really depends on my eye. eye. So, that's. Okay. Fair enough. I have no well, depth perception. Yeah, so that's fair painting enough. Painting and assembling is uh, a fairly tedious affair. Uh, at the moment because it's just like if I try and attach something to something I'm going to miss it about five times out and then I just get frustrated mm-hmm. myself so yeah um, hopefully yeah I'll try and get you know I want to get those dawn breakers done because I do um, want to take those in um, take those in April and use them so it might take that long to get them ready so yeah yeah and of course we've got Carpenter Legend stuff to still do yeah yes. oh, yeah indeed um, myself personally I got a galvanic servo hauler crane um in conquest this month um i'm gonna try and get that painted the gift that keeps giving uh well, it's almost done it's almost done I've got two deliveries left it's almost done. six issues oh, it's run, is it? one of them is a Mine primaris is. repulsor um just a primaris repulsor um <laughs> and the other one is a galvanic um magnavent except without so, the middle bit it's just, it's just sort of like a so how much is that magazine just out of interest 7.99 an issue and they're giving away a repulsor over four issues Oh, okay. Fair. It's still significantly cheaper. It's like 50 quid normally, so it's like 28 quid. Yeah. So bad, it's yeah, like there's like three, sort of three frames, and then one issue is just the base. Okay. But nice. it's, essentially, it's basically 20, 28 quid. Well, more than 28 quid. It's like 32 quid, sorry. So it's still a sizable <laughs> saving. It's not bad, is it? That I must admit, I, if I was going to carry on playing... Um, what's that game again? AOS... I would have got that set thing because it is a good way to, and it's quite yeah, a bit fun I'm to get, get something I'm, I'm to get, do it every week. I'm getting that one as well because I want the I want the night horns. I love the night horns. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I've just paint. I've, yeah, I'll not talk about my painting of night horns. Timmy yeah, so tangent. I, yeah, I also got some. I also got some chaos spawn uh, with conquest. So I've got a pack of chaos spawn. Uh, obviously, seven ninety nine for two chaos spawn. That's pretty good. That's good. Um, I'm going to get them painted up because one day I want to do a cultist army, and you can take cult- chaos spawn in cultists. You can. Um, so I've done sort of nurgly themed um, cultists. Uh, sorry, chaos spawn. Um, I've got them to, to to prime at some point. Very good. Um, 
and I want to get them painted up. I've got an idea of how to do it with contrast mostly because um, I think it'll look good. Um, and then I want to get the squad of Ultramarine Seekers done. Very cool. Nice. So three things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Yeah, like I said, I'm not going to set myself too many targets this month. The Spartan's probably about as far as it's going to go, just because it can't be a legend stuff. Is, uh, there's still a lot to get through. Yeah. So I need to divert what time I have for that. But having said that, if yeah. there was watching something on telly, then I'll be painting anyway. So I might try and get that tank done. The, um, try try and encourage to her to watch some stuff. Uh, yes. There's Downton, um, what's the name? Downton Midwives or something. Downton, Downton Midwives. <laughs> I don't what know. A, what a show that would be. Call the Downton Midwives. Call the Downton. I, I don't really know. I don't really watch that much. The Masked Downton Midwife. Yeah. Okay. I, do you know what? I, uh, you're right. I've, I've, um, we have been watching on Netflix the uh, series Sex Education, which is excellent. Really? Oh, yeah. thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Um, I also would say, um, I also would say, <laughs> yes, sorry, Chris. another one which is also very good, um, if you, if you oh. it, is The Good Place. Yeah, yeah, I quite liked it. Well, I didn't, but I thought it was all right. Okay. Anyway, she didn't like The Good Place. Just she, that's a divorce gonna, matter, mate. We're, we're gonna do a you know separate podcast about you know reviewing stuff at some point, review, review TV at some point. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. So, what we'll do now is we'll move on to State of the Union. Or shall I start with what the State of the Union is, and then you can start with what you're going to talk about, Chris? Go on then. Go on, on then. Done an intro yet? Say mm. when. <laughs> say when you're ready. Oh, you sound so sad. I am. It's like it's been oh, fucking an hour and a half, two hours, and I haven't even of me and Michael. We said a bloody thing. I know, best, right? Best, best episode we'll ever do. Best mm. episode ever. Okay. Ready when? Is it recording? Mr. Yes, it is recording. Yep. Lovely. <clears throat> Next up, we'll be looking at the State of the Union, a brief sojourn around the world of heresy and its associated tendrils. Bring you, our lucky listeners, uh, all the goss news, business news, whatever. So without further ado, Chris, you're going to kick us off this week? Month? Yeah. The section after all. Okay, cool. Mm. So we started the month <laughs> with a week of videos on Warhammer TV focused on airbrushing which introduced the very basic techniques for painting a vehicle using Citadel Air Paints. These videos were hosted by Caleb Wissenbach from CK Studios, which is pretty cool. So we've got mm. videos for the introduction to Citadel Air, base coating, shading, highlights, and filters. Mm. That'd be good if I had an airbrush. I watched They were pretty good, actually, to be fair. I did watch a couple of them. Okay, um, cool. Kind of basic. Kind of, kind of yeah. basic. I mean, um, I need more instruction with my airbrush because i don't know things about what pressure i should have how much i should be filled you know um thinning them down i know they say in the video oh don't need to thin them but but i've seen caleb said before yeah you do need to thin your paints <laughs> so yeah. um I, I i think i need more i think i need more for me personally um, okay. rob and me and graham are talking about bringing rob up for a week at some point to for a week to, Jesus, no. No, a weekend. Oh, right. Weekend. I meant a weekend at some point to literally talk us through basic airbrushing. And it's sort of like when I was thinking to him, he said, just grab yourself a cheap Chinese brush off eBay. That's the best way to learn because you can destroy it and you learn 
that way rather than getting yourself an expensive fancy one. Yeah, that's that's, that's 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 what um yeah so i might do that so it's definitely on my bucket list of things to do because we will uh, we will get you up at some point rob you know you'll spend a weekend we'll we'll, we'll, we'll um, tiger. Yeah, yeah we'll spend it we'll spend a weekend and uh <laughs> where would you probably have to do it at my place wouldn't we <laughs> yeah yeah um but you can sleep uh, you can see you can see you can sleep in the bed with me okay um, i'm joking i'm joking well, okay i'll sleep on the sofa you can have the bed Okay, I'm sure he whether he has one of the women or not is up to them. Holy <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, move Easy on. <laughs> really, hey, really, I'm not in charge of them. They didn't do whatever they want. Lightning speed. Moving Lightning to speed. the next article, which is the Warhammer community showing off something awesome, an ident, no less, for the Warhammer Media projects. So, if you're not familiar with this, it features a Space Marine and a Stormcast Eternal and will be used in forthcoming video projects such as Angels of Death, um, the proposed Eisenhorn TV series, and an anthology series they mentioned. It's a pretty epic, new, new epic few seconds, to be honest. Yeah, it's Michael. really, really good. And it's pretty. And it was interesting. They sort of said how they went about getting it and the sounds and stuff. That was rather cool. So, yeah. It, it was not bad at all. So yeah, pretty epic couple of seconds. I think it's it, it is kind of I, the stormcast looks a little bit weedier than I thought it would have been. I thought he would have been a bit bulkier. Okay, well you know you can't have everything in this life. And I no. guess I mean it looks great. It's just you know perspective. You know different. Maybe they won't make him look different from the marine that he's clearly based on. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that. Okay. And with the release of the new plastic Zomotalis kits, we got an article in Warhammer Community about some ways you could build a kit and put it together. Um, obviously, these uh, articles about building Zomotalis, we've had quite a few of them over the past couple of months with uh, Underworld Hive. And, you know, they talk about, you know, you can do it, the classic look with the, just the corridors, or you've got the, um, f- you know, taking it up into the um, up higher with the platforms and stuff i do like the idea of doing pl- uh, you know heart, you know multi-level zomotalis because i think mm. that would look, look amazing it would be, um, be a different dimension to a normal kind of flat which are the games of um you know 30k are usually fairly flat aren't they? you might get some bits of high-rise scenery but well, not whole levels i think that's over with if you're if you buy this type of terrain i think the idea of flat zone mortalis is, is dead and buried i think people are mm-hmm. going to do higher level stuff because it looks good cool. it looks really good and it's going to add that another dimension to the game sure which you don't have even in um i don't really think you have it in um in in, in normal heresy no, you don't have that multi-level yeah i mean i suppose there's all sorts of things about lines of sight for shooting straight down or yeah. angles and stuff which you wouldn't you don't normally get into too much tell but that would I, be a big thing i tell you what i hope for i hope for in a future book they actually revisit the little mortalis rule set and they actually put in rules for climbing and falling off this stuff i suppose <laughs> climbing wise you would you could just do it the same as yeah it's just uh, normal movement isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Like you would going up a, a section of terrain yeah. in ruins, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, 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 I want, I want to see, I want to see rules for people getting knocked off this stuff. Uh, okay, right, I see what you mean. I, I literally want to, I literally want to see a rule whereby, you know, if you're on a platform without a safety barrier, you've got to take a leadership test or a skill test or something, you know, some sort of skill test to to stay up there. Because I think okay. that'd be cool, but I think that that's going to be a bigger rewrite than what. You know, yeah, because you're kind of into a sort of skirmish game-esque yeah, mechanics. Yeah. Then, but it's kind of one of those mm, things okay. where Zone Mortalis 
it's got so much potential and I think if they just gave it its own rule set I think that'd be great okay. that's just me that's just me mm. um, okay so what next sorry I sneezed um, uh, so uh, TT Combat continue to knock it out of the park with their terrain this time they showed off some new additions to their sci-fi gothic range uh, ruined Adificum I assume that's been that. I don't a, know. A brownstone yeah, corner right. and a gothic ruined chapel, all of which look absolutely incredible, and they do. Let's have a little. Let me cast my do. discerning eye. I, I, I will, I, I'm going to have to buy some of this stuff um, uh, for a table. I'm going to have to do a table of this at some point um, because it just looks great. I mean, that gothic chapel, that's £10. That's not bad at all, really. That's very good. Yeah, they isn't? are. Uh, Great value. Yeah, cool kits. They look really good. Yeah, but I've been Come doing a lot. Of, I've been doing a lot of stuff with game with TT Combat lately, so um, I might. I might. Sponsorship. Sorry, sponsorship. No, no. I've I've been um I've been talking about demoing one of their games because I love it. And I'm, I'm just thinking maybe we could give them a little word. Maybe they want to have a table <laughs> featured at a very popular <laughs> event that runs in the country. I'll speak uh, to maybe. Them. I'll speak to them. I, 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 you know, even if they just give us a little discount, you know, go on, give us a little discount. But uh, yeah, because this stuff is 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 cheap, but it's good. As they say up north, shy bands getting out. This is true. I, I do kind of like the um. What I re- one of the things I actually really want to do at some point is uh, not because I, I like the idea of this board, but because I think it would be interesting to have is the municipal um, sector board bundle. It's seventy pounds. It's quite chunky stuff, but it's it's specifically designed. It was specifically designed for the London GT, and it's sort of like, well, I want to see how that would work in reality, because it is in a way it's very dull terrain. I mean, it's it's quite pretty, but it's it's not in terms of its design very interesting. Okay, uh, as a table, does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay. But it it would certainly be interesting to see in a um. To see if it, it how it affects a heresy game with stuff like that. Okay. Anyway, very cool. tangent. 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 The wonder horse. Okay. Tangent. There we go. Tangent warning. Tangent warning. Okay. Uh, so a uh, humble bundle. I always say humble bundle. Humble bundle did a tales of Warhammer bundle. Which you got Horus Rising, Dark Imperium Resurrection, The Great Betrayal, and Soul Wars for a princely one dollar fantastic uh for 10 of your american dollars you've got all of that plus no no fear carrion throne the devastation of baal blackstone fortress which we played incidentally it was excellent i really enjoyed it uh the silver shard and i decided i want to buy it (laughs) um and for 18 dollar you got everything plus the buried dagger the the macarian crusade Robot Gulliman, Lord of Ultramar, the Talon of Horus, Honorbound, Spear of Shadows, and the Emperor's Legion. Um, so quite a few books for the money, and they were all available in English, German, and French. And remember, of course, with Humble bum- Bundle, uh, it goes to charity and allows you to send it to the charity of your choice. So not just to their charities or the ones they pick. So a very worthy cause and good to see. Yep. Uh yeah, we at last long last got something from a studio preview. There was an, a preview of the LVO. We got something. They they showed us some heresy stuff. 
Sorry, was I very excited there? You were slightly out it's of like, character. Yeah, it's like, yes, we're actually going to get something. I'm going to talk about a studio preview, and it's like, yes, something for us. They've got another one happening on Saturday as well. Have so you, you been, know, sorry, know. before you carry on, have you been somehow possessed by Pete Reese because of your excitement no, for this No, I am excited. Thing? I'm excited because we've gone for, since we haven't had, since Warhammer Fest, apart from the odd, Her- uh, apart from the odd Adeptus Titanicus thing at specific events, mm-hmm. we've not had a single heresy preview. Okay, fair play. So we have gone, we have gone half a year without uh, without heresy preview more than half a year without heresy preview so this is really exciting and it's great because it means actually they talk when they're talking about their studio previews they're not ignoring heresy anymore we're going to get included in that stuff and for Mm. me that's a big deal that says that we're no longer that that we've been in a position where for about 18 months or so maybe a bit more we've sort of been getting less and less you know acknowledged by gw prime and then suddenly since they did that tale of four warlords and things have just been building up okay and it's like this is this is for me this is a really big thing because it's like suddenly they're they're acknowledging that we're here they're acknowledging that this game is a big deal well it's a big deal to us but they're acknowledging that the game is around and you know i'm sorry i love that i love the fact that, that, that we are actually for the first time um getting we're getting we're getting i mean there's some mechanicum stuff in there which is a bit goofy I love it. Um, um, obviously, uh, Makari, um, pointy elves. Blue Makari. Yeah. <laughs> A-L-S. Um, uh, Nurgle, Blackstone Fortress getting a zote. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, that's just, that's just hilarious. And it looks so much like it. And yeah, Forge World, new indexes. not But, but Horus Heresy, right there in the middle. And they've shown off Quinzar uh, from the uh, White Scars. Um, okay. And I think he looks. I think he looks phenomenal. Okay, Quinzar. Yes, he does. Look I am. Cool. I am channeling a bit of Pete Reese there. The armor is not white though. It's more Death Guard color than white scars, which I is. Really... I, I think you're wrong there, my friend. If I'm honest. Well, I think the the, the, the white the panels are white. Certainly, I, there's quite a lot of coloring sort of detail at the edges, which I think browns it slightly. I'm with. Would... Okay, here's the, here's why I think Michael might be right. If you look at the base, there is a white thing there that is clearly a kind of clean like a white dreadnought corpse. Yeah. Corpse, yeah, and then the armor is a more almost virgin cream color, isn't it? Yeah, it looks creamy, death guardy to me. But okay. I, I, again, it, it's a lovely paint job. Don't get me wrong, absolutely lovely paint job. I right. really want to see. Um, I really want to see what the community does with this model. Helmet or flesh head? Oh, I got a helmet. Okay. I, I got a helmet. helmet just because it looks like the same guy that's in the Dark Angels pre- uh, champ- uh, chapter. Or maybe he's had a multitask, you know, same. They've got one model in the whole studio that like, comes in to do heads. It's like he's yeah. got a beard. He's got a beard, <laughs> no hair. That's it. Um, I like, I like I the mask on that. Yeah, the mask on that head is very oh, unique. Yeah. So I think yeah. that would definitely be my choice too. Yeah. And, uh, and, they also show, and they also told us about the first Warhammer heroes, I guess, in that as well. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't make uh, it in the first uh, batch. I'm a bit disappointed. To be I fair, I think these are all but, the American know, chaps. I don't. I don't. Carl uh, Ellis, that name sounds familiar. Carl with Ellis. more to be announced, lads. So it's not over yeah, till the over you know, till we're done. Never Plenty know. of chance. I see <laughs> John Williams got a mention. Is that for Star Wars? Or? I'm pretty sure it's a different John Williams. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I'd heard he something... was a really big tyranny player. <laughs> something really tells. Something tells me that John Williams isn't that uncommon a name. 
Yep, you're probably right. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, yeah, come so on. I, I was excited. I was excited. It, 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 I woke up, read the that, and I was just like, "Whoa, heresy stuff!" So but I was you, quite quite happy may, with that. Maybe I'm just too too cynical a character to be excited by such things yeah. these days. Okay, I've just stolen Chris's news. That's no, you haven't. No, you haven't. No, I'm, I'm sandwiched in the middle here. Oh I'm yeah, sure great. The, uh, the oh, stuff <laughs> so yeah, the first Guilty. batch of Warhammer Heroes was announced, yeah. and we weren't yeah. expecting to be on there, and we weren't on there because there are more better people than us out there. Definitely, uh, definitely better. <laughs> one day, well, one day we'll be community leaders. So be fine. <laughs> I tell you what, when we do, so when we, when, when we, when we, you know, save people's armies from floods or something, we'll, we'll, we'll get. Oh, you damn cat! Ooh. Sorry. Well, to be fair, you know, I totally understand that, but you know, just saying. Anyway. <laughs> You're the only one saying. Well, exactly, because I'm the only narcissist amongst us here. So, uh, anyway, Pete Reese, his white scars got featured in Warhammer Community as well. Uh, a surprise Sunday article, no less. And they do, as we have mentioned many times on the show, look incredible. Um, but we've actually seen them play, and I've actually played against them, and I think they do look actually much better. Um, if you can get a chance to play Pete, who is a fantastically good player uh, and a lot of fun and very good player and not in just in terms of his uh, general demeanor as an opponent but also a very good sound tactical player so he like give you a great game so, uh, yes. I, I like peas I, I sorry i like pete i mean what i mean did inter- how did you interpret that as anything other than me not saying i'm, like <laughs> I'm saying i'm saying i like pete I, I i love pete he's a great guy he's a great guy he's definitely a community leader definitely <laughs> well he's in the community so there you go so anyway i think that's very good and thoroughly deserved so yeah nice one pete well done mate Yep. Okay. Uh, Warhammer community itself had a bit of an overhaul. Looks pretty good, but it's going to take some getting used to, I think. Never so, noticed. They've not, changed the way that um, articles are organised. Like the it's, most it's reads just, now goes to the top. Yeah, it's it's, like it's just it's just in general had a bit of a had a bit of a um, well, you know, a, a thing. In, it's 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 different. It's a, re- a refresh. Refresh. I don't know. I, at first, I was a little bit. I don't like change. Please change it back. But now it, it, it's even got events there that are going to be for for other places. So that, that's it's yeah, it's it's better than it was. It's taken me a while to get there because I hate change. I can tell. Crikey. I can change. All right, fair enough. Points to remember: Michael does not like change. Not like change. Yes. Can you yeah, tell I'm autistic? <laughs> Changecurve.com. Change. Yeah. Okay. So Owen Patton, the designer of on the new Zone Mortalis Terrain was featured in an episode of VoxCast this month. The episode gave us great insight into the designing of the sets, how certain ideas came about, and some background about the time building the tables and dioramas at Warhammer World, which we saw and are always lovely. Mm, yeah, very good. Um, the Warhammer Skills Development Program, which is a new uh, sort of outreach community, um, what's the word, corporate social responsibility arm of Warhammer, uh, they're going to be working with the Scouts UK and Duke of Edinburgh Award, uh, which builds on the success of the Scout badge, which came out recently, and the existing Duke of Edinburgh Award programme. But this kind of formalises that whole sort of framework and how it works, et cetera, et cetera. So that's excellent. If you are in the Scouts or doing your Duke of Edinburgh Award, you can now get an award for the effort you put in building, painting, and I'm assuming playing potentially your army. So there you go. Uh, very, very I good. That's, I think that's ages like 12 to 24. So. I know. 
Um, we're a bit too we're a bit too long in the tooth, or at least I am, um, to even consider it. But you know, it's it's nice that they're doing this sort of corporate social responsibility stuff. Be interested to see what else they do. I mean, they've obviously got the schools thing, which is quite a lot of effort goes into to encourage new players, which is awesome. And this is a, I'm guessing an extension of that. And they've picked a worthy body or bodies to uh, engage with. So that's very cool. Okay, where was I? 30th of January saw Heresy come back to Warhammer TV for a show on the Imperial Fists for Venuge. As we know that the Imperial Fists are Venuge's favourite legion. Um, sorry, yeah. Did a bit. He did a bit of. He did a bit of slagging off of the imperial of the uh, of the uh, iron. It just goes there. to show oh, that you know, no, no matter no matter how much you think of someone, there's always another side to him, and it's a good side. <laughs> Hold on a minute. What? Did you not like Anuj? No, of course you didn't. For the old what he did, Let's, the knifey stuff. I replied to the... my earlier comment. Of yeah. They took a rule that took a weapon that had no <laughs> model for it and kept it in the second book. He's, he's in the same way that the man reveres Valdor and has a shrine to Valdor and to Dawn and now to Sanguinius. Uh, he has an equal kind of, I don't know what he calls it, the cupboard of shame, maybe, <laughs> where he puts a nuge, you know, because of what he did to his <laughs> beloved army. Uh, and so, you know, he's, but now, now it turns out because a nuge has a thing for the, the, the guys in yellow, it's all give all is forgiven. He's come out of the cupboard of shame. He's now on the desk of delight. He's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm joking. No, Anuj does some cool things. I'm not. I'm only. I'm only playing my part. I know. I know. Before before I get a angry more set of emails. Yeah, I mean we're, we're, <laughs> we do play to the to the gallery here. Yes. Yeah. Actually, weirdly enough, kind of this is a little bit of a tangent, but it is actually related. The other day, I because I'm the only person actually listening to this show. The show finished, and of course, it, if you're living on Spotify, it loops back to episode one of this podcast, which, for the love of what is holy, we need to delete. <sighs> yeah, we, need to, to. we need to delete episodes one to basically where Chris joins. Because yeah, pretty much, because that's when we actually figured out how to do post-production, right? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, my chair has just decided it's going to roll off the mat. You can always get rid of it in post-production. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's... It's it's horrific, right? It's just awful. But anyway, I did listen but to some the first purists, episode. Some of the Edge of Empire purists really enjoy those episodes. I think they should be. You know, like you know, when bands their first couple of albums or you know their, their EP, it was a load of old nonsense and really bad. That's what that feels like. But yeah. anyway, that episode that you joined, which was after Blood and Glory, the one we did, and it's very interesting because in that Blood and Glory, which is related to this com- comment. There were lots and lots of custodies players. This is before the rule change. Yeah, yeah. You know, and in fact, you know, there was just wall-to-wall custodies. And we were talking about the fact that, you know, they were really ridiculously strong. We played a few people with the old three-plus um, carousel of uh, lookout sirs and stuff like that. Three-plus-plus in bonds yeah. and things. So they, nonsense. Yeah, they really were super, super crazy at that point. So... I think it was probably on balance, not a bad thing because you don't, uh, it doesn't seem too powerful now. There's still a pause to be reckoned with, but I can see where you're coming from, Chris. But I think Anuj may not necessarily need to deserve his stage in the cupboard of shame. Okay. But, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll take him out and I'll find something else to put in there. Maybe the sort of shelf of reconciliation. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Just if you do want a bit of history, go back and listen to episode six or seven. <laughs> Okay, go on. Next. Oh, it's me. 
I know. Okay, so I was, I was finished. So, no, it was actually, so I, I was not quite finished. But um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so bit of a bit of a talking about their history, uh, talking about how you know how they work, what they what they do, and um, you know, obviously it was it was then followed by a um, Zone Mortalis, a couple of Zone Mortalis live stream games, um, not with the Imperial Fists, but with the um, Alpha Legion, uh, Anushi's Alpha Legion against Michael Bax's um, Ultramarines. So. So that was a bit of a weird one because you would have expected it to be the mm. Ultramarine, uh, not the Ultramarines, the, uh, the, the Imperial Fist. So, who likes the Imperial Fist? Just not enough to play them. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the cupboard for you, Luge. <laughs> he was showing his off his army as well, and they look quite good. You should you should go back and watch the episode. Yeah, okay. very good, it's very good. Um, yeah, so so the uh, after that, I think we'll I think we'll get that section out of there. Uh, right, uh, Road to Thermos Part. Three was published and gave us our first insight into what's coming for the Night Lords, including their Conticar Terminator Scots and their third Rite of War. And we got to see the Legion Arquitor Bombard with the Morbus Heavy Bombard. Which, of and course, then... the Night Lords can't use. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 13. Just, <laughs> just give it a track. <laughs> give it a track. They, they can use them, just not to the same levels that you were going to use them. Okay, um, I like these Terminators. I think they look cool. Yeah, they look really cool. As, as I said when I posted them, people are going to go Contacars deep in these. Contacars deep, uh, which refers to last week's revelation from Mister Bottrell, uh, which is kind of um, added to the he- heresy lexicon. <laughs> it would appear Conquers deep. Conquers deep. Contacars deep. Uh, yes, good. they look they look pretty cool. There's the thing about the chain them having the chain blades again, AP three weapons. But I think okay. they cool. Very nice. Um Wyoming Community again published an article on top tips for the Golden Demon USA and they showed off the new trophy, which I haven't seen. So I'm gonna have a look at it right this very second. So top tips in what regard, Mr. B? Uh basically your top tips on um you know, when you're entering the golden, it was just general advice. Like, um, for example, um, not concentrating on not not trying to, you know, I think the things like trying to make more fun, narratively themed units. Mm. Um, I think there was a bit in there about try not to just sk- jump models into every um, every category, trying, you know, stick with with one or two. Um, and okay. in general, I think it was more have fun. Don't go, don't go for the uh, scattergun coverall bases. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm try- I'm, I am. I am really going back to uh, back to back to thinking that I ha- it's been a while since we read it because obviously we had a delay. In yeah. Recording, but... No, no. I'm looking at it now. So the new model is is better, actually, isn't it? Yeah, I think the new trophy looks looks better. It's it's more yeah. it's more modern. It's more up to date. It's 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 taller. It's slightly different base. It looks it looks like a trophy you will come up with now compared to the old one, which was yeah, obviously quite old. And they've also got a picture of last year's Slayer Sword winner, which was uh, Maxime Penaud, and whatever the hell creature that is. But it's a lovely model. It's got a lot uh, of charm. Here's one from the Slayer Sword, and that was a Dankhold Trogoff. Okay. Got big, big, they were a good big, band. Big, they were very good, actually, in their day. Uh, first two albums, a bit shaky, but they really got into gear with uh, I've Got Slightly Large once, Lobes. Once they got a, the um, sort of sepulchral influences, they really kind yes. of handled it. Rode the zeitgeist of new metal, um, but anyway, th- that model I'm assuming doesn't come with all the accoutrements that uh, Maxime applied 
uh, to make it a charming little model. So there you go. So that's, that's what they're trying to get out. What do I know? Nothing about painting, that's for sure. Okay. It's a lovely... I'm not a golden demon. I mean, I fought for, you know, years. Maybe I should enter something in the golden demon, you know, just to... Just to get that little, uh, try and get that little bit of feedback. As we but, said earlier, just shove a dude, shove a Praetor in there, wherever it is. Shove my contrasted up. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got confirmation that the Black Library celebration is on the 29th February. So that'll be the Saturday after this episode comes out. There's going to be a week of short stories from Monday the 24th, the, the day this episode is released, uh, which we're hoping has something heresy related. You never know that the seeds of terror is obviously a big thing. We had some last year. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed. Uh, Warhammer stores, you're getting Valerian and Illyria. Okay, now they're characters from 40k, but the models are perfect for use in Talons of the Emperor's Army, especially for Sisters of Silence players who don't have a generic HQ unit. So you've got one there. You can you just forget that she's a named character in 40k. Okay. Um, you're also getting Custodes dice, which is sort of like an inverse of the Custodes. Yeah. Though these dice we had from a couple of years ago. Want to buy a pack of these? Um, I might, I might and... get you to buy me a pack as well because I don't actually have a GW store in my town. Fair enough. Um, we've got the standard version of the first wall coming out, uh, probably with the audiobook as well, I should imagine. Uh, the limited edition version of Lion L. Johnson. So obviously that's going to be a that's going to be one that people go for. Yeah. Uh, Legion pin badges. Now I hear these pin badges. Are gonna be forty quid. That's what I, the ones with the really bright coloured sort of enamel legion badges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna find the article because I've somehow managed to not link the article about this um, to um, to to this. So coming soon, black library celebrate. Here, I've got it here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a link to it in the notes now, um, so you can you can open it up and see the stuff um and a free obviously the the past couple of years we've had a free little book with a couple of stories from the universes so usually two from 40k two from heresy two from um, age of sigma and we're going to get that again so i just put that link in so you get there in the past couple of years it's contained uh, heresy stories so again fingers crossed it's going to contain heresy stories um we already get these and we've all most of them we've already had um and interestingly they've never put the lightning tower in there which is unusual for Four Twelves when they're putting out uh, not Four Twelves uh, Black Library Black when they're Library. putting out an introduction book. Yeah, there's the Lightning uh, Tower in it and Lightning Tower. Well, it's a really good story. I know, but yeah, everyone's got seventy-five copies of it now. I've, yeah, I, in I've various got... forms or another. Yeah, I think so. Uh, online, you'll also be able to get three new collections of Horus Heresy audio dramas. They'll also be on Audible as well. So um, if you, uh, you save money on the first one. You got it on Audible, so I imagine you'll save money on the next one if you get it on Audible. No, that's the... I put in the Black Library Celebration for 2019, not 2020 in that links. Um, why, I, why, am I so, why am I so useless? <laughs> You're not your wonderful human being. We treasure every moment. Um, yes, I, I tell you what, move, if you move on to the next piece, I will find it in the, on, the, on, the, on the Black Library website. Thank you, Dave. Okay, Morris. <clears throat> So, uh, Coventry City aren't the only organisation dumping the Rico Arena for Birmingham. Tangent. <laughs> oh come on, that was that's funny. That's funny. Hang on. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can okay. redo it with a sound effect if you want. I can put no, it's fine. The, 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 the moment's gone. Yeah, uh, as Warhammer Fest that's, is moving. That's, to... that's funny, guys. 
I know. I, so I know. So what Coventry City of not playing at the Rio Arena anymore? No, they play at Birmingham. They share. They play. They, play, uh, they, so they, 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 um, they couldn't. Basically, there was a crack where they sort of said to Coventry. My have, you got, have, you got, have you got elves in your house or something? <laughs> yeah. like it's very windy with some wind chimes. Yeah, no, um, I'm going to close the door. One second. <laughs> okay. Go on then, Chris. You might as well carry on. Uh, so, yeah, Warhammer Fest is moving to the NEC, the former home of Games Day and the current home of the UK Games Expo. Uh-huh. The event will contain usual Warhammer previews, seminars, a chance to meet the Warhammer studio staff, a kids' area. Interesting. Building, painting, and players as Warhammer Shop and the Bugmans on tour. Uh, nice. Warhammer Fest takes place on the 2nd and 3rd of May. Very good. Okay, nice. nice. Okay, basically, um, Coventry City wanted to buy the Rico Arena. Well, were offered to buy the Rico Arena. They said, nah, not just yet. So they sold it to Wasps. Uh, and Coventry went, well, hang on, we wanted that. And there was court cases. And then they decided, oh, I've not my microphone. They decided, the end, now, nah, sorry, we're not going to play in Coventry anymore and bug it off. Well, thanks for that. That's filled that gap in my knowledge. Um, very good. It's only because I'm not a fan of Wasp. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you that get the humble bundles when they come out, you will now be pleased to know that they are introducing pricing in selected local currencies. And for the majority of our listeners, that means you'll be able to play in pounds sterling and euros which will avoid fees from your credit card issues so that's good oh, very nice okay yep um yeah so that was that's quite good because you know when you're paying a dollar and then you have to pay a, a bunch of uh, money for on top for uh currency conversion it's a bit of annoying you know it's all because sure. obviously the bank take their cut uh, the charity money that you're intending mm-hmm Okay, uh, right. So Voxcast had its first specific heresy episode um, with Anuj, mm. um, everyone's favourite person. No, I do like Anuj. He is a lovely guy. <laughs> I know Chris is sort of a bit wary okay. of him. Since I'm, I'm not. Play, into, play into the crowd, that's all. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, if exactly. I met him in person, I would give him a, a warm embrace. Uh, well, you shouldn't, because he is a lovely not guy. Not a threat into his ear at the same time. Yes. <laughs> Oh my word! How much longer before we get an injunction? So he's a, he's a lovely guy. Yeah. So he had a, 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 a he had a, he did a he did an episode of Voxcast, which, Voxcast, which talked about the heresy, talked about his background in the game. You know how they go about writing a book. You know, and a bit of nitty gritty about you know this is this is what we intend with the books. This is what we uh this is this is what we try to do. And it, really fascinating. You know, it's really really good. I I do highly recommend that. You know, you give that a show a listen to if you're a heresy fan because it, uh, you know, it gives a general back. It gives a lot of lot of background and obviously Anuj as well. You know, you, you get to know a bit more about him. Mm. Uh, and they had, they had a big job to do when you know after Adam died. Yeah, the the rules writers for heresy had did have a, a serious job on their hands to sort of get it into some sort of shape. So, you know. and that's not to say Alan left it in a in a state or anything. It was just, no, but it's. It, Taking over a passion from project it, for him. and then yeah, you've got someone else trying to sort of take it on from that point and, and give it, it the same amount of hard, yeah, and to give it the same amount of love and yeah, dedication that's absolutely needed for yeah. for, for the project to do <laughs> honor to Alan. Is it, mm. it, was, it wasn't exactly something easy. I don't envy, I don't envy the, the guys who, who do it now. So you've got John yeah. and Anuj and a couple of others. So I think yeah. Anuj is just the most public. 
Yeah, he's a sort of face, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, that, they are recruiting yeah, a lot people, job. aren't they? As well, I believe, so. Yeah, absolutely fantastic job mm-hmm. um, maintaining it. But yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a really good listen. It's just, you know, it's an hour long. You can get it on YouTube so you can see the video or you can uh, listen to it on Apple, iTunes or um, or Stitcher. And I, I don't think it's on Spotify, though. Okay, no worries. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hello, sorry. Uh, right, if you're listening to this on the week of release, you'll be able to pick up the, uh, sorry, be able to order the Harland models as a made-to-order purchase, which is great for people that play militia and people that love the Valhalla models because they are some of the coolest things ever as far as I've always been concerned. Uh, well, let's talk about the... Her- and I, These are not my words, incidentally. I want to make it absolutely 100% clear before I say the next thing. No, this is exactly how Graham written it. This is not how I wrote it. Because we don't we don't write the show notes because we're too flipping lazy and Michael's very good. Some bits on it earlier, but yeah. I didn't write this, I think. No. So the heresy, and I use the word advisedly, grandfather, Greg Dan, uh, had an article on Warhammer Community on Monday about how to use demons of the runestorm. Well, actually, it was more about how to deal with demons of the runestorm. Uh, to be fair, which it was very good, and it was some excellent advice about you know playing against them, how not to play them, which is to play against them in the same way that you would play against Marines, which is a very bad idea, as both Chris and I and Michael can attest to, and oh, yeah. Mark, Mark Frost constantly crows about um, having taken the three of our scouts. Well, actually, in, he's taken us, weekend. and he's the only person to beat all three mills as well. Did he? Yes, he, he got yeah, the full, he the full he outs. Has, yeah, the full package. Um, yeah, well, if you take a flipping army like that, what do you expect? So, um, it's not big or clever. So, anyway, it was a really good article from Greg. It was very interesting. And, yeah, sound advice. The the main one being you just don't want to get anywhere near them to start with. You want to keep away, which is totally something that we found out um, as well. But, yeah, great article. Thanks for that, Greg. It was very good. So, really yeah, useful. Yeah, really, really good article. Uh, it's good to see um, heresy content from, you know, uh, uh, as someone else had said, community leaders. Uh, but it is good to see something from people who know what they're talking about. For sure. Um, which, you know, we've had articles which have had people talking about it and you know, they don't know what they're talking about <laughs> in the past. And it's nice to see, you know, we get Greg putting out some decent articles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what, what else have we got there? Um, right, book fans, you can now buy if you've got a Kobo, or you prefer to use um, Rakuten, Rakuten Kobo uh, for your bookstore. You can now buy Black Library books on there. Um, I, I, I used to have a Kobo, but uh, I stood on it. I don't know what Kobo is. What de- deliberately? It's like a ebook reader. Oh, okay. It's it's basically the it's the it's the biggest selling um, ebook reader that isn't a Kindle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So it's like the um, I'm just trying to think. It's like the um, Samsung Kindle, to Apple. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, they're really they're really quite good at ebook readers, and they've got their own store. Um, and obviously they sell in their own format and ePubs and mm. stuff. So you can buy them on there, which is it's handy for people who use them. I think uh, you know, there are a lot of people who don't like Amazon for whatever mm. reasons, um, and they want to buy it on their own native, you know, ebook reader. And, uh, and it sounds, right. uh, although to be fair, it just works just the same as if you buy it on a on a um, on the, the the Black Library website and just upload it to your Kobo because the Kobo can take ePublic ePub books, unlike the Kindle. Sure. Okay. Yep. Very good. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Careful with this next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
For those who like listening to music and not this one, oh. has written here. We'll have a video game soundtracks are now available from Laced Records. Uh, so this is Space Marine, Dawn of War 2, Deathwing, Battlefleet Gothic Armada, Battlefleet Gothic Armada 2, Dawn of War 3, Mechanicum, and Inquis- Inquisition Martyr. So that's pretty cool. You want some little background music? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I use them for. And they're also on streaming services as well. I think they're on Apple Music. Definitely on Spotify, I believe. Oh, cool. Um, cool. In the background, and we get. Um... I was kind of hoping you would say it exactly as I wrote it. Yes, I know. You wanted me to say for your oral enjoyment, oral spelled A U R A L. He's a he's a tinker. That one he is. That he, he, he thinks I'm wrong. He lays, he lays traps. He does. Lays traps. I was going for a bit more jokey atmosphere. This oh, episode. I know. It's absolutely. I'm not uh, oh, we got that. We got that. It's very good. And your straight man role is, is superb. I like how you're setting us up now, though, to, you know, reel us in. Yeah, very good. Comedy writer. Okay, fair uh, enough. Fair game, enough. Ga- no, no, please keep going. Game and Matt EU have bought us more terrain with their Hive City MDF unpainted set, which get you a full table's worth of scenery for, and I have to check this, 65 English pounds. So um, that is fantastic. Full set of scenery, 65 pounds. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would cover a full table, do you not think? Maybe a little look-see. Yeah, it would. No bother. Pretty good. Just unpainted in MDF, but, you know, uh, a bit of black. But, uh, you know, spray that black or even get yourself a texture paint. Job done. Yeah, it's perfect. It's absolutely yeah. phenomenal. It's absolutely great stuff. Love it. <coughs> Sponsorship. Okay. <laughs> sounds like another we've always been a good, we've always been, we've always lacked sponsors, but we've never needed them, have we? We behold, we're beholden to no one. We are, that's true. true. We are free spirit. We, we, we are, okay. we do value our independence. All right. And in terms of painting tutorials that we got this month that we could use, there was just one. It was a Slaves to Darkness cloaks five ways. Now, I'm thinking Slaves to Darkness here, but it's actually a really good, in general, um, painting tutorial on cloaks. And we've got lots of models with cloaks. I definitely say you should go with it. It's some different ideas. You can do, there's five different colors. Absolutely. I, I think that people should take a look at this. Mm, I, I um, watched it. I think it's good. Yeah. Really, really, really good tutorial. Um, and it's a nice way that they've been doing the uh, tutorial. They did an armor one for um, Slaves of Darkness, and they've just done a one for um, uh, Sisters of Battle armor in the same same style. So, which I was quite quite happy with. So, um, definitely, definitely good tutorial. Okay, so um, that's it for the news. So, shall we uh, move on and talk about um, Titanicus? We do have quite a bit to talk about Titanicus this month, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, so on to Engine Kill. Um, okay, so this is where we talk about Titanicus, and we've got quite a bit to talk about this month. I like that. I like Titanicus, and I like talking about it. So let's talk about it then. So we got um, – I missed this last month. I meant to get it in the show notes, but I, I missed it. Um, you know, it's sort of like one of those things that you just forget about. But Aaron Tunney, um, cool dude, um, released a free app for the iPad called Titan Tracker allows you to set up your command terminal to your Titans on your iPad and use them digitally. So it's really quite a good app. It's only for iPad. So 
couple of FAQs from Aaron. An iPhone version will come eventually, but he's only an amateur coder. Um, so uh, he's unlikely to get, you know, so the iPhone version requires a bit more work, I'm told. Um, and it's unlikely that he's going to be able to produce an Android version. He simply doesn't have the skills to do it. Um, nice of him to admit, you know, rather than trying to yeah, yeah. kind of promise. He's just come out and said, no, I can't do it. Got, not got the skills. But he has said, you know, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to help him with that, you know, give him a message. Um, he's he's more than he's more than welcome to to talking with people and working on working on it with others. Um, and it's which, free. Oh, and yeah, and it's free. It's, which is always a always a good thing. Um, and um, at the same, you know, basically, he's, you know, I, 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 as I understand it, developing for Android is a little bit more difficult, uh, simply because there are a lot of hardware variations that that you have to take into account and in how they work. So. Um, it's, um, it's gonna make life easier isn't it than having to traipse around with 60 million cards and things yeah it, it's very easy i mean people have said oh well can you make it a full army list building app and he's like well no because as soon as i do that i'm 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 taking copyright information that i can't no, so cool. you know he, he he's done it within the limits of yeah, what yeah. what you can do free uh freely so that's that's just pretty good. Using it now, actually, just seeing what it's like. It's quite. Yeah, it's a nice little app. I really like it. That's pretty easy, actually. Can I move that down? Yeah. That. That man deserves a big pat on the back from somebody because that is super easy. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. Um, if I were if I were Games Workshop, I'd be uh, I'd be getting on the phone to him and saying, "Oh, can we um, can we just nick this app off you?" And is is thirty quid. Yeah, or, or or get every Titan you want for free um, in the shop now. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it's super easy. I'm just playing with it, and it's taking me no time at all. Yeah, so it is a bit, it's a really good. You can battle um, battle scribe anyway, so it's probably a bit a bit more intuitive than that. Actually, which is quite good. No. Yeah, the battle scribe uh, the battle scribe bit for Titanicus is not all that good. I'm afraid. No, not. No, this is it's, this is much easier because you just have your things all up so you can see it. You just see all your titans nice and easy. Mm -hmm. the scores on the doors are. Yeah, that is that is really cool. Exactly what you need, isn't it? Well done, that man. Yeah, definitely. Um, but but yeah, as I said, he, he said if you want to develop an Android version, he'll give you he'll give you all the information you want from him. Just go for it. So any anyone any any amateur Android developers out there who play Titanicus, give that man a call. Yeah, make your lives easier. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. So, uh, Warhammer Community gave us a preview of the Shadow and Iron book, introducing the ideas behind the book, and it's part of the Shadow Crusade, uh, showing off the Psy Titan for the first time, confirming we're finally getting the rules for the Ursus Clause. Which we like. We like Ursus Clause. Get those Warhounds going. I don't think I'm going to like Ursus Clause. Hmm? I don't think I'm going to like Ursus Claws. Well, probably not, but, you know, other people would definitely like them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, on the 13th of February, uh, Tom from Specialist Games joined Wade on Warhammer TV for a show about uh, Shadow and Iron. Um, we got told the reason that Ignatum and Metallica transfers now came out was that originally... 
Uh, the plan was that at this point there would be a book featuring Ignatum and Metallica, um, but that got changed around. And, you know, eventually at some point we will be getting a book with Ignatum and uh, Metallica. The book process is obviously a lot, lot different to the, um, uh, to the process for developing a, um, uh, what you call it, a transfer. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very different time scale. So that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's interesting and good to know obviously yeah look right should, uh, the, the, the legio metallica just because the name is is exciting me a little bit right now so i should fair enough um, um okay and sort so, of like go on. Go on, and that show sort of uh introduced you know the new mana pools you know they've got the canis light which is the first mana pool that is just usable by one um one legio the first legio specific mana pool that we've had which is very interesting. Um, the um, the the Arcus Maniple, which looks looks really cool. It's a it's a it's a single war war nemesis warbringer, and f- up to five warhounds. Um, and uh, sort of campaign rules. You got campaign rules for knights because they didn't really have them before. Um, new rules for Titan upgrades and crew skills and campaigns. New planet types. So you got new rules for battlefields and um, the psychic powers for Legio um, Sinister. Very, which are pretty cool. They are. <laughs> they are pretty critical. Cool. Lovely. So that's Titanicus. Some cool new things. That um, yeah, I just had a brief look through Shadow of Iron, and it looks pretty, pretty jazz. I have a good, good old read and discuss that with Adam tomorrow because he's a big fan of Titanicus. Hence yeah, so am I. Cool. So, if we give Grandad a jolt and he'll wake up, and then we can discuss the Augury scanner. Hey, what? 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 Oh, and if you do watch that Shadow on Iron show, there is also a live stream game straight after it. Oh, yeah, sorry. The Augury Scanner. Yes. So what wonderful things has... Oh, Mr. B has been a busy boy this this month. So tell us about these lovely uh, deep cut studios. Do we not let Graham go first? Because I've just like done a bit of speaking. I'm not precious, mate. Knock yourself out. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll, talk that he doesn't know, just so you're perfectly clear. (laughs) Top seven of the month. Fair enough. Um, Okay. So I I sure do love my mats. And there's a new Xenos jungle map from Deep Cut Studios, which really caught my eye. I like it. It's nice. Um, I can definitely, definitely see that being used in some, some situations. Xenos uh, jungle map does sound like a new dance music. It does. They were playing some wicked Xenos jungle mat down at the club the other night. It just feels like it should be. Yeah, yeah, definitely some sort anyway, of sorry. some sort of dance troupe band. Uh, okay, and I saw another map this time, the Desert Dunes from P Works. Um, I have a plan to eventually do a Tatooine-inspired board for Company of Legends, and this map sort of caught my eye. That would be perfect for that. Um. Uh, okay. What? What's the okay? Go on. Tatooine doesn't exist in our universe. Well, you know, inspired, inspired, inspired. Yeah. So like the the kind of building because a lot of because uh, obviously like Star Wars Legion Star Wars Legions has become popular amongst some people and there's a lot of 3D printed 
terrain that you can get out there. Some companies are doing sort of like the 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 the, the Skywalker type home things as terrain, and it'd be like you know that would be really cool as a uh, as a as, as as terrain for a board. It looked different. It's, it's it'd be interesting. It's just an idea. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, we can do a we can do a Star Wars themed table. That's not a problem. It's a desert. It's a desert world that we've created. You know, it's a desert area of the world we created. It doesn't have to necessarily be Star Wars. It just looks like Star Wars. Very good. Um, okay, and uh, Pete the War Gamer uh, did a cool uh, how to paint Night Lords video, a speed painting one. Some slight. Um, well, it's it's speed painting, but with some slightly more advanced techniques in there. Um, quite good video um if you are a night lords player or you're starting night lords especially this definitely this looks like a you know a very good way i mean it's 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 very much um 40k he's using a 40k marine to do it but you know the color scheme didn't really change for the night lords from heresy to you know they were a bunch of statistic i was gonna say the b word there <laughs> they, they were a bunch of statistic people um before and after the heresy so you know not, not much change in their color scheme but definitely Definitely a very interesting um, video um, for doing that. So I, I'd I'd pay attention to that if I were you. Okay. Very close. Did you guys see um, Mark's tank? Uh, oh, the the Mastodon. Yeah. Mastodon, yes. Yes. Cool. I can't wait to see that when it's finished. Yeah, that is very very good. Mm. Um. So you have sort of come to some terrain that we've that's, that's crossed your path. Yeah, some 3D printed stuff. Um, on Kickstarter, the first one is um, Damocles Part 1. This looks really, really good. Really good. It's, it's one of the best um, 3D printed terrain sort of things that I've seen in a long time. Um, I don't know if you have if you guys have had a chance to have a look at that. But yeah, I just stuck it down. It's pretty cool. Do you get the... Um... You don't get the terrain. You get the STL files. Yeah, the STL files, yeah. Yeah, 25 euros for uh, all the STL files, including all the stretch goals. Uh, and that's just on a um, that's just on a personal license that you can also buy a, a, a commercial license. So if you have got a 3D printer and you want to make some terrain and, and sell it, you can buy yourself a commercial license on this Kickstarter. But it's really, really good looking terrain. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wish I had a 3D printer because there's some amazing terrain out there that you, that you can do with a 3D printer these days. Um uh, especially for the, but this stuff is this stuff looks phenomenal and it's all sort mm. of uh, mod, very modular so it, it's really really good um okay the other one is it's necros necroisa it's a necron theme terrain but you know we do know that the um that the imperium settled on some tool mills back in the back in the great crusade so it wouldn't be unexpected that maybe you'd be fighting in the sticks um and, and find all this weird uh weird ancient terrain yes so, and, uh, looks quite good. It's, I've always, I always like the Necron aesthetic in in, in all of their things. The, you know, uh, this certainly does tickle my tickle my, my fancy. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do too. The sort of tomb world, sort of almost uh, Egyptian esque kind yeah. of feel to it. Sort of dead society, dead civilization, sort of stuff. It's very good. Yeah, with the undercurrent of threat as well, which is quite yes, nice. that's the thing. Yeah, I quite, I quite like it. It's definitely, definitely on my, uh, on my radar. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's what I've seen. Okay, um, I haven't really, unfortunately, been. My organ scanner has been fairly, 
uh, broken. So I haven't really caught anything. Nothing's caught my eyes particularly in the heresy world this month. But we did get some feedback from people. Um, so first out the bag uh, was none other than uh, John GG, or as we like to know him, the uh, our favourite disturber of the piece. Um, he, he gave us some lovely feedback, uh, particularly talking about uh, an interesting uh, comment that we were making last month around jink saves, cover saves, um, and about you know stuff that it doesn't directly target something and it going on to it. So he had some things to say on that. Um, yeah, so basically from his point of view, he said he wouldn't take a jink save against a template which scatters onto my bikes, but would take the save if that unit had already jinked as a result of being targeted early in the same shooting phase. So yeah, another interesting uh, impression of that. Um, he was also talking about the new Spickler rocket system um, on the Aquita uh, uh, Bombard, and we'd written off the its effects in Mechanic and B. He said it actually is a bit more dangerous than we suggested, um, because uh, what was it saying? Uh, Thalax and choppy airstrikes models, where usual five-inch blasts may cover three of these, and uh, the specular would do at least five hits, which is true. We're only on twos and giving them no saves. Um, although the Thalax would get their six plus spinner planes, means that you're going to thin down those objective scoring three wound critters, critters quickly. And that's where he says that kind of drum, which is a point that we didn't make last month. So, yeah, good point. Well made. So, yeah, very good. Uh, he also talks a bit about his own autonomous and his own. Um, I think he's uh, using some stuff. And he even sent us a rough idea of his uh, army that he's using. And his was on the 30K channel. So no doubt that will be coming up soon. So thank you for that, John. That's really cool. Um, we also had some feedback from Peter. Uh, he sent us a message on Facebook. Uh, he did, who basically is with Michael when it comes to the red painting handle. Do in fact mean you paint quicker? Um, and he also suggested that whether we did a hobby hangout, a bit like the Adeptus Terror podcast does, which we've thought about in the past, but there's no immediate plans to do that uh, just because of time. Really, we spend quite a lot of time already doing various bits and bobs. Not really sure we can fit in anymore. But thank you, um, much for I the think feedback. There is a, I think there is actually a hobby hangout Facebook group. Um, I'll have a look and see if I can find a link to it. But I think that is there is literally a group where, you know, if someone's there, they can literally say, I'm going to do some paintings. Anyone want to hop, hop on Skype? So I oh, think, okay. I think yeah. there is a, a group like that that does exist. So I'll double check. And if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I will pop it in the uh, I'll pop it in the show notes. I think it was whether we would ever go on a hobby hangout, Michael. I, I've been on the Adeptus Tar- Tarot one a few times. I've, I've jumped in on that one. That's actually a good one. Okay. Yeah, because Sam, Sam, Mark gets on that usually. Paul, um, Spuddy, um, there's usually oh, a few, yeah. few guys that we know that uh, jump in on that one. It's quite good, quite a good one actually. To be fair, very good. The thing with the problem with us doing one is a Graham can't do his spray in the house, so that's <laughs> his painting sorted. And oh, I'd get bored in about five and a half minutes, yeah, and throw painted. a tantrum at myself and walk, <laughs> yeah. storm off. So it'd just be Michael, really. That's the. <laughs> Those are the good. primary reasons. That would be good television. That the first five minutes would be excellent, you know, with some drama. I mean, just swearing at a model. Yeah, you kind of cursing everything to do with heresy and everything about it. Would you try and paint, you know, some red on your on your um, blood angels? That that would be good. I'd pay money to see that. Actually, to be truthful, you know, just for that <laughs> aggro factor. Just to watch me lose my temper. Yeah, that's that's worth doing. That's um, worth doing. Um, next, next time I do some painting, I'll record it and we can... Uh, we'll compare. 
compare how we how how we, our respective kind of moods are when we're painting, which is let's not forget supposed to be a relaxing hobby. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also we also had some feedback, uh, not feedback per se, but uh, Mike Collard uh, contacted us a couple of months ago, I think now, um, and saying that he was collating a lot of data uh, for some statistical analysis of what armies do well in heresy which was a very worthwhile cause and i was very interested to find the results so uh mike basically uh, spoke to us and, and a lot of other events across the across the world actually uh, including attrition london heresy heresy scott helio flashpoint katana the las vegas open wasteland 3 skulls 30k ruin storm scribes of war i think and company of legends and what he did is he did some analysis on what armies were doing very well in, in terms of overall in these events. Um, what were the most played armies, um, played legions rather, what were the defected legions, which is ones who were playing um, against the uh, normal thematic. So, for example, playing for the loyalists when you're a traitor by tradition and what were the most popular allied le allied legions. So the, the most successful legion, or for legion in the widest sense of the word here. Well, Mark Frost's got a lot to blow an answer for here because demons, it turns out, are the most successful with a whopping 69% wins of a total of 16 games and three players in the world that, that submitted results. So watch out for those demons, folks. They do not take any prisoners. Yeah, uh, a good point of that is a good part of that is going to be that people don't know demons yet. Uh, agreed and also it was a you know they only had 16 actual games and they won most of those and there was only three players so the stats are going to be higher so there's like lies damn lies and statistics but it's quite interesting anyway uh knights were second um 19 games in total 63 percent sort of win rate uh with five players third still doing doing well but was the talents of the emperor now obviously that could be um your traditional Custodies, but also Sisters of Silence. 57% uh, of those games are won by them. Um, but that was 68 games. That's a reasonable percentage, right? Yeah. Uh, 17 players. So they're still winning. Blood Angels, Chris's other overpowered legion, uh, was <laughs> with very similar similar scores. Ultramarines. Look at that. 57% Ultramarines. Who would have thunk that, right? Um, I wouldn't have thought No, neither would I. But apparently, you obviously didn't, didn't play any Ultramarines in this. Um, because the last of, out of the bag, which probably was you, Michael, uh, was was the word bearers with 25% uh, of wins with word bearers, which is strange, isn't it? Uh, 20 players, um, sorry, 20 games played with word bearers and six people playing them. 25%, only 25% of their games, one in every four they won. So there you go. Iron Warriors, where do you think they would be? Well, oh, they're near the bottom, aren't they? If I'm 23, yeah, 32%. Yeah. So people are obviously twigged. And Imperial Fists were um, just Higher slightly above that. that on 37. Yeah. So, yeah. So some interesting stats there. Very interesting stats, to be honest with you. You can see, well, I would like to say, yes, it's clearly a, you know, early early legions are worse than late legions, which is kind of part of the common mythos, I guess. Would that be fair to say? Um, so obviously yeah. you've got Talons of the Emperor and you've got Blood Angels up the top. Um, but uh, Ultramarines, Brook, Three, I want to say maybe five. Four. Five, even word bearers. Sorry, world eaters. Book one. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, World Eaters book one. Salamanders. Uh, World book. Eaters are book one or book two? Well, it might be book no, two. Better. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah, Salamanders again. Early Doors, Legion, 54% wins, the old fire drakes. Raven Guard, now that surprises me, right? They're right up there as well, 54%. White Scars with 2%, and so on and so forth. So some interesting stats there. Uh, the most played Legion, this is surprising. Um, total number of games being 104, total number of players 23. Mechanicum. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. No, it's all the power gamers. Uh, but then... <laughs> well, next month, hopefully, we'll be having an update to our Company of Legends statistics. Um, because obviously I, I've been keeping a record of how many armies have been played for each of the, you know, of each army have been played at each event. So sure. uh, I'm yeah, just waiting for two more people to give me, tell me what they're playing at this event. And I will yeah. have a, um, I will have, I will have stats. that up to date stats on that one. I don't, I don't record the winnings, but I'm worried was the second highest. Uh, Legion played. That doesn't surprise Where was Imperial Fist? So sad, isn't it? Such a shame. People waste Imperial their time and money Fist. on that. I think Imperial Fists aren't even on there. Nobody plays them anymore, mate. Sure, that's why they're <laughs> winning so much. It's rather straight. Oh, yeah, they, were. they are in the top eight. There you go. Yeah. Enjoy that languishing. Um, interesting enough, and the, win the more, best players win more games. <laughs> what does that tell you? <laughs> They get a three plus in one save for buttons. That's what it tells me. Um, defected Legion. So this is where you're playing loyalist if you're traditionally a traitor Legion. Um, top of the shop for doing that is Iron Warriors. Not unsurprisingly, because no, of Keir Valon. Simply yeah. because Keir Valon is infinitely the best character for the Iron Warriors, bar Perturabo. And even then, 50 50, because he's not that expensive. Great for buffing the entire army. Um, so it makes Iron Warriors really useful, and I've used him on more than one occasion for that. But um, Thousand Suns, I would have thought, would have been, I suppose, like Alpha Legion, which you'd expect. Dark Angels, playing them as Chaos, well, that's pretty much normal anyway. Yeah. Um, but interesting enough, things like um, everybody else has kind of gone with the gone with the, the theme, if you like. So Imperial Fist, for example, none of those have ever played for the for the other side, as it were. Sons of Horus, we've had some of those. Somebody, some people have played those. those. And finally, uh, Allied Legion. So obviously the top Allied Legion is Militia, which would make sense, um, allying them in maybe for the um, Sacrifice Rite of War. Uh, yeah, Sacrificial Offering. Uh, Knights, we've seen a lot of those. Uh, Towers of the Emperor, having them as a little... Uh, additional force demons which i haven't seen that would make sense with the talons one i wonder if it's people adding in custodies or if it's people adding in the anti-psyker of the i don't know i would imagine it's mostly the golden boys but i think so but that may change particularly the demons being so dominating so anyway great really interesting thank you very much for that mike really appreciate the work you put into that um and it was good good and interesting read so yeah i'll try and make sure i can get the data much easier for this year Mm, so yeah yeah it's interesting definitely, it's definitely it's definitely interesting to have i think it's definitely something we want going forward mm. so yeah there you go an interesting little snippet of the world of heresy so good stuff very cool okay okay cool so now what we'll do is we'll um wander into books
All right, so we're back, um, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some books this uh, month. Well, there's only one book we're going to really talk about, and that's uh, Valdor, Birth of the Imperium. Now, it's not actually out until the end of March, but it was originally due to be out uh, early earlier this month and um you know gw pushed it back for whatever reason and um yeah, that's cool except they didn't tell um forbidden planet and um waterstones and such not to put it so uh, if you got it from them or pre-ordered it from them or walked into one of their stores you can i think you can still buy it now so that's an oversight isn't it yeah it, it happens you know sometimes you pull something and then you know if you get to tell someone it's happened before with 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 other companies and books so yeah um it's not like there's a it's not like it's a video game where there's like a proper street date or something on it so or it's not like a harry potter book is it where everyone's sort of, sort of desperate for the finish yes yeah yeah it's just it's just valdor who cares about valdor well i do but yeah <clears throat> that's fine um so have you just yeah it's just me that's it's only you that's bothered. Okay. <laughs> so I bought the special edition when it came out. So I've had it for a little while. Uh, um, and I, I reread it again this week because I knew we were going to talk about it now while I was going to talk about it. So the thing with this book, it is set literally as the Emperor is finishing conquering Earth. So it's not even, you know, the Emperor, the Imperium has started yet. It is just, you know, Earth has been Earth has even fully conquered at this point, um, and it's just sort of it, it sort of ex, explains slightly how some of the things that happened in that period of time, and people's thoughts on it, and how they perceive the Imperium as being. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's got if you're expecting a book that's full of you know Valdor going on a rampage, this is not that book. Um, it's not particularly fighty uh, in any way. It's got some cool little sort of snippets in there. Um, you know, the sort of the start of the Blood Games, how that came about, things like that. Um, it, it features pretty much every arm of sort of the military element of the, the Imperium. So you've got um, the Custodies, uh, Thunder Warriors are in it as well. Um, so there's some pretty cool things, some little snippets of, sort of sex segments of things that you can just sort of go, oh, okay, yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, I really enjoyed it, but I like Valdor, so. But I don't know if it... It's weird because it's... The events take place around him, but I'm not necessarily sure it's a, it's a book about him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You'd expect it to be sort of... I suppose it's, it's a weird one because... You know, you get bits about his personality and, and sort of how he perceives everything, but it's more about everything else that's going on around uh, about the Imperium as opposed to him, if that makes sense. Which I guess makes sense for the title as well. But yeah, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. You know, I'll be intrigued to see what you think if you ever get around to reading it. But as I, said, I, I, I will. I, I've got it pre-ordered and audible. Okay, cool. But so, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth. If you like the, the sort of the future history of everything, then this is definitely a book to I would say pick up, just for the little bits and pieces that are in it. It's, I don't want to say too much. Cause I don't want to give the book away. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Got to be careful when we get stuff in advance. But yeah, no. Oh. 
it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I'm glad I picked it up because sort of the some of the almost revelations in it are quite cool. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be picking this up when it uh, when it comes out in prose form. I'll be getting the ebook, and I've already ordered it on uh, Audible because it's available to pre-order now. Cool. Um, I'll put a link. I'll put our affiliate link to that in the show notes if anybody quite fancies it. Um, so that's awesome. Um, okay. So books that are coming up. So obviously we've got a few coming up on the, Oh, the, uh, on Saturday. Um, if, if the Saturday after this show comes out, um, for the, uh, black library, um, celebration day, um, we've got, uh, the first wall, um, which I'm really looking forward to. I hear it's a good book. Cool. Um, so that's the standard edition. I think it might go on pre-order this weekend for actually picking up okay. next weekend. Okay. I'm hoping that's the case. Um, cause, um, obviously if you go in and it's like, yay, the celebrations, what can I do? You can pre-order the book. That's going to feel like a bit of a disappointment compared to, compared to, yes, you can take this book away from with you now. Does, does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, because it's a Black Library celebration, then just going, yeah, you can have this book in a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so we've also got the um, Lionel Johnson, Lord of the Lord, uh, Lord of the First, the limited edition. That's also available that day. Um, and Valdor, Birth of the Imperium, twenty first of March, uh, audiobook as well on Audible. You can pre-order that now uh, on Audible if you so wish. Cool. Uh, and as I said, I will put up a link to our uh, our, our affiliate link uh, for Audible right now. Well, not right now, but in the show notes, so you can buy them when they're when they're out. Um, we've also got Sons of the Selenar, the standard version of that. And that is coming out on the um, uh, on the twenty fifth of April. So I'm looking forward to this. I, I I I've been lent the limited edition version. So next month we may talk about that. Okay. Cool um and um so far from what i've read it's really really good um okay so what selenar is the book um about the uh shattered legions isn't it yeah the, the shattered legions the ones that graham like shuriken and cool yeah so graham said before he likes these guys and so far from what i've read of the book it's really really good Really, really good. Uh, I'm hoping that comes out as audiobook as well because I do like listening to these as audiobooks. Um, I finally actually got round to listening to the um, to the to uh, um, Solar War and um, Lost in the Damned uh, this month. I, I don't oh, yeah. know why I hadn't actually previously listened to their audiobooks. Yeah, but I actually got round to listening to them this month, so I was quite pleased with myself for that. Uh, okay, so and then finally, Lionel Johnson, the standard version of this book. Is coming out on the 23rd of May. Cool. And that's the books. So what we'll do now is we'll run into a pre-recorded segment of our first day at Graham's birthday trip. So here we are in a kitchen in Nottingham. Uh, we are, myself, Graham and Michael, are joined for some lovely guests, one of which is our brother, a minor Graham's brother, David, who's joining us for the first time on the show. 
Hello. There he is. Those dulcet <laughs> tones. And we're joined on loan from the Imperial Truth. Fees were paid. Fees were exchanged. Yeah. And, and park. Exactly. I Brown got, envelopes. I never got a commission. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the wonderful Rob Eng. Good evening. Uh, so we're here because we're having some fun and games in Nottingham for celebrating Graham's 50th birthday. I'm going to continue to mention that as many times as I can. The Thanks. oldest man in heresy, as I believe he was. Uh, well, as, yeah, as he's been named by a number I'm of sure people. sure that can't now. be right. <laughs> cannot be right. I reckon um, Glenn is older. But he hasn't podcast, does he? I don't think matters, does it? He's in heresy. Yeah. Is he all right? I think Carl from Studio Dropship probably won't be far behind you. Birth, birth if he's in front of you. As evidence, mm. please. Stamard will know. Strump, how old's Carl? There we go. Okay. Answers on a postcard. We will take... Sorry, we'll I think people are older than me, but I don't want to say in case they are. Because obviously that would be, you will upset that would be very bad. Oh. Greg? No, no Greg's... <laughs> Greg's, 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 Greg's he's, years, he's, he's younger than me. He's had a hard place around, hasn't he? No comment. I'll be having my admin privileges yeah, yeah. withdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, today we went to the wonderful Boards and Swords club in Derby, which is nice. Really nice. Yeah, really nice shop. The reason we went there is because we didn't realise that there was some other game system being played at Warhammer World about two weeks ago. So, 40k GT for Yeah, someone painted models and nonsense. I think. Oh, they have to be bad already. Non-refundable Airbnbs were booked before the Warhammer World calendar was checked. Yes. So there was a mad panic because we were like, is this one of those Graham hotel mistake? Because when I... No, it wasn't me. When I said we'll do this weekend, yeah. there was nothing on the Warhammer World calendar. Right. Which is why I said let's choose this weekend. Things have got. But we're here, we're playing, we're doing stuff. Yeah, we're, and I'm glad we did actually because it's nice to go to a different venue. Yeah. To be honest, we've yeah. been Board to Warhammer World a few times. It was really nice. Just a really nice, nice little thing. industrial state, which was. Parking was easy. Parking was, was easy. Which is a definite yeah. bonus. Manager was the owner, manager, I guess. And owner, I think he owner, was. Yeah. Owner, manager. Really nice guy, yeah, it was really nice, really helpful. Yeah. So um, he's messaged us on the. Um, Facebook. Yeah. So, yeah, but come back again. Yeah. (laughs) You're not welcome. (laughs) We see you around these parts. I don't don't mean to be rude, Dave. Could you not do that right now? No. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting the stuff out for a Blackstone Stone Fortress. I was going to have a game of Blackstone Fortress. I was wondering who was going to tell him. I didn't want to do Stop, stop, stop. Just. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's a good venue. We had a. We got two tables. And it was very reasonable. I mean, it cost us next month. I think it was. It was. It was. Ne- it wasn't a lot yeah, for the five. Bit, I think for five of us, yeah, it was crazy. For the whole day. And oh, was there a charge? Yeah. I missed yeah. that bit. It was. It wasn't. It was not a lot. But um, good venue. Spent twenty quid on pop, so he's had enough money out of me. Yeah, it was good. Um, good scenery. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. They had, so we we grabbed some sort of city sort of ruined yeah. kind of that you'll probably see in the photos of which we took very few. It seemed, seemed like a bit like that battlefield on the box stuff, but wasn't. Yeah, but yeah. it was. It was, it, was, it was easy. It wasn't, you know, fiddly. And um, for me, Her with my yeah, particularly oh. uh, particular ability to smash scenery, up, <clears throat> as we know, it was it was robust enough to withstand my sausage fingers. So there you go. But yeah, it was um, so a good time. So basically, it was me and Michael. Yeah. With four and a half. <laughs> He sounds exasperated. Four and a half thousand points. Why do I even bother? <laughs> we'll come to that later. <laughs> I think we'll come on to that uh, particular moment later. We'll give Michael some editing to do. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
but so me, Michael and I, so it was word bearers and uh, world eaters in a sort of classic. And solar rocks. And a little bit of solar rocks as well, uh, mixed in there, uh, taking on the pretty much the entirety of the Imperium. That's what it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so fighting dark angels. Yep. Yeah. Blood Angels, yep. Yep. Space Wolves, yep. and the Custodies. Yes. And some Mechanicums. Oh, awesome. and some Mechanicums. You didn't really Giggles. fight the Space Wolves, though, did you? <laughs> no, no. no, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> there were Space Wolves? <laughs> oh, there was another one, I didn't know. Neither did I. All will be revealed. So, uh, obviously, so, uh, we, had, we, got, we were doing Dominion. Yeah. So this is... Uh, so we had four... So it was three, it was eight and a half thousand points aside it worked out because you'd left some models behind. Yeah. And so I dropped some models because they weren't really yeah. ready, so. And we took a free prime marker each, didn't we? Each so side had two main characters. Two main characters yeah. that we took free. So you had Lorgar and Angron on your side. Yeah. And we had Sanguinius and Valdor. Yeah. Um, on ours. So uh, we set up first because we won the roll. Um, got everything no, down, didn't, didn't we? Yeah, no, we, won, we won the roll. No, we, you, you seized. In. No, we yeah. won the roll. Oh, right. Okay. We put you in, we're, and then we seized. And then they oh, seized. we are geniuses. But added, yeah, added, added bonus. Added extra insult. But actually, to be honest, I'm so used to having this sort of thing happen to me that I deployed knowing that there was a good chance it would. Because I think Valdor, some in the back of my mind, there were alarm bells ringing about Valdor. Um, gets a reroll to seize. Exactly. So uh, I was a bit concerned about that. So I think when I deployed, I managed to deploy with stuff actually in cover. Which was good. So I had in my army, I had uh, three squads of Terminators, uh, varying sizes. Uh, I had one bigger squad with Angron in a Spartan, which is always a good combo, and a Chaplain. And then I had uh, a slightly larger squad in the Storm Eagle with a Praetor. Yeah. Um, and then I had uh, two other squads who were just in uh, Dreadclaws. Yeah. So they were cool. Um, <laughs> it was part of the Legion, so that, that worked. Um, then had... Some destroyers and a Moratat, which was actually fairly ineffective. The Moratat didn't do a thing. I, 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 I yeah. forgot about those actually at this point. Yeah, they got. I absolutely. didn't realise he even had them. Yeah. yeah, they were they were the ones sort of sort of threatening to cause bother, but then they got just, dealt a swift hand when Dave yeah unleashed on. Them. I think the thing with them is, is that I've had very little success with them in any form really. I did have an apocryphy with them this time, but if you deep strike them, they usually die really quickly because people want them out of the way yeah. unless you've got the the core more attack that you can take with the uh, blood angels with twin, the twin, twin fusion pistols is absolutely horrific on any I mean you could do a good job on a terminator squad with that couldn't you just one yeah, guy um, but so I had those and then I had uh, in heavy support I had a um, Venator uh, and the Spartan <laughs> <laughs> Very handy I had the Venator in there, and obviously I had Angron as the uh, Lord of War. Yeah. And then from a solar auxiliary, I had a tank commander, and he went in a Lehman Ross Vanquisher. Uh, and then I had uh, in a troop choice, which was just a single solar auxiliary storm section with uh, Oryx. And for my heavy support, I had three destroy um, demolishers, uh, Lehman Ross demolishers, because I knew that I'd need some strength trying to at least threatened to cause some bother to the custodians because yeah. nothing else was going to. They cause some bother. Yeah. And that was that's pretty much me. Michael, what did you have? You had a lovely centrepiece. <clears throat> yeah, I brought the Mastodon. Yeah. So what's your views on the Mastodon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll and then we'll tell you our views. We'll, we'll, get to it. we'll get to it. Inside the Mastodon were 15 Terminators. Mm. To fi- three squads of five Terminators all in Tartarus armour. Yes. A Maragal Dreadnought. I know, it, 
I don't think it can technically go in, but we, we decided. Well, we think we said because it's going to take dreadnoughts, and it's got the word dreadnought in the title. We we were all cool then. We don't know if it yeah. can. Yeah. Um, and then I had another squad of Terminators uh, in a Spartan. Uh, with Lorgar and a Praetor. I had a Chaplain with a jump pack, uh, deep striking in with some um, Galvorback, a squad of Ashen Circle, uh, a Xiphon Interceptor, uh, a heavy support squad with missile launchers, um, two uh, Contemptor Dreadnoughts, one with a Carrier's Assault Cannon, and one with two uh, Volkite uh, Culverins. And that, I think, was... Yeah. Yes, that was the sum total. That was the sum total, yeah, so, yeah. That Mastodon is an imposing bit of kit where it's put down on the table in front of you. It's it's a real focuser. So, Dave, you were rocking Dark Angels and... A small small selection of um, uh, Dark Angels, so two troops, uh, a Praetor in Cataphracti, and uh, a Centurion, champion. champion. You look good. A Thyathan and a... uh, Contemptor. Yeah, both of which was that the was that the Dark Angels of the yeah. They were the Dark yeah. Angels special ones. Oh yeah, they look good, really cool. Well, yeah, they're doing it painting. <laughs> <laughs> they're already black. It's done. Yeah, how are they halfway there? Yeah. Exactly. Would it be? Um, I said the other half that uh, you're using was some of my Blood Angels. So it was Sanguinius, two assault squads, uh, champion, a no, a, a Praetor, uh, a Moratat. And some angels' tears and a drop pod Leviathan with Melter Fun. Yeah. For giggles. That uh, so Sanguinius was a right bunch of tricks. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, Lorgar didn't, you know, yeah, around come it. On to, come I think on between the, the pair of them, they have every single special rule in the game. <laughs> every chance. So, what about. So, you, you had an army there, I believe. I did. <laughs> You didn't see a large chunk of it. I, I liked your armour breakthrough list. Yeah, yeah. It's an armour breakthrough list with troops <laughs> that you just don't see. Uh, so, yeah, I was rocking two, two Spartans with Grace, big Grey Slayer units in and a Speaker of the Dead in each one and Apothecary in each one and one had a Praetor in it. Nobody, they, they just stayed in. Yeah, economic use of uh, <laughs> resources. Have you ever tried deploying 20, 20 troops from a Spartan? No, because he uses tanks or anything. Twenty troops from a Spartan is a mystery to him. It's a, you can put twenty troops on a Spartan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pain. You can use twenty troops. Yeah, that's the question he wanted to ask. That's that would be like my entire like seven thousand yeah. point army's worth of troops. Two, two invisible, <laughs> two invisible units of grey slayers. Grey slayers. Two layers of indicators. They were very good. They did. They did some work today. Yeah. Uh, and then a glaive. That was that was a pain in the. Actually, yeah. Once you'd, once you'd unleashed on it, it and you'd made it unable to use the top gun. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Venator, actually, although I have besmirched the name Venator from here to eternity, uh, it actually, for once, did all right. Yeah. And I actually got penetrating hits on the glaive, and then the rule that we were arguing about at the last podcast came into effect. <laughs> yes. Where, where contrary, <laughs> where Chris was like, no, I'm sure it can fire, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it can't, which was... Kind of contrary we, we, to the we agreed situation. It yeah, that we, uh, you agreed it couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it didn't. So yeah, so we. So I was using my custodians of Aldor, three squads, uh, Big Tail, Achilles. Yeah. And so basically, Robert took the left left flank, David taking the right flank, and I was sort of holding them centre. That was our sort of deployment. Yeah. 
sort of concepts. We touched split up a bit actually. Anyway, giving me jip for not getting out. How long yes. did Ron take to, to get out of his Spartan? Be honest with you, he was a little bit slouchy. <laughs> he, he didn't get out of his Spartan, did he, Graham? Yeah, he did. His Spartan got melted around him. Well, that's true too. He got, <laughs> he got taken but out he, of his Spartan. He didn't voluntarily get out. He was kind of on his Does way. His there. He was. He was on his way. He you sure you're not a policeman in your <laughs> I could feel Chris's eye. <laughs> uh, the thing with Angron, right? He's pictured an imaginary fell blade yeah, parked over in the corner. He, he is he is pretty useless, <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. He is uh he's um I mean against the custodies I mean, and the her- her- Terran guard, I mean just he tore me a new one. The thing was, in the in the, the fight that they eventually got into, Valdor and Ron destroyed each other. Yeah, I mean, they to be fair, to... Ron did kill Valdor, yeah. but it was kind of lucky, because yeah. we forgot a rule about Valdor. I forgot a rule about Valdor, yeah. and um, you sort of, you had the attack, so you could... He has got a high initiative, right? Yeah. He's got I think initiative seven. I don't think there's too many things that have got as high initiative as that. That is pretty good. And on the charge, he's a strength nine monster. Yeah, which we yeah. proved. So he's, you know, he's, he is no slouch. He's got hatred as well, so yeah. he's, he's pretty handy, but... He was, it's his survivability. He was on. He's got the three plus armor is yeah. the, the downfall because the Hateron guard just a tore out his boy. boy they hands. just didn't. I mean, I think I'm, there's five of them. They got yeah. three attacks apiece. Paragon blades because I'm a monster, and they just tore your terminator apart. I mean, three wounds. Those guys aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would take. On retrospect, I'm not sure I would take Angron with Tartarus because I think you need a unit to. Against sop, most things, though, to sop up some yeah, some damage. And the four plus against one, most things, he's going to be all right. <coughs> but when he runs against a unit of five guys with three wounds, three attacks each with paragon blades, very few units are going to look at that and go, "Oh, actually, I can deal with that." Unless they're twenty man in duck pies, course. Yeah, I suppose it's one of those things where you you kind of have to pick your targets a bit with him. I think. Yeah. Um, if I went against a big Terminator squad, I wouldn't fancy his chances either, really. To be honest with you, with a you know, they yeah. need to probably be going after, you know, big brace layer squads. Mm-hmm. Like they may do okay against them, but you know, those kinds of things, he can absolutely excel. But I think if he goes up against something that's a, a sort of close combat, take um, I don't know something like maybe Salamander Fire Drakes, he would probably really struggle. Yeah, and um, no, they just laugh at him and then whack him around yeah, with that. Yeah, exactly. Just three take plus the three plus three plus in ones and away they go. So, but you know, he's a cool character for sure, and he has he isn't. All that bad, but he does like a little survivability, and he doesn't. There's nothing about him that makes anything else any better. Yeah. Unlike some of the other Primarchs that have rules that make their army better, they're all about making him better, which is kind of how he. He's a, yeah, he, that's his story. He's a, he's a lone wolf, yeah. murdering always has been. psycho. Yeah, always will. Yeah. That's, that's it. Whereas yeah. the wing, the, the angel, makes the unit better by you know doing other stuff, doing other stuff as well as well as being a monster. But yeah. he is a, a hundred points more expensive. That so. is true. So uh, we got first turn, and we were getting ready to unleash hell, and of course then we had the seizing initiative. Yeah. Uh, first turn kind of went to plan. You you, you started, because you had quite a lot of shooting, because the mm. laser vindicators were good. Yes. Yeah. The Spartans are pretty good as a backup, kind of anti-tank unit as well, aren't they? With their... Um, and you had a go at the Mastodon. I yes, I did. I chipped... Took the Mastodon down to seven hull... Six. Popped the void shields and took down yeah. to six hull points in one round one of shooting. Turn, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Unleashed. That's kind of the spark. Everything on the glaive. and the glaive. Venom, venators as well. We just sort of focus because yeah. there's 15 guys in there plus a dreadnought. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You can't can't ignore it. You can't ignore that because that if that had survived past the point that it did, 
That would have caused us, I think. I would have got out my tank then. But you would have, yeah, yeah, you, you would have, that's true. We were, <laughs> you were waiting for that to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true enough. Yeah. I think um, the laser vindicators showed their value because of the AP1 on their guns. So yeah. if they can, if they get a penetrating hit, yeah. it's it's one plus D3 hole points if you roll a, a five or a six. six. Yeah. And that can really rip through. I mean, it could be four hole and points. And twin link, the shot down is open. Yep. Yep. Super hit. heavies, you know, they are, I just, I think they are, you know, definitely one of the best tanks in the game yeah. now. I think they're just really, really good. I mean, obviously overcharging, you actually end up doing more damage to yourself than we did. Yep. Through overcharges. But um, in terms of the sort of game then, I suppose, it was it was a bit give and take, I suppose, but I'm not surprised we lost as much as we did. There was a, Your guys were just super tough. The, I only have one sort of custodies left at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, that was actually involved in anything because once Valdor and the Heterons had killed Ron and Eunice they were too they far were six away six foot away from anything else yeah, that was, that was, <clears throat> but they were there to do that yeah. they were there to kill Angron yeah that was the only reason I put them there but it was turn one sort of went kind of but when you guys had the ability to bring more units in because we had nothing in reserve whereas yeah. you were bringing in yeah, two units of yeah. like seven Terminators Michael's bringing Xyphons, Ashen Circle, Galvor back. Summoning demons. Summoning demons to the monster. Yep. yep. Um, and at Plenty that point, I, and yeah, 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 monster. I, there was a point I think where I was looking at the board, and we had done okay. We, but yeah. suddenly the numbers game didn't seem necessary to be on our side. Yeah. We, I think it would have been better if I had deployed where you did. Yeah. Because you had the, and then I could, you I could, the you had the most, yeah, yeah and, and I could have, I could have fronted up to the power armored stuff coming towards me yeah. from Michael, and not yeah. ha, not had to sit in my tank for five turns. You could have driven the tanks. I could have done, but they were doing quite a good job, weren't they? Kind of shooting stuff. Yeah, uh, where they were. But what about you, Dave? How did you, how did the Dark Angels? I mean, you didn't get a chance to review much of their special. Well, they haven't got them yet, have they? But well, there's, a, no, there's really. a few bits and pieces in book six. six is it? Yeah. Attribution, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A few yeah. little bits and bobs. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah, threw him in. Eventually got him out of tank, um, which I got stuck. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you had the Praetor on the tank. I had an anxiety I also rolled, right. I rolled one, then I rolled another one. You did, yeah. That was it. <laughs> That's not going anywhere for the rest of the day. So eventually they jumped out, uh, did a bit of beating up, and then they got absolutely murdered. They did with a big Terminator squad. Yeah, Terminator squad. The, the Leviathan did alright though actually I thought he was well, probably your man the match. Right. I think it's one of the first times I've ever seen a Leviathan survive until the end of a game yeah I know he didn't survive until the end oh no he, he, got, was, he was up there he, kept going. He, he took a few out he took out all those um, lasted longer than yours did my yeah. Galvorback yeah. 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 mine had yeah. one yeah. the Galvorback yeah, just, just piled in somewhere else that was an expensive unit to tear through and he only had one hole point when he went into yeah. it as well and he still did yeah, got him yeah me Contemptor got mobilised as well so yeah. you can only shoot basically forward. Pretty much. I think the star troops were my um, other troops who jumped out, threw a grenade, took the last point of his... That was cool. And that was cool. That's all we're doing today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was enough. That was Too far enough. away doing They'd their points at that point. No, it did. Yeah. It was good. Um, yeah, it was better. Really. What, was your, uh, what was your most surprising unit of the day? Mine was Lorgar. I've never really seen Lorgar out in the world before. He, uh, for, a t- for me, for a... T- for Two turns, he was a real headache. Lorgar did all right. He did. He did better than he's done. It. I, I've not used him much before, but he did better than I was expecting because I, I 
didn't imagine him to be great he, shakes. He, he did have a sort of a bit of luck with the... In his first summoning role, um, he he did perils. Um, so he went a double, so when you're And got walk charge. Um, he got the six on yeah. the perils table and passed his leadership death and... Um, got that free up, free up in vulnerable set. Yeah, flesh bane, flesh bane, armor bane. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. Well, he already had smash anyway, so yeah. he's already got smash on his maul. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was really, really, absolutely fantastic. He just helped. He, he, but he couldn't. He couldn't dent the custodies really. Because they're t- so tough. You were causing wounds, but the thing it's is, causing wounds, but they spread it around. Yeah. 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 I'm just going, I'll have a wound on him. Have a wound on him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, so basically, there was a big combat in the. Middle, bottom third of the middle of the that table. Was an absolute where there was, melee, that was five custodies, uh, Lorgar. Did he, he had some boyfriends? Lorgar, yeah, he had a Terminator squad, um, which were quickly then dispatched. For a Praetor. Demons. Yeah, 20, 20 plate bearers. Uh, Ash and Circle. Ash and Circle, yeah, and some, some Graham's Terminators as well. Seven man Seven world there, was some blood an- there was some Blood Angels turned up. Praetor. Yeah, yeah. Praetor and, su- and Super Trooper. Yeah, oh yeah, he's number getting, one. Oh yeah, he's getting promoted, isn't he? With yeah, a power axe. And eventually a. Um, Praetor and Champion turned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And eventually <laughs> some um, Mechanicum. Yeah, they, and Mechanicum were in there. Yes. Pretty much there was about four books worth of armies in there. If there was no such thing as red books, that would have been a phenomenally expensive <laughs> combat. Otherwise. Yeah, right. That would have been like a thousand pound combat without before you bought any models. That's ridiculous. It was it was kind of crazy. But Lorgar surprised me actually how good he was. Yeah, I, I think I don't know whether I'd take demonology with him though. Whether I would use him with the divination you and you can't biomancer, can you? Yeah, bio- no, you can't. No, it's, it's divination and uh, telekinesis. Yeah. So if you can take biomancer, then he'd be a monster. Well, my my um, my independent characters can take. Um, Biomancy. But we had a long. We, had, we were both. They can, they can upgrade. It's 30 point upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they can all become level one psychers with Biomancy. Mm-hmm. Hope for Iron Arm. Yeah. The other one was the. Um, yeah. I mean, I think he's a, he's a good. He is a good Primark, actually, with all of that going on for him. But yeah, I mean, whether the demons were okay. They, they, they're a big chaff unit, aren't they? They're good to get in the way of stuff. Well, that's all. That's why I summoned them, just yeah. to get in the way. Just, yeah, to, just to take some The moves. thing is that the advantage I had is with the custodies was that I knew they weren't going to bother me. Yeah. So I could focus on other killing things the other that things were more that dangerous. Yeah, well, uh, the only reason that we won that combat is because they could kill the Ashen Circle without... Yeah, the sort of action, yeah. action circle gave away five combat res, and the, yeah. you only won by six. Dealing yeah. with dealing with the, um, the dealing with the custodies, it was just it was just hard. It's just yeah. hard. So I did you a favour by staying in my tank. Then. I didn't have to deal with all, with all the power weapon, furious charging loonies that I would have been. That would have been, and then, then you, my eye wouldn't have been turned on Chris quite so much. Exactly, and I would have been. <laughs> I'd have been back at my normal rant about Graceland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, I was being nice to you because it's your birthday and you're old. <laughs> So Lorgar was definitely. I thought he was pretty cool. It'd been good to see more of him. He was nicely painted. He's a nicely painted primate. Done a great job with it. I think. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, we need to see if you can do. I, I, mean, I don't know whether I would take the demonology with him, or maybe take a, another character to do the summoning instead. You know, Zal. What's that? Zalu Leg, or just a generic librarian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do it. But he's he, he could be a bit of a monster. I mean, he's got a strength six. No, sorry, strength. Eight, eight, eight AP two uh, initiative, 
Um, more. more. Yeah. yeah, which is which is really concussive. Concussive. concussive yeah, that's yeah. not to be sniffed at. It isn't really because if you think about it, Perturabo, although he's got strength ten, he's at initiative one. It's good. It's not his hammer. No, that's what it is. <laughs> when, it, when Sanso used it, uh, Vulcan uses it. It's not. An, it's an initiative. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ferris Manus, you mean? Ferris Manus. That's the one. Yeah. But you would have thought that you know he'd probably think, oh, maybe I should make that slightly better. But no, I'm just going to use it because it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. So all in all, what happened is, at the end is Sanguinis was actually was he was probably man of the match for you. I think wasn't he? He did an awful lot. He went through a lot of units. He killed a Terminator unit, killed a destro- what did you, uh, destroyer unit, Dave? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that was shot bits. He killed uh, oh, yeah. Terminator Squad. Killed a Terminator Squad and, yeah, basically, yeah, he killed a few people as he flew He murdered that other... He, he mur- did the murder gun, that, or took that Terminator Squad that came from the... The drop pods, drop pods, yeah. the one he's murdered a lot of. Yeah. He did for the Moritat, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did for the Moritat. Yeah. And the... That unit, so yeah, he did. He did. He did go to go to town, and he also was managed to save a lot of four pluses, didn't he? Because I thought I've got him now. Terminators, <laughs> and he just kind of just tanked a lot of them. It's like what? No. So he was pretty handy. Um, I think he's no slouch. He isn't it? But he's a five hundred point. Yeah, yeah. I think that for me, my favourite moment was when, as referenced earlier, when you sort of lost lost your veneer of. Uh, of <laughs> Friendliness <laughs> after, after Michael's uh, uh, the the dreadnought where it is kind of Marigal Marigal suffered its last wound and, and uh, yeah. Graham just went why do I even bother but why not, do I even flipping bother yeah, yeah. not even not just, even, but not flipping I know I think yeah. if you had more one twos than a um, flipping Football. roadie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, was, I, I was I was channeling John Dermondy. You really? I was like, oh, not again! Come on, Michael, three plus. I'm mean, honestly for the first three games, three turns of that game, you couldn't roll above two. Nope, it was just <laughs> depressing. <laughs> Except for my Derridale. That was that was probably the, I, I, that thing. Having another, another look at that because that, that actually wiped, that does, the Derridale with the plasma and the missiles wiped out. Uh, three squads and yeah. Sanguinius. Yeah. No, sorry, two squads and Sanguinius. In the end, yeah. Yeah, bullet in the head. Well, I, I know that hurts because Rob here has hurt me before with that. It's got a short range, though, isn't it? It's, it's 36, but it's four shots. Yeah, yeah. four shots. I suppose there's two to hit. It does the, it does the job. Yeah. Plus the missiles. Yeah, the missiles, yeah. I think, are another. It's, the missiles are great. It did a number on you, didn't it? it took, well, yeah, down to one man and he ran away. Except yeah. it did that Dark Angels um, assault squad, didn't it? So yeah, all in all, great fun game. Um, I think a draw was probably an unfair result. I think if, it's, if there was a smash and grab in sort of um, heresy terms, we'd done it. I think because we got stuff onto the objectives early. Yeah, you'd, you'd got a couple yeah. of objectives. We got one early and then... Yeah, we were kind of getting two around, yeah. which helped. So. Yeah. Even though you... Yeah, because I mean, when my Mastodon went out, I mean, that went out. That was a problem. That was it. So that was, went out. That was a moment when Rob finally finally cracked was the nuts. Turn two. <laughs> Very early on in turn two, <laughs> it felt like a long time on the other side you of the board. It's never made I it shot past. a lot of las cannons. It's it. never made it past turn two. So not only did you kill the mastodon, you killed mm-hmm. all, you also all of the terminators. There was like ten terminators inside it that didn't survive. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, um, mainly didn't didn't survive Michael's dice rolling. Yeah. Nothing to do with me. Ten, <laughs> ten terminators died. Yeah, because uh, when it exploded, so it was traffic damage. Yeah, when a super heavy blows up, anything inside strength ten AP to hit. 
So, and Michael lost it. Now, the 15 terminators that we were hoping would carry the day. He was rolling D3s for the saves. Yeah, it was. And of course, he's using Tartarus. Yeah, Tartarus on. So, five plus in ones. They did not did not go well. No. They ended no. up. Um, yeah, they <laughs> they ended up. Uh, two squads just had their sergeant left. Yep. Well, they did all right. You know, I mean, they killed a single custodes and they scored some points. They, did. they made one of my game. guys get out of the tank and then you shot him. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> and then they were back in promptly and he Very, went, never again. Never, I'm not going out there, it's dangerous. But yeah, no, the, 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 <laughs> mast, the Mastodon yeah. is still yet to make it past turn two. Um, I think that the, for the points actually have a flare shield. So the thing was... It's got it's void, void shields. shields. Yeah, yeah. Void shields are easy to get through, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're, they're still the whole point. Why would you put a flare shield on something with a void shield? Because of, I think a flare shield is probably oh, better because yeah void shields can come back but remember this we've, we're talking about the bottle effect yeah of course yeah. Yeah. so if you give it, what's it, got it's got it, it comes back on a 5 or 6 yeah. so if you yeah. give him a D100 it might it come might back just on about. yeah I got a, I got a, I got C20 a I rolled two ones yeah. to bring back the void shields yeah. two the, th- the thing was you had a lot of guys in it yeah. 15 guys in it and the dreadnought uh-huh. so it had to be a priority yeah. because we couldn't let that get to our side of the board mm. and pin yeah. us it because it would have pinned us in place I couldn't my army for all your chuntering on <laughs> could not have coped with 15 Terminators because I've got no. as much AP3 as you want plus the ones you were going yeah. plus the yeah plus, plus Angry Ron and his fun bus coming towards and me and I could have dropped bodies and down yeah, yeah exactly yeah, true true enough I think the problem with super heavy transport is I've had, I, found, <laughs> I found this with the uh, <laughs> being sensible <laughs> with the Stormlord is that you, there's a point where you think I'm just going to have to get out of this because I was like, I'm going to get hit by that strength 10 AP2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Regardless of how bad that is in terms of yep. you know my unit, it's probably more survivable than being in this thing. Yeah, yeah. I think if you'd piled out at the end of turn one yeah. and run towards me, I would have been like, uh, help. Because you were in quite yeah. a good place at that point. When we killed it, because no, we, we, only, we only had to deal with one threat, though. But that popped and everyone died. Yeah. So basically everything could look at Ron and go, you're for it, pal and yeah. sort him yeah. out whereas if it was a case of hang on I'm trying to deal with 22 Terminators and a Primarch with power armoured marines that would have been a very different game yeah. even with the even, even, with, all, even, had, even with all the special rules and yeah. nonsense as Graham would put it skillfully and tastefully yeah. written accurate background yeah. interpretation into rules there was a lot of immobilised dreadnoughts going on. That's because he rolls blooming ones. Ones and twos. You roll immobilised hours as well. That's true. Yeah, you immobilised How many things did we just one? Two. Well, you immobilised yourself with your auxiliary you drive, re rolling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was the. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, to be fair, it worked out really well because you could hold them in the radar. Yeah. And then when Norgar turned out, he popped out and went, that's oh, exactly the It worked out wonderful. Just stuck a paragon blade up his jacket. <laughs> yeah. Dark fire lances were really good as well. In the round, they actually fired. Do you know what? Actually, they're going against Terminators as well, which we yeah. found out. They were, well, I got my Terminators into combat quickly. Yeah. So. Right then. So, thank you very much, gentlemen. That game was two super, tomorrow. Superb way to spend Yeah, yeah so tomorrow. So what are we doing birthday. for the game tomorrow? I don't know, really. I mean, we've got... So if we get there for... We so could get there early doors. We're back at Warhammer o'clock. World tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. We're okay, we're or, we go, or we go for 11. Enough people will have sulked off out of the 40k GT bank. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we go for... So what do you want to do? 3,000 points? Well, 3,000 points won't take us long. No. Uh, we can do a reasonable size. I mean, 3,000 points about three hours, isn't it? Really? Maybe. Yeah, but remember, there's five of us. That's going to take longer. 
Well, shall we discuss this off mic? Right. Yeah. Okay. We'll discuss off mic. <laughs> we'll, we'll, Mike will send it. We'll be back after these. We'll be back after these. We'll send the next bit. What, yeah. what, what, what we what we got up to. Anyway, um, so let's let's wrap it up. Uh-huh. Wrap it up tomorrow. Black Sun Fortress. Yeah. Let's go play some fun games. Okay, so that was our first day at, uh, at, at down at down down in the uh, Midlands. Um, wow. uh, not at Warhammer World, at Bolton Talk. Very good venue. Um, yeah. Lovely venue. Lovely guys running it. Um, yeah, it was nice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really good venue. I, like, I really liked it a lot. Um, okay, cool. And then we're gonna um, what we're gonna do now is we're just gonna quickly um, go through the second day, which was at Warhammer World. Um, a lot of reflection. Might be nice to have gone back to Bolton Source, but I suppose it is nice to get to Warhammer World because you know there's exclusive goodies there and shops and stuff. Shops well, and Forge World shops, but not that I bought anything actually. To be fair, I was, um, I was tempted on the on the st- to buy the flying treadnought for a brief moment, but they couldn't see it. So I, that... I, I had been sent to sent to buy a book by a friend, um, but they had um, they weren't selling it. They're only selling it at a Warhammer Fest, so okay, yeah, I, there was nothing that really caught my eye. So anyway, the game we had, so we had a Chris had booked a six by four for us, and so we once again sort of after the first day's battle, we you know had a similar one, just a smaller scale. So it was uh, Chris had his. Were you playing the Blood Angels this time, Chris? Yeah, the Blood Angels, um, yeah. can, the Golden Boys wouldn't fit. Yep, so, uh, Blood Angels. Dave had his Dark Angels with an additional Primark. Being Dawn. For fun for giggles. Yep. Um, and then... Yeah. Rob, Rob had his Space Wolves and a Knight Castigator-type fella. Yeah, not the cra- Castigator. Yeah, so um, great-looking model, by the way. Really beautifully painted as well, as all of this army is. Um, I think he had, he had a couple of Spartans. No, he did not put the Spartans in. He just had the the foot slogging. Oh, that's right. Everything was on foot, wasn't it? So, Michael, kind of, you deployed on this. This was Shatter Strike, so this is getting into the opponent's deployment zone with scoring units. I think the table with the Warlord sort of broken up in the middle. Yeah. So this was yes. Space realistically. No, it was it was quite tough. It's a good-looking board, but it's may not the most practical of boards to actually play on because, obviously, so much of the board space is taken up by this hulking great model in the middle, which looks fantastic. And there's not that much cover. No, as we found out. So uh, Michael and I... was Michael was on the left-hand side uh, with uh, Lorgar, and we'd, we revised Lorgar's approach, hadn't we, Michael? So rather than summoning yeah. demons, we... Um, decided to use his superpowers, which he's got some really good psychic powers, and cast them very easily, and can also choose what he wants, which makes him kind of getting up there in terms of psychicness. If you give him the Lorgar transfixed special rule, he also becomes a level three psyker, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, That's what he becomes. Yeah. So, uh, and you, I think we had was it Biomancy, if I remember rightly, or one of the others? Telepathy, uh, t- uh, divination. Divination, one of those. Yeah, I guess divination, that's right, because we used forewarning, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Which was so good for him. Um, 
so Michael lined up on the left hand side, which was mainly facing up against the Space Wolves. Um, mainly, uh, you were in the middle, Chris ish, with your Blood Angels, and Dave was on the uh, on our right hand side where I'd kind of uh, had the Spartan with the Cataphract I Terminators in, and I'd had Angron, but he wouldn't, I sort of figured he wouldn't go out. If there was a squad that was out and charging, he would want to be with them. So the um, Tartarus Terminators uh, were out. Of, they weren't in a transport. They were just out in the wild, if you like, milling around on foot. Uh, the idea with having joining um, Angron to them and the chaplain. And I think an apocryphy as well, just for added laughs. Uh, not an apocryphy, a um, Primus Medicaid. Uh, because that five plus in one save sure gets shredded quickly, as I found out. Um, so that was that was pretty much the armies. Like I say, mine was I think I had another two squads of five man terminators, and um, they were both in dreadclaw drop pods, uh, and the Spartan had a, like an eight man um, cataphractite terminator squad with a combination of power fists, chain fists, and lightning claws. Um, and the idea was that I was just going to run everything that I possibly could up against Dave's Dark Angels uh, and Dawn, who was lurking around like the big Liberace that he is, uh, to try and take him down a peg or two. And that's kind of how it almost went um, on that side. So go on and tell us what, what you felt, Chris. From your... I think the thing was, I think with you guys, because we were three separate armies, we weren't focused in any one sort of mode, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, so the, the wolves and the blood angels are going to do one thing. That's punching the face a lot. Um, so yeah, we basically set up. Uh, we had the second turn as well, which was a, uh, sm- a small disadvantage, I, I think, because we you were able to get your drop pods in um, and make use of those before we could do anything about it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that was yeah. Uh, uh, so we set up. We were fairly confident. We had numbers, which I think was our our, our real advantage. Yeah, big squads. I had a couple of big squads. And they've had some pretty nippy rhinos. Um, you and you had Sanguinus, of course. Sanguinus and Dawn, yeah. So, so and you had a knight. Yeah, we had a knight that. And you had oh, yeah. those flipping horrible space wall nonsense unit that is there, incredibly good. Incredibly overpowered, incredibly should have been nerfed with everything else in that book. Uh, troop choice being the Grey Slayers who just seem to get every rule known to man. I don't know what the right of war that um, Rob was using, but they seem to also get additional cool stuff. Uh, how of the. Yeah, there was all sorts of. I think they had Fiona Pain 5 plus um, counter attack, all sorts of stuff. It was just like, what? They've got every rule in the book, these guys. And they had big squads of them as well. Um, but we knew we had this knight problem, and that knight actually isn't a bad knight as knights. As no, no, that's, knights that, that's the that's the um, that's the that's the relatively good one. It's an anti-infantry knight. It's not going to knack your vehicles up, but it's um... yeah. I mean, and we knew we had to deal with it, right? So, but there was a couple of revelation. Another revelation uh, that really kind of came into its own this in this particular game was the Derrideo that you had, Michael, with the plasma. That that was good in the the first game. It wasn't so good in this one. No, I think it took a few. It did, but Chris knew it was needed to be dealt with. Yeah, and got I got it dealt so. with. 
and quite um, quickly. We, I mean, you, you, back in your line, just thinking, killing. Yeah, them. true enough. But I mean, you, you kind of sacrificed to Leviathan to get that done. It was the only thing that could. I know, but it's and still. Yeah, you don't have enough shooting to take care of it. It had to be dealt with, like you say. So, but I think we took the. You think you took the night down with your missile squad? Um, yeah, my missile things. launcher, my missile launcher squad um, took that night down. Yeah, so we didn't really get get going too much with the night, which was good. But it was a distraction night as well, so it did draw a lot of what little firepower we had uh, to try and bring the thing down as quickly as possible because we didn't want that rampaging about. Uh, under any circumstances and then the rest of my time was spent basically dropping in the drop pods that i had and running angron up to try and take on dawn uh which he did and kill him which he did um but by that time the battle was pretty much over because everything else that i had was pretty much in tatters so all the cataract had been killed um by the dark angels and the blood angels uh it just was the Tartarus guys mainly getting stuck in with blooming dreadnoughts and all sorts that they had to deal with. Um, Angron was pretty good, though, to be fair. Uh, he definitely needs a squad, which is which is what he had. Um, it's not spectacular for the points, but he's, he's, he held his own, and he did take on Dawn, who didn't really seem to be particularly great in close combat, to be honest with you, but that might have been because he didn't have his legion around him. The thing with Dawn was that he was on his own yeah. fairly quickly. Yeah, um, and you got the charge with Angron. Of course, that is. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not so much Angron on the charge per se. It's um, the squad that's with him on the charge. You know, giving it that two extra attacks for rage makes all the difference with him. Which is why you spend a lot of time engineering charges, and we would seem to. Be. Um, but yeah, the other the other squad I deployed. Say that again, Chris. We threw three characters at a. Angron and his his boyfriend. So it was, you know, it was always going to be a struggle in that. It was just a case of holding, really. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, but I, th- I think just the sheer, like, say the, the the Grace players didn't lose many, even though they were going kind of. And Angron, sorry, and Lorgar and Sanguinus went toe to toe. Um, Lorgar was re-rolling in one save because of the foreboding. Um, psychic power which michael got off successfully on a number of occasions which made all the difference really um so that re-rolling four plus in one definitely paid off um and managed to kind of go toe-to-toe with sanguinous for a few rounds but in the end um he just got taken out didn't he yeah um guy was that we forgot that he had concussive on his mace that's right and yeah the only reason that sanguinous won that fight is he was going first but if we'd remembered that Lorgar had concussive, Sanguinus would have been dead. Yeah, because he's not he's not immune to concussive like, say, Poterabo is with his armour. So, yeah, I see what you mean. It, it's, it's something to remember. Because that mace is like, I think it's plus two strength, AP two. So I think he's on strength seven or eight, seven maybe. And when you can re-roll in vulnerable saves. He... And, yeah, to hit and wound as well, I think. So it's something crazy that thing gives you. So, yeah. It was it was pretty phenomenal actually, and he's a character that's probably overlooked unless you bang a load of those psychic powers into him, and then he starts to become an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh no, big pun. If, if he would have rolled our our side, if we'd remembered that, I think. I think if Sanguinis had gone out of the way, yeah, maybe, but he would have probably been mobbed up by those. Um, yeah, the, the Grey Slayers. 
because there were lots of them. And they're just hard to get through, I think. So, yeah. Maybe we um, sort of got rid of that, that dreadnought on the top of that building. Caused us all sorts of bother all day. Yeah, it's, I might have a look at that again because it's not, I've always underrated it, to be honest with you, as a, as a vehicle of destruction. But you know What's what? that one, the, the Dorodale? Yeah, yeah, with the plasma. I've always kind of said, oh, I always take the last cannons over that. But do you know what? It was, it's better than I thought, and it did a really good job. Um, whether it would, whether it's as good as, say, a Arcus, I suppose, which could do a similar thing with probably more shots. Um, but then, you know, the Derrida's got other tricks in its bag insofar as those missiles are also, you know, they're really good against Armour 3 guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they can't really hide from it either. So, you know, they, they can do two or three shots with that and usually take two or three people out of turn. I love the, um, I love the, the Derrida. It's a lovely model and I wish it could do, I wish it, I, 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 um, I always underestimate it. Sometimes it's, it's absolutely phenomenal as a model and then sometimes it's absolutely god awful. Um, but the plasma one is definitely very much underrated. I think people tend to ignore it. Um, because they're either, oh, well, the, 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 the autocannons are really good. I should keep that. They, they, they're just as good as the job. And then, oh, the extremeness of the, the, the last cannons, which are phenomenal. Um, but the plasma is not a bad option. No, it's not. It's something it's, it's considered it's one of those, going forward. I think you're right. It, it, but it's a lot of points, that thing, isn't it? It's 200 plus points. I mean, 270, I think it rocks in that with the last cannons, um, which is you're into Arcus territory, I suppose. If you've got the choice, I'd take the Arcus, same heavy support slot. But it doesn't have the plus ballistic skill. So, like, the um, Derrida has got five ballistic skill five, so hitting on twos. So it's a pretty effective unit. Um, very themey if you want to go for the old Dreadnought approach, for sure. So, yeah, good times. Um, totally enjoyed it. And it was a nice table. It was a good, good fun game, but I think quite clearly... Though we put up a really good fight, I think, considering um, uh, we did all right. Um, But it was, in the end, just sheer volume of numbers. I mean, I think by sort of turn five or whenever we were thinking of going, you know, the Grey Slayers had got into the deployment zone. Um, I think Dave had got some guys into the deployment zone. Yeah, Yeah, so it was a a clear win. We had nothing left, really, by that point. But just Angron and a couple of characters with him. Um, but I think all of the Terminators are dead. So yeah, good times. Really enjoyed it. That was a really good game, actually. It was a good one. Yeah, and, cool um, one. and then then we just had dinner in Bugman's and yeah. went home. The home yes. So yeah, it was a great weekend though. It was really cool. I liked. I definitely liked the idea of staying in like an Airbnb type arrangement with yeah. a group of friends. For the number of, of us, it was definitely cheaper. Yeah, but it's actually just quite nice to not stay in a hotel. If you see what I mean, because we had the front room. Uh, or the kitchen table to play games on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah switch, yeah. and so it didn't. It felt like you know we could go home, we could get something from a supermarket, so we didn't have to go out and eat. And you know we could, like I said, we were tired, but we did play. Once we got the hang of um, Blackstone Fortress, I thought it was a fantastic game. Yeah, um, I, I wish I, I wish I could have played longer, but it was just I was just I, knackered. Everybody was knackered. But the thing is, we recorded what we've just played out at nine o'clock, which was an hour. Yeah, start playing Blackfish in Fortress to ten, quarter past ten. Yeah, by which point we'd played a seven-hour game on the Saturday. Yeah, and just you know, yeah, it, was it, was just, long, it was a long day. It was a good day. It's a long haul. But I, I think if I was going to do it when we go away again, I think I might do that because having the space of the house was really nice. And like I said, it meant we could just microwave our own. You know, we had a curry on the 
on the evening, which we got from Asda, I think, on the way back. Really good, you know, just really chilled night in and playing games and things. So definitely do that, I think, again, rather than the hotel, which is a bit more, a bit less communal, I suppose. I think, um, I think Boards and Swords should certainly be returned to at some point. I think I thought it was a really nice little venue. Well, I mean, they did suggest, I think they sent us a message saying, you know, we're yeah, yeah. interested in running an event there. We would, for definite. That's just me a question of sorting calendars out um, and maybe doing a one-day event there or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, definitely would be interesting. interesting. Mm. I suppose it's, it's in the Midlands, so it's easy for lots of people to get to. Yeah, it's not too bad for us. I mean, we'd have to stay overnight, but, you know, it's it's, it's doable. The scenery's all there. I mean, we just run a sort of mini Company of Legends one day, couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, but then we just like combined it up and have a trip to Warhammer World for us the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, all in all, fun. do some work. It was a fantastic birthday. It was really humbling that people sort of gave their time up, holidays up, and stuff, and to come and spend some time to play games, um, which was really great. So I'm eternally grateful. It was a fantastic 50th birthday for me, yeah. and one that I will remember forever. So thanks very much, guys. No That's problem. Right. Anytime. Love being there with you. Cheers, fellas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, so what we'll, what we'll do now is we'll uh, run into our um, our list challenge, our book two um, list challenge. So, um, so we'll do that now. Next up is the one we've all been waiting for. So this month's list challenge. Da, 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 da. So the ongoing. What was that? We should get some theme music for this section. I think we should. It deserves its own theme music because it's. Oh, that we're going to have to. We're going to have to call for Rob to. We are Rob do some more. Yeah, but not the slide guitar one though. That that that's that is. Whenever I listen to it, it always puts me out of whack. I don't know why. Anyway. Did you not like that one, the second? Not, not as much as the first one, if I'm completely truthful. I haven't told him this yet, so this is going to come as a surprise. I mean, it's very good. Isn't that the one done with... Um, isn't that the one he did with... Um, Rick Palfitt's yeah. guitar bit. Yeah, quite possibly. But even so, I still prefer the other one. Anyway, let us return to the list challenge, because that's what people are here for, not for our various musical musings. And this week's... Uh, list challenge we are on this month's list challenge even is book two legion so these are all the legions that appear in book two which i believe was the istvan five campaign uh yeah yeah for first first part of the istvan five campaign yeah so uh, why did we choose this again because it was out on paperback it's out on paperback yeah but it's out on paperback next book eight i can finally do that um um what's the name Space Wolf Legion I've been wanting to do. That's book seven, Graham. Oh, so many books. So little time. <laughs> or I could do a Custodes one. Anyway, so we're doing book two Legions because to celebrate the uh, softback version of book two, oddly enough. And we were given a fairly uh, strict remit because obviously some of these Legions, some of us do. So remind me again, Mr. B, because I'm going to put you on the spot here because I am. What legions will we allowed to do? We are limited to Iron Hands, mm. Word Bearers, unless you're me, because I play mm. Word Bearers, yes. Salamanders, unless you're Grain, because you play Salamanders, yes. and Night Lords. So Chris has his 
the world is oysters. You and I have got the choice of free legions. So, so what did you choose, Graham? I chose the after our weekend's sojourn and me, you know, grudgingly looking over at the word bearers with a certain amount of envy, it must be said. Uh, I thought, ah, oh, now's my chance. Let's do a word bearers league, words bearers army. Now, I think I've done one before, but I think I wasn't quite as switched on to their nuances. So I think I've plugged my gaps, as it were. I'm quite looking forward to this one. Um, what about your good self, Mr. B? Uh, Night Lords. Okay. Well, let's hope you don't put artillery in, eh? And uh, Chris? <laughs> let's, let's return to that point. The sum is allowed. I can't just be the basis of your army, though. Um, I went Werebearers as well because I've done Night Lords list in the past. So, yeah. um, yes, I do a Werebearers list. Fair enough. Okay. So let me let me roll my random D3 to see who goes first. So who wants one and two? Uh, I'll, I'll take two. two. <laughs> oh, I'll do one. I'll do one. So that's one, two, Chris. So Michael, three, four or five, six? Uh, five, six. Fa- fascinating radio. Five, six. We have a three. Well, that's me, isn't it? That's yeah. Funny inconvenient. Right. So here's my list. So like I said word bearers were on the cards and i wanted to do a list that had some demon ish goings on but didn't ally with demons if that makes any sense even though they can um this particular thing um now i really like the word bearers i don't know where you don't see more of them really because they've got a lot of really cool rules and they got a lot of really, everyone hates really, them <laughs> think that, that could be it i totally get that but they do get some really good stuff i think anyway. also you have that annoying rule of you have to take a chaplain or a, or a or a bare bones console so yeah um so they've got some good 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 units so true believers if you're not familiar with it all legion astartes word bearers special uh, with all units with the legion astartes word bearers special rule roll 3d6 for all morale checks must pick the two lowest one no bad thing right um cut them down all legions legion astartes word bearers special more must always make sweeping advances where possible and must re-roll sweeping advance rolls of if it's a one again that's pretty good off the bat and charismatic leadership primary detachment force chosen from the word bearers legion must take a second compulsory hq choice on the force hall chart that choice must always be a centurion or a chaplain as michael said so that's a cost but you know what there are worse um compulsory things to take than a chaplain in my book um they also get access to the diabolist sounds awesome um, and this this fellow um, for plus 35 points is not like another console type, but he, he gets the demon special rule. Preferred enemy loyalist, which is always good. We run those ones um, for the coast combat and may not be equipped with. Yeah, can't have a bike and his uh, word bearers force. It also includes dark channeling option for certain units. So anyway, I decided that I was going to go for this to sort of play on that thing. And I really liked this fella. Not Erebus, you'll be pleased to know, but this... How now? I've always pronounced his name wrong. Zardu Layak. Zardu Layak, yeah, that's this, right. This is an interesting thing, because he's not actually in Book 2. <laughs> oh, isn't he? No. no, we said Book 2 armies, not Book yeah, 2. Yeah, no, I'm just... Uh, yes. Because I've also used Zardu Layak. Which I, was, I was thinking, should I have used him? But, okay. Uh, I'm glad someone else did. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's really awesome, I think. He's got a lot of really cool things going on for him. Um, not least of which is his little upgrade unit. So, uh, oh, he can... the blade slaves. Yeah, they're flipping nails. So we'll come back to him in a minute. But anyway, I've taken him as my HQ choice. And one thing he does do 
just out of the bag if he's a warlord is the ashen circle which you come on to become compulsory troop choices and right. with the play test rules they are a lot better yes so um yeah basically ashen circle troop choices and they but they do have to take the dark channeling upgrade which basically makes them a level one psyker with biomancy or telepathy i think dark channeling no dark channeling oh. is that you roll the oh yeah sorry yeah that's um that's a uh, Oh, I Burn, can't burning law. Burning law, yes. Burning law, yes. That's right. That's all. That's all. I'd take that so, pretty much for all my HQs. Yeah. yeah. Who want? Who doesn't want more psychic dice? So he's not. He's not got a bad profile. Um, weapon skill five, blood skill five, strength four, toughness five, two wounds, uh, though, which is a bit like initiative five, no slouch, two attacks, leadership ten, two plus, and he's a demon, so he gets. I think he's a demon. Yeah, that's a demon. Yeah, demon five plus demon save. Uh, binder of souls he's got loads of cool stuff um he counts as a diabolist so he can um summon demons not ruin storm demons but normal demons i guess um and plus one mod for the dark channeling table so just for those who haven't played word bearers dark channeling it's the beginning of the game each unit with a dark channeling rule you roll d6 right on a one to three the unit gets the zealot special rule very nice on a four or five, the unit gets plus one strength for the duration of the battle. Also awesome. On a six, the unit gets a demon special roll for the duration of the battle. However, if the demon is rolled, the unit no longer counts as scory regardless of its types. On its type and counts as destroyed at the end of the game for the purposes of calculating victory points. So six is good, but it's also very bad. And if you've just stuffed yourself full of ashen circle, like I have for the troops choice, and you rolled three sixes, you would not have any scoring units. Yeah, it's a risk. So just just a just a little bit of a heads up. But I mean the yeah. risk is definitely worth the reward, I think. I mean Every Zella, time I strength. take dark channeling, I always roll demon. Okay. So he has this uh, panoply of flame, so uh religion of start he's Within 12 inches of the Plappy of Anger, plus one modifier when to the score deciding combat results, and plus one sweeping advance rolls, which is good. And in, he can make one heavy flamer attack once per game with it. Uh, he comes armed with um, the Ashuda Char, which is a strength plus two a AP4 melee force two-handed. So it's a force weapon, so you can put one warp charge into it, making it instant death. Um, but it's two-handed, so we can never get more than... Um, well, two attacks plus one for charging. Uh, Demon, Boris of Zealot, of course, so he's um, effectively fearless and also gives hatred. Uh, first round of combat, they can re-roll hits. And, um, yeah, Rain of Fire is basically gets to use the um, Ashen Circle as a troop choice. So I think he's a pretty good troop choice for 175 points. He's pretty much on the money. He's yeah, pretty good, I think. Keep meaning um, to buy him, but... Yeah. I, I really like the guy. So I've taken him, and he also comes with um, his bodyguard squad, who are no slouches at all. So this is the, what did you call them? I can't Blade even, like, slaves. Yeah, yeah. but they're, they're called Anactus Carl. Anactus. Uh, yeah. So I had a look at these, and then I had another look at them and thought, blimey. So I've never seen them. I'm, I'm assuming he comes with a kit. But um, Yeah, they come yeah. with a kit. Yeah. 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 So you buy the kit, and it's uh, three of them. Two of these. Oh, there's two of them. Yeah, yeah, there's three, there's three, there's three figures in the in the. Oh yes, Zardu, Zardu, Zardu and the two blade slaves. Two fellas. So they come with um, this. So these are great, great stat line. Weapon skill five, blitz skill four, strength six, toughness five, three wounds, 
initiative five, three attacks, leadership eight, three plus. But they're going with um, old Zardu or Zardak, so they're fearless effectively. Um, they, get, they come with this uh, these blades, so strength user, so that's strength six, AP three, melee, severing cut, specialist weapon, uh, severing cut, five or six, oh, treat as AP two, and unsaved wounds for each of those uh, do two wounds. And, yeah, mindless killers, they're just flipping crazy. Big rules there. Anyway, demon, so they've got a 3 plus 5 plus. Rage, so they get 3 attacks plus 2 5 attacks on the charge. It will not die, but they are bulky. Um, but they are demons, so, yeah. Plasma pistols as well. What a great unit. And they're only 100 points, right, for three for two guys yeah, with six wounds. I mean, excellent. So for my third uh, HQ choice... Um, oh, actually, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, so I've gone for a whole Beloth as well. Another character. I normally stay away from special characters and about you guys. Yep. The the ones for the um, word bearers are pretty well priced, I think. They're kind of Praetor, but better prices, if you see what I mean. So whole Beloth is pretty much the same as a um, the same stat line as a Praetor. Um, he's got a tainted weapon, which is an, an upgrade that all of them can take, or you know, characters who can take power weapons can. Um, he's got this really cool rule where the first rune that he suffers um, as a result of a failed save in the game, he can just uh, ignore it, even if yeah. it would be instant death. So that kind of effectively gives him four wounds, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, once per game, all units with the word bearer special rule increase weapon skill to five for the duration of the assault phase. So we just got a one-off hit there. So again, pretty good, not bad that line at all. And finally, I've just gone for a normal chaplain. Um, so the um, centurion with the chaplain upgrade, he's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I didn't, I did wonder whether Zardot counted as a chaplain, but I assumed probably not. So I didn't want to push that particular. I'm not sure if he does. Role. I don't think uh, he does. So I could look. She has the it'd, be in the F- it'd be in the FAQs if it was. Okay. If it was, there are some characters that do count as uh, chaplains and diabolists for the purposes of the rules. I think, for example, um, uh, Erebus, everyone's favourite favourite character. I think he <laughs> counts as a uh, as a chaplain and a master of the legion for a right of war. Got you. So. Because for a long time, we only had the one right of war, and it was yeah, yeah, it was it, it was you required to take a diabolist and a chaplain, and I think Erebus counted as both. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Um, in book five, he does. Yeah. Cool. So, um, so the chaplain's just got artificer armor, uh, refractor field, plasma pistol. He's got the burning law, so that does make him a psyker. Melter bombs. Um, just he's got this uh, Crocius Arcanum, or just Crocius actually in this instance, isn't it? Not the Arcanum version, I don't think. Is that just called Crociuses? Yeah, yeah, it's Crocius. Uh, the 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 uh, well, they, yeah, they don't hmm. have quite the the the, the same. same. Yeah, as they do in 40k. And um, yeah, so he's just there on foot with an extra bit of um, psychic buffering. Yeah. But basically, the Crocius in 30k is a uh, any kind of power weapon. I thought it's just a power mall. It has to be a power mall, doesn't it? Uh, no, it can be. Well, it can be a, a any type of power weapon. So you mm-hmm. can have a Crozius Arcanium that is a power sword mm-hmm. or okay. a power axe. I thought they changed that, but anyway, not to worry. 
Um, it doesn't matter because that's what I've got anyway. I, so, I usually make them as malls, but you can't. Oh, yeah, make but it can't as... be a chain fist. You can't ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it can't be a power fist or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then I've gone for the next greatest uh, elite choice in the game, which is the Galvor back. And these are just so good that you cannot ignore them, really. But I have gone for them quite big. I don't know if they're good in a big squad because I've only ever seen Michael use about five of them at once. I've only got five. Oh, that's why then. Um, so they're a great unit. I've only got five, and I'm reluctant to get another five because they're all the exact same design. It's like, you know, I don't know if I want duplicates. So I'm like thinking I might have to kit bash some from um, some possessed sets. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so the Gal Vorback, right? Great stat line. Again, weapon skill five, blister skill four, strength five, out the bag, toughness five, two wounds each. Uh, initiative five, two attacks, leadership eight, and a three plus armor save. But they're also demons, so they get the five plus in one. Um, the Dark Martyr has got three wounds, which is incredible for a sergeant, effectively, um, with toughness five. So they take some killing, right? You, know, you, you need strength ten to double them out. So I've gone for mm-hmm. two squads, one of seven, one of eight. Um, the Dark Martyr's got artists for armor and a power fist, giving him a strength ten power fist, which is just awesome. I'll do it every day, Eric. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, really, really good uh, upgrade, I think, and they're incredibly yeah, I useful. Give, I always uh, give a power fist. Yeah, special rules. They're also rending as well. Um, the, their normal attacks, deep strike and damn, so they can never be counted as scoring. By the way, not that they, I've got them in there for that. Um, but yeah, I've given them uh, just the normal weapons, really. I haven't given them anything special, but the power fists were the main one. But that strength 10 means that he's particularly useful against everything, really, um, including, you know, your um, contemptors and uh, what are the other ones? Leviathans, if you get stuck in with one of them. So mind you, they will be doubled out by by um, Dreadnoughts, so just to watch out. So, yeah, great. Um, really good, really good unit, I think. So I've gone for two lots of those. And then for my troops, I've gone for a reconnaissance squad because the Gal Vorbeck could deep strike if I wanted them too, but I need to give myself some options. So I have gone for one non-Ashen Circle unit, which is reconnaissance squad. Um, basically, they're there to sort of infiltrate ahead. I've given them a Nuncio box as well to reduce scattering if things are deep striking near them. So the idea is that they, I've given them recon armor so they can nip forward with their Camaline cloaks, Camaline, Camellia line cloaks, yep. Nuncio Vox, recon armor, sniper rifles. Yeah, that's it. And the sergeant's got a tainted weapon, um, which I'll just read out what it does. Tainted weapons are strength as user, melee specialist weapon, so they get two attacks, but they are all, all your attacks are going to be instant death, which is a bit of a surprise. And then finally in the troops choice i've got three identical squads of ashen circle um so there's seven in the squad uh, so and you know and i've got two power axes in the squad rather than their breaks and the um sergeant if you like the iconoclast has artists for armor he's got an inferno pistol because you know why wouldn't you if you can take one melter bombs and a phosphorex bomb and a power axe so pretty useful um and they can they're all can they deep strike as well they're all yeah, they have jump pack. Jump yeah. pack, yeah. so they're really good. So I've got three squads of those. And then for heavy support, my final thing from that is just a one whirlwind Scorpius. And then my Lord of War, because I don't leave home without a Lord of War, is a Storm Lord with just a Space Marine Legion crew upgrade. Um, and the idea is that the Gal Warback and the HQ choices could all drop in the back there. No bother. 
possibly the Ashen Circle as well, because you can take 40 models, uh, different units in there if I wanted to. And I've also gone for the classic. Of course, I've gone for the classic Aegis Defence Line, but I've gone for a comms relay uh, just in case I was going to deep strike all of this in if I wanted to. Um, and, you know, maybe go for a turn two sort of thing. Uh, at least I'd be able to re-roll my reserve rolls because that's usually what knacks me. Yeah. And that, my friends, is it. Nice. Very cool. Okay, cool. Um, right, who wants to go next? Uh, I think it's... Oh, should I roll? No, no, I'll, I'll go next. I'll get out of the way. Okay. Um, so I've just slightly tweaked mine because I realised something didn't work. So. Uh, so I have also gone for the word bearers. So I've gone with Zadu Lak, but I haven't taken his uh, mates with him. Uh-huh. No boyfriend squad. Sorry. No boyfriend squad. No boyfriend squad. No. Um, so he's just got him on his own. Uh, I have a diabolist with boarding shield, um, burning law, uh, power fist, and a volkite serpenta. Mm-hmm. How so, many diabolists? A uh, chaplain that does the same thing. Uh, I have taken six Galvor back. Dark Martyr, Power Fist. Yep. Two 16-man Breacher squads mm. with Dark Channeling and um, three Melter Guns in each. Just because why not? And the Sergeant has a Power Fist. Yep. Two Charybdis um drop pods okay yeah for the uh chaps and then the remaining 746 points are a allied detachment of demons of the ruin storm oh with a ruin storm demon lord with three levels of sorcery and warp Not scale 72. Hide. <laughs> Not 72, no. uh, and warp scale hide and then two 14 uh, demon new model, uh, 14 models uh, of lesser demons, uh, two squads of those with the warp scions, um, uh, emanation of horror. So basically, the plan is here's some demons, and we'll get some more demons as well along the way. <laughs> I'm assuming Zardu Layak is going to be summoning in both of your lists because that's his, uh. Yes, that's, that's pretty yeah. much his strength. Yeah. He would, he's, he, he would, he'd be summoning, um, and then the demons would also be there, being not very nice and doing the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah. Because that's that's, what that's how we roll, basically. Mm, I, yeah, see, just, I see. I Get drop drop pod in behind the lines, and then oh, Galvor back with deep strike, uh, you know, and just have all the horrors turn up. So who's where's Zardu Layak going? Is he going with um, one of the breacher squads? One of the breacher squads. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. I mean, All I could right. be horrible and put a breacher squad, uh, have Layak, a diabolist, and a chaplain, all with one squad. But I think I'd probably split them slightly in some way. Yeah. But there's a lot of there's there's a lot of psyche there as well. So I'm getting quite a few points for my yeah. uh, summoning. Uh, attempts things like that so that was the thinking okay. really just sort of at this by the point i'm sort of thinking about them they're well in bed with the demons yeah okay. cool well yeah they are i think it's that fancy just uh just would you would you go with ruin storm demons or would you use like i think you have to have a there's a right of war is they whatever it's called i can't remember what it's called but where you can have the old style demons you know the 
um, Codex Demons Demons. Are the Ruins still Demons better? Um, or have they been replaced by the Ruins? So, no, for example, I know in the thing it says you can ally you can ally them in as, as Battle Brothers from Codex Demons. Is that can you use the Ruins of Demons instead of, or is it two different sort of army lists? I'm always a bit confused about this one. Uh, they're two um, different armies, as far as I'm aware. Okay. I would at this point, at this point, for me, if someone was coming to an event and they were saying, "Well, I want to bring Codex Demons," I'd say, "No, Demons of the Ruined Storm," because I think at this point, the Demon Codex Demons has been replaced mm-hmm. by Demons of the Ruined Storm. Okay. The, the Demons of the Demon, Codex Demons is out of print. That is true. That is that's true. how I would. That's how I would FAQ it mm-hmm. as. Yeah. Yeah. Fair um, and. You know, I mean, it might screw up some people's lists, but for us, we have to go with what's available. Okay, fair enough. Um, but that's just me, and yeah, that's yeah. a bit of a tangent, really. Yeah, interesting. So the so uh, what's the plan then? So deep strike so everything in. Basically, yeah. Get them out the demons will come out. They're, they're more yeah. Um, so the little squads have got uh, rift barb as well. So that's a <sighs> single <sighs> attack, yeah. assault one, armor bane. Uh, user strength plus two AP three attack. Ridiculous. It's pretty pretty nifty. And the yes, yeah, so the maddening swarms allows them to take two uh, emanations of horror on the small yes. guys. So that's why they've got the warp scions. This is uh, the Mark Frost game, isn't it? The Mark basically, Frost list. <laughs> I, I got hurt, and I thought I like you know, I, I like what I saw. Um, <laughs> and also, I thought it, it ties in with having that sort of zinch feel to it. Okay. Um, that was a flipping tough list. Like. So these are unashamedly Zinchin demons then? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Full on. Fair enough. Um, so the Maddening Swarms. Uh, yeah. Nifty little bits and pieces here. They get the Warp Signs emanation. They get an extra emanation. Um, but yeah. That's can, can, you, can you give just, this is kind of an off high, off piece a little bit. Can you give the the Lord that with those barb things that give him plus two strength armor bane? Uh, but it's a ranged attack, it's not a close combat attack. Hey, but even so, it'd still be like strength nine then, wouldn't it? Yeah, he could take him for 15 points. I think that would be a bargain. Very good anti tank, like. Yeah. Anyway. Points points were at a premium, so. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather give him a three plus armor save. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I can see why. Anyway, good list. I like it. Lots of summoning. So, so lots of demons. Yeah, the, the three melter guns, um, you know, they're the only real, sort of other than the Galvor back power fist, they're the only real anti armor I've got. But, you know, mm. I'll have enough, enough demons on the board. If I roll a six on the dark channeling for the breaches, I've still got the demon. Uh, the two demon squads that can score, so that's not too bad. Yeah, and there's a thing about we did have this discussion, didn't we? We said you couldn't. Where if you summon demons that are troop t- troop choices, they they're not scoring either. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. It's only the the, the ones that I pay the points for. Yeah. that I do a scoring. Very good. All right, I like it. Very cool. All right, Mr. B. Okay, well, as I said, I went with Night Lords. And uh, my list is um, the, the, the idea for my list was a few things jumping in um, while some tanks go forward and go boom um, mm-hmm. from the drop site. So um, I, I'm expecting a roasting from Graham for some of my choices. 
Um, so first up, we have a Centurion, just a straight up Centurion in Artificer Armor, a Nostraman, Nostraman Chain Glaive, or a Factor Field. Tro- I'm using the Horror Cult right of all, by the way. Uh, trophies of Judgment um, and a Volkite Charger. And he is on a Space Marine bike. Okay, you'll have to refresh my memory as to what some of these things do. So that chain blade, remember it being particularly chain good? Chain glaive. Yeah, the chain glaive is. Chain. Let's have a look. It's it? a melee two-handed uh, rending weapon. Strength plus one, AP three. Right. Okay, so it'd be strength five, AP three, rending. Yeah. No, uh, does the bike give a? No, spike. No, no, toughness. Toughness, not strength. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I've gone for a Praetor. I've given him a Tartaros Terminator armor. I've given him digital lasers, an iron halo, um, Nostraming chain glaive, um, teleportation transponder, trophies of judgment, and a Volkite charger. Nice. So, yeah, he, he's all right. Uh, in my elite... Just quick, how, much is in, how many points is in a Strahman chain glaive? Nostraming chain glaive is, if I remember correctly... Oh, God, how many points is in this charm and chain glaive? Fifteen. Okay. So for ten points more, you could get a Paragon Blade. Yeah, but uh, I think that, I think it fits the theme better. I, I've got the points left over, and I could go for a, for a Paragon Blade, but I, I, I think that they'd be... I think you'd be more likely to use a, a, a chain glaive. That's just okay. me. Yep. Okay. Uh, over a Paragon Blade. But a, a Paragon Blade would be better. No, no, no denying that. Uh, okay, so um, in my elites, I've gone for a rapier weapons battery um, with three rapiers, all um, with um, laser destroyer arrays. So they, these are my these are these are my long range. Well, I said long range, but you know, forty eight uh, inches. They're long range. Yeah, no, yeah. But I think I thought they were thirty six. Yeah, this is a really good one. So if you look in the digital version, which I did. They're 48. So Laser Destroyer is 36. Laser Destroyer Array is 48. If you look at Crusade and Heresy, Laser Destroyer Array is 48. The only place where it's 36, weirdly enough, it doesn't have Laser Destroyer Array, is in that red book. So it's huge because I had a little discussion with Pete Reese about this because we had the same thing because he had a Laser Destroyer Array. I had a Laser Destroyer Array. I thought it was 36. He said, no, it's 48. It's like, mate, are you sure? It's like, yeah, and he showed me. So... It's an FAQ for sure, but basically, laser destroyer rays are 48 if you go by all of the sort of latest oh. data there is. So they become really good at 48. Okay, well, yeah, that's. I mean, that really my... they're certainly 48 for the solar auxiliary, which seems weird. That, 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 makes, my, that makes me feel more confident in my choice. They're, uh, great, then... they're an excellent anti tank choice. Really good, particularly if you're side armoring the hell out of um, Spartans because the AP1 means they blow up. But are they a Night Lord's choice? That's the question. Uh, well, I, I, the, the, in the book, the Night Lords and all the other legions were on <laughs> on the on the battlements, ready to go, and then they just started shooting. So they're going to have something up there. Fair um, they're going to have something up there. At least that was cool. my. Yeah, yeah, then like for my troop, uh, then I've got another. Uh, I've got a Terminator squad. Uh, this is just a five-man Terminator squad. Um, they've all got lightning claws, uh, twin lightning claws. Uh, trophies of judgment and a tra- teleportation transponder so they're going to teleport in with the um um what you call it the the um praetor uh, oh sorry one of them's got a single lightning core and a reaper auto cannon so they can do some sort of shooting when they arrive as uh, not just the praetor so, cool. um then 
my troop section, I'm using Night Raptors as my troops. So I've got two Night Raptor squads, uh, both... Well, they, they, they are, I think they're both identical. Yeah, they're both identical. No, slightly different. Um, one's got a melter gun, um, five Night Raptors, three Nostrum and Chain Glaze, Trophies of Judgment. The other one has a plasma gun instead of a, uh, in, instead of a uh, melter gun. So slightly different, slightly different jobs. Not that, not that a single melter gun is going to be a, uh, a big thing. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. Makes sense. It's just something extra something. To, to, to give them to give them a little bit of they, they can go and do something. Um mm-hmm. and then my fast attack, I've got um an, two identical outrider squadrons. Um armed with melter bombs. Okay. Um and uh, one of them has a. Uh, oh, do they? Did I give them a special weapon? I'm sure I did. Well, one of them. Axe. One power axe. One power axe in each squad. Cool. So, okay. so they're shoving forward. So they, I'm assuming they're they're bursting down from the uh, from the top there, along with the uh, centurion, and going to cut down the space marines that they've just betrayed. Um, then I've taken uh, a saber strike squadron. Saber Strike Tank Squadron. Oh, hello. Go on. Um, I've taken two of them. I've given them uh, Volkite Sakers and Volkite um, uh, Culverins. Of course, because it's you. <laughs> You've got to get the V in there somewhere. <laughs> well, I figure that, that, that that's my primary anti... Um, that's my primary... That's my big anti-infantry uh, okay. weapon there. So that's... Yeah. That's the idea behind that, right. um, because I mean, a Saker is six with Defagrate, and that's that's basically six Volkite Culverin shots. So they're getting out of there ten Volkite shots each, so twenty in total. Yeah, okay. And that's costing me 190 points, and they're putting out as much as um, a five-man heavy support squad, but they're slightly, but they can actually move. That's true. That is true. Okay. Can't argue that too much. Here's the one I'm expecting the uh, the, the shade for. Go on. Arquitor Bombard. Get, get out. With just spend some more points in those um, horror squads. Uh, I thought about it, but then I was like, they'll probably have this running forward and um, shooting up the... Uh, no, they won't. I just wanted to get it in there. No, I did want to get it in there. I oh, think it's a, I, oh, I think yeah. it's a really beautiful looking tank, and um, I just thought it might actually work with this list. With everything else softening stuff up, this might actually work. Well, it's very different. I'll give you that. Um, and that's the one I'm expecting some 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 crap for because um, yeah, it's it's essentially artillery. It is it's artillery, isn't it? Yeah. Then points. Then a Sakaran Omega Destroyer uh, Tank Destroyer Squadron, two of them, both of Armored Ceramite, Dozer Blades, Laz Cannon Sponsors. Okay. <laughs> and uh, two Sakaran Punishers with Heavy Bolter Sponsors, Armored Ceramite, and Dozer Blades. Is this Armored Breakthrough you're running? Nope. Apparently it's Horror Cult he's running. <laughs> horror Cult! <laughs> um, okay. Okay. 
interesting choices. I mean, uh, don't get yeah, me wrong. I, think, I mean, I think they're great, those two Sakarans, but that's a Four Sakarans. Four Sakarans. Two Punishers, two, two Omegas. Two Punishers. Yeah, and then you've got how many sec of those Bombards? One Bombard. Okay, and then how many Sabres? Uh, two uh, Sabres. Two Sabres. That's a fair chunk of tanks. And Sorry, how are you getting the horror cults getting into combat? Uh, the They've got jump packs. Right, the, yeah, raptors. Yeah. the raptors have got jump packs. So okay. the raptors are going to jump in um, behind the lines, you know, further in. The tanks are going to push forward. Okay. And the laser destroyers are going to try and take stuff out from a distance. I mean, I don't disagree with me. I mean, I, don't, I mean, the Punishers are very good at anti-infantry. The Omegas, I'm yeah, not 100% convinced on, but then I wasn't 100% convinced about the plasma cannon version of the Derrideo till I saw it in action last week. So maybe there is a place for it, but it's a it, whether it's a don't they get special bonuses for outnumbering people? Yep. So night swords. So you would want the horror squads to be big and lots of them, I guess, uh, to play to that particular strength. I know where you're coming from, Michael. Well, I've gone for smaller squads, to be fair. But... The thing with that is, you've only got two troop choices, and they're five-man squads. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's the uh, that's where it's going to fall. They, they're going to disappear rapidly, Very and that's where it's going to fall down. I, okay. I, actually, I know where I know where my faults lie. Um, let's let's see. Okay, so let's it's start. that arc talk for a let's, start. Let's, well, yeah. That's I, to me anyway. All right, all right. Okay. Let's get on to the. You know where we put this through our patented uh, decidometer, which rates these things on three three lovely criteria. Now, number one is fun to play against, against or, or with, um, and that has been updated from our previous, which was theme, because we think we're pretty good at theme now, uh, except for me and obviously artillery and night lords. And then we have. Battlefield effectiveness. So this is just how good would this army be on the battlefield, taking away the, you know, separating that out from how much fun it was to play against. And the last one is cost. So to give you some idea of the scores so far for this season, uh, I have got a total of one point, which was fun to play against. Uh, Chris has got a total of one point for battlefield effectiveness, and Michael has got one point for cost. So let's see who's who who is first out of the gate. So my army was first out of the gate. So. Please, gentlemen, it, how fun would it be to play against slash with? Um, I think a, to you play with that lining that up against lining up against your if, army. If, if, choice. If you put that down the table. I'd be very surprised and be concerned that you'd had some sort of episode. Because, <laughs> you know, there's only oh no, wait, there's not a single tank. Oh, there's one there tank. Is, sorry, there's one tank. There's one tank. I'd be yeah concerned that you know, someone. Or they change your medication or something, and they'd give you something different. Um, so that would be fun. Playing to the army strength—that's a good thing. That, that army, though, is is basically sort of me, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's all close combat. It's all getting in the face. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But you know, that's where I think their strength may lie, yeah. with some psychic power and summoning demons here and there. It has very much focused on that. You're right. That, that tickles my fancy every day of the week apart from the defence line so and that's only there because I can't think of any other way to get a decent reserve role no, take a, um, 
the rhino thing. It's only plus one, so you're right. It's two, you're doing it on twos rather than threes, but re-roll always seems better to me. But yes. Do I think... Um, fun to play against. Fun to play against. I think it would I think it'd be tough, but I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun. Okay. What about you, Michael? Um, yeah, I think it would be uh, fun to play against. Um, probably fun to play with. I mean, night. Uh, I mean, uh, what do you call it? The uh, the um, not uh, yeah, the 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 Ashen Circle are always an amusing unit. I mean, I always find that they die really really quickly. Um, I, I probably wouldn't deep strike them too much. I'd probably just chuck them in the back of the. Or at least one squad in the in the um, forty man portable fortification that is a stormlord. They jump pack squads. More in there, couldn't you? You can. They, they just count as jump, two, don't they? They're jump pack squads. Can they go? Can it be transported? Because most transports say no, you can't take jump pack squads in them. Mm, you might be right. Anyway, I probably wouldn't deep strike them like you. I'd probably put them on the battlefield and put them behind the defence line for turn one because you're right. Deep striking them, they just seem to die every time. Whereas I think maybe using them a bit more like a tactical squad with a little bit of extra might be the way forward for them. And I've got okay. a defence line to hide against, behind if I want to, as well, Rambo. Yeah, the thing is, you're not going to get all of them behind that defence line. No, I'd have to deep yeah, some or get them some in cover. To do, you know, yeah. Yeah. attack. I think I would, like I said, they're basically there to, to they're, my, they're a better equivalent of a tactical squad with a rhino. Yeah, if you see what I mean. I mean, that's the way I would look at playing. They're not really going to change the world, but they have got some something about them. They're certainly better than the tactical squad, I think, and more expensive, obviously. So anyway, fun to play against. What about uh, Chris's army? So deep striking in again in drop pods, but you've got the demons of ruin storm for a bit of added added variety and summoning. That's always a good old bag of tricks. So there'd be um, things to think about for sure. To be honest, I don't think it would be fun to play against. Oh, crikey. I'm done with Sorry, that. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. It's just all, all those uh, all those demons. Um, I just don't think it would be fun to play against. Um, I mean, we have been we have been seriously hurt with even a third of those demons. Everyone's now read Greg's article, so everyone will be able to deal with it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The, the cat is out of the bag. It's right. Keep keep. The I mean, maybe away. maybe it's just just my uh uh, but but maybe oh, it's it, Graham's it, it recurring nightmares um about playing Mark. Could be. Um, but I don't know. Demons summoning demons. Um, and the word bearers summoning demons. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be a massively enjoyable game because I'm gonna have to deal with all sorts coming on at throughout the game and it's okay it's a fair point yep it's a fair point it is quite tough um what about it's yours tough if i get the summoning off that is true it, uh, it, i am reliant on that otherwise i have i have two breacher squads basically true but i do think the demons of the ruin storm will, will oh. carry you to start with in the first oh. part of that game yeah I mean, they are just so yeah. useful. Yeah, turns one to three. Yeah, they're going to, and then by then you would have hoped that anything you were going to bring on or summon would have turned up by then. I mean, yeah. summoning isn't actually that easy, is it? I mean, it's quite difficult to do. Um, yeah, it can be. Yeah, it's three dice, I think, isn't it, to summon something? Three charges. Mm, 
two or three. Uh, oh, I can't, I can't remember. That's yeah. why I've got all those extra. Yeah, guys, stuff just to give us a minute. And of course, any doubles causes you to peril. Not if you're a demon. Oh yeah. So and Zal, what's his name, is a demon, and so is a diabolist, also counts as a demon. Yeah. So they would be casting that normally, well, which is a good thing to remember. I've just thought about that while I was I'm putting my list together. Can diabolists take take um malefic? That's what they can take, isn't it? Yeah. Mal- malefic. Oh, okay. I forget. Yeah. I don't really use diabolists. I've got one on my table being painted, but um, yeah. yeah. I quite like. It would be tough, right? I think we're all agreed that it would be a, it would be a, it would be tough. The Demons of the Runestorm would make that a tough, tough prospect. It'd be a very tough list. I, I wouldn't like to. As I said, I, 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 I just wouldn't like to have to play it myself. Okay. Um, and and uh, it, it just <laughs> seems like it's gonna ha- it's gonna be a, um, a huge, huge, huge. It's not really fun to play either because there's a lot of paperwork involved. Yeah, that is the other thing, keeping track of everything. Um, let me just have a quick look. Oh no, he doesn't doesn't have it out, out the bag, you know. Preferred enemy. I'm just trying to think whether he gets. Um, so a diabolist doesn't have. Well, see, you would have to take burning law. Yeah. Which gives them. All that gives them access to is to um, level one psycho with biomancy or telepathy. Um. So yeah, he wouldn't have access to Malefic for some reason. Hmm. I think if there's another one. So how do they summon then normally? How do you normally do summoning then, Michael? Um, oh, your uh, Logar can do it. Zardu Layak can do it. Yeah. Okay. Fair I think the librarians can do it as well. That's right. Do you remember we had that big argument about it, didn't we? Yeah, it said it's if you're a librarian and it's in the librarian bit, or some weird subsection that we found. Um, what does it say you can do it? Oh, quick look. Oh, no, I thought they could. I thought they got um, I thought it's part of the burning law, but it's not. It's by man. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. No idea. Actually, I'm trying to think how he can summon it. Now I'm looking at it. Oh, Zoru Layak can definitely summon. It's his thing. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. By the rulers, but it is sort of generally accepted that that's his. Um. Oh. Well, I can't find it that he can, to be honest with you, mate. So that's just because uh, I thought he could, because you said he could, but now I can't find that no, he can. I thought he could. But... So all he's got is... Um, What's he got? Minder of Souls. Uh, Dark Channeling. Let me see where it is. It's not on like some weird page in a different... Oh, book. no, no, I've got it. Psycho Level 2. Zardalak may seek powers from Pyromancy or Malefic Demonology. Yeah, that was it, yeah. It's yeah, in a special rules bit. So, yeah, he can, for sure. So, okay, what about Michael's enemy? Fun to play against. Or with... <sighs> It would be different for a Night Lord's army. For sure. The thing is, you're always going to worry about those Night Raptors. Yeah, but there's not many of them, is there? I think no, you're saying. If, from a playing with... Yeah, but this is, this is, this is, um, this is fun, not, not, not a battlefield effectiveness. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to have fun setting out about losing 10 
10 models to lose the game. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Is that you could? It's quite interesting one that because you could just take out those two squads and that would be effectively on most games you won unless it was kill points. Yeah. But yeah, um, would I enjoy playing against it? I think so. I don't think there's anything in there that would cause me, you know, to go, oh man, I really wish I wasn't playing this list. If I'm honest. I mean, I'd quite like to see the sabers going, and as much as perverse as it may sound, I'd quite like to see the bombard in action. But that would only be out of curiosity rather than anything else, to be honest with you. Maybe after a year of them being in the system, I probably wouldn't. So, I don't know really, Michael. It's a weird one you've put together there. It, it does feel a little bit generic, if I'm honest. Oh. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, really, sort of the only um, word... But, uh, Night Lord's models really, or sort of inspired units per se, are the Terminators and the Night Raptors. Everything else would have a place in any other army. Mm-hmm. True. True. Okay. So who do we think has, has snaffled that one then? I think Graham myself. I don't know. To sort of argue against my own army, it is, there's, there's some big Gal Vorback squads in there. But I don't necessarily think it's a, a bad thing because they're not the be all and end all of that. Yeah, Galvorback can and do die easily. True enough. Three plus some save, I suppose. Doesn't help, does it? Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I've been vulnerable though because they're demons, don't forget. So. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. okay, I'll, I'll take that. What about battlefield effectiveness then? I think Chris is. Myself. Yeah, I think Chris is as well. Power gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going through season yeah, yeah. four is just going to be me trying to get the battlefield effectiveness points. I don't think there's any doubt that the ruined storm demons would hold up the first part of the game, and the second part of the game you could, you'd have everything in place to do whatever you wanted really. <laughs> yeah, no, no argument from me on that one. So, okay, and then finally, price. The price is right. Price. I just got to quickly look up how much Tartar Terminators are. Seven hundred ninety-two pounds. Oh, I've definitely got more. Definitely. Oh, more. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely over that. Because you can do the demons quite cheap, you see. Yeah, demons are cheap. Cal Vorbach, Zardu Layak. Yeah. They're expensive. Breaches are expensive, but you know that that's where the points are. But 30, 40 odd demons, you can actually do it reasonably cheaply. Yeah. Yeah. Demons are dirt cheap. Mine's seventy-two. Uh, depending on what you're getting in the demons as well, because you've got to start collecting boxes. So I'm buying um, squads, just the £20 box sets, because I'd mix them up. Yeah, right, there you go. Um, and I would use for the the demon lord, um, what's his name, Bellacore. Oh, yeah. Because he's a yeah. model, you don't really see a lot of him. He's only £22 off GW Prime. So. That's cheaper than a normal demon prince. Uh, about the same price. Mm. But it just looks a bit different, doesn't it? It just looks a bit cooler, yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, nice. Wow. Okay, so Chris, so in terms of the scores on the doors. What, what about your cost, Graham? 872. We, we haven't done my cost yet either. Okay, right. on then. Go on then, Michael. What's your uh, cost? 982. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. Those tanks ain't cheap. <laughs> Those bikes for a start. Yeah. Yeah, and I had to get, I had to get nine. I had to get nine because you can't buy them singly, and I've got a chaplain on a, sorry, a centurion on a um on a bike. Yep. 
That'll hurt. Oh. Yeah, I think I did think about for a chaplain figure though. I was wondering what you thought about using. Um, I know you could get the one from what was the box set, health box set, I think. Um, what about using one of the Games Workshop chaplains for a word bearers? So yeah. chaplain. Well, the Dark Apostle works. I was thinking more of the um, some things like the, the I think the old metal chaplains that they sell on. So some of those look really cool, I think. They do, they do, but it depends what you're looking for. I mean, if, if you're looking for a chaplain, go with them. If you want a word bearer's chaplain, you need someone a little bit more mental mm. because they are, in you know, by the time of the heresy, they're, 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 they're conquers deep. See that? You say that, but there's the one, the chaplain with the Crozius and the Power Fist. And yeah, he is he's full probably, of okay. Yeah, but I quite like the other one with Chaplin with skull helmet. That's a classic figure, that. That's a classic figure. I mean, he looks great. In fact, I've got to be honest with you. Although Chris won't speak to me ever again, I really like the Primaris Chaplin. I think he looks great. Basically, because he would never, he wouldn't work in. Uh, I know, I know. That's why I couldn't take him, but I do like him as a figure. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah he's a, you're wrong. Yeah, I can appreciate their aesthetics. They're, they're a nice thing, but it would look odd in your. Yeah, it would look crazy. Taller, taller than everything else. Yeah, no, no doubt. But just saying. Anyway, so that was so. Yeah, if I wanted, so you wouldn't t- turn your nose up if I had a chaplain that looked like chaplain with skull because that's an old school figure, and yeah. I think it looks pretty good. It looked good in a world bear's army. The one with the jump pack's not bad either, actually. It's just artificer armor, I suppose. At the end of the day, that's yeah. why it's slightly more futuristic. Um, um, no, that'd be fun. That would be fine, but. Me personally, if I was gonna pick for the word bearers, any other yeah. ranger, I would go for the Dark Apostle. Uh, the only, the, the only, the only problem with that one is he's on a, he's on a forty mil base. Okay, so we'll look, see. Oh my word, yeah, I see, yeah, I see what you mean. He really does give it the full beans, doesn't he? Yeah, he is. Uh, he is absolutely. I mean, perfect for heresy, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Per- per- perfect for heresy word bearers, that is. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt at all. No, you're right. That's a good choice. Um, okay. Nicely he would, done. He would work for a couple of things as well. That's the good thing. Sorry. He would work as a model for a couple of different roles as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a potential diabolist. Yeah. Yeah. Even a, even a librarian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's all there. Plenty yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice choice. Didn't they used to have a different dark apostle like in the in the box set back in the yeah. day? No, no, they had a they had a resin one um, about well not about him just just uh, not so long ago um, but he's been replaced with him okay. he's, he's plastic in um, what sure was it? yeah there was because I painted it no that yeah, was that Dark was, Angels guy no there was, no, there was a fine cast yeah yeah there was a fine cast one yes that was the um that he sort of got like the chaos star on his back and he's standing on some books and. Mm, and screaming to the skies can't remember anyway let's not worry about it now the truth of the matter of course is that michael has won a point no chris no i haven't won a point chris yeah yeah, and so that means i win one chris Chris wins wins two two, so a clear clear book two master chris well played so nothing from book two (laughs) well played yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay there you go all right yeah, so that's, that's that. 
that's that, folks. I'm not sure what next month's list challenge will be, but uh, hopefully it'll be quite as exciting as this one. Are we doing? So are we, we recording s- after or before the Company of Legends? Uh, I thought after. Yeah. We Let me see. After Let me see break. what the calendar. Let me see what the calendar is. Um, okay. so if we release this on Monday, uh, twenty no twenty fourth, if I can. Um, two, three. Oh yeah, we're due weekend after, so we'll have to do it the week after. So we'll do it in one, two, three, four. Yeah, no, we do the week after Company of Legends. So is that okay. all right? We're, I yeah. guess so. Yeah. If not, we'll we'll take a break and we'll. I swear I muted my. I swear I muted my computer. <laughs> Um, just got to look. Okay, cool. Right, excellent. So we will, um, yeah. So we'll we'll be back. What we'll do now is we'll run into um, the the uh, uh, upcoming events. Right, just me for the events. I'm squeezing them in as I'm editing, and I do apologise for the lateness of this show. Just life kept getting in the way, and the editing just didn't get done, and it took time. And anyway, never mind. Okay, so let's go through the events. So, in gaming terms events, we've got a very short notice. 29th of February, Siege of Anvinius uh, 6, that's in Southampton. 14th of March, Adeptus Titanicus casual play session at the Dice Saloon in Brighton. 20th of March, he's Company of Legends return to Durham. 21st of March, you've got the Deserts of Heliocentius Free at the Dark Sphere Megastore in London. A week later, on the 28th of March, is the Merchants of Venetia, uh, Chapter 3 in Stratford-upon-Avon. 18th of April is the Raid at Irin Crag at Common Grounds Games in Stirling. 26th of February, there is Decimation at Eastleigh. That's a doubles event. 16th of May is the Cataclysm of Iron 4, Ashes of Inculabra, Polesworth, and that's a doubles event. 16th of May is also the Reactor Meltdown, an Adeptus Titanicus event at Entoyment Wargaming down in Poole. The 6th of June, let's get this, the Death Throes of Trina Samararag, part, you know, part 2, Common Ground Games in Sterling. Kieran, sometimes I hate you. <laughs> 2nd of August is Fireflight at Eastleigh. That's a Centurion event. 30th of August is the Burning of Prospero. That's in West Furrock. That's a Mournival uh, podcast event. Uh, 5th of September is the Scarring of Alphazia. Pete, again, sometimes. (laughs) Um, It's in Southampton. That's a doubles event. I believe that's all sold out now. Um, but again, get on the reserve list. Uh, 18th of September, Company of Legends 2020 September, back in Durham. Um, that is all sold out, but it, we do have a reserve list. So if you want on, just drop us a message, okay? Uh, 24th of October, the scouring of Althazia, the second one of uh, Pete's 30k Frontier events. That's in Southampton, doubles event. The 26th of September, we've got the purging of Delta Garmin 4. That's in Eastleigh. 9th of October is Blood and Glory in Nottingham. And unfortunately, I can't get there this year. I'm really devastated. Um, it, it clashes with a pre-booked holiday. You know, we book a book a nice little cottage to go, uh, you know, somewhere to go away to for my birthday. And damn, this just 
clashed with that. I'm really disappointed, really disappointed. Um, but it looks like that's going to be the rough time it's going to be from now on. So if you do like your Blood and Glory and you want to keep going, that weekend. Uh, obviously, you know. Uh, 21st of November, the fall of Damokan. That is a Boards and Swords event, Hobbies. Great story. We've obviously talked about it earlier in Derby. And that's an Imperialist Militia and Solar Auxilia only. No Legions, no Mechanicum, no Knights, no Titans, none of that stuff. Yeah. Okay, in terms of other events, very short notice again, but you should know about this. We've been talking about it for months. It's the Black Library Celebration in all your Warhammer stores. So to get out there, get your stuff. You cool, some cool books coming out. Obviously, uh, dice and, and pin badges and stuff. So, you know, go along to that. And then the 2nd of May, it's Warhammer Fest at the NEC in Birmingham. Tickets on sale now. Okay, now I'm going to put a list of all these events and links to them and the Facebook pages and stuff on our uh, show notes. Um, and as always, we keep a list of these on the website. Now, if you do have an event you want us to shout out, just drop us a message on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Email the rush at edgeofempire.co.uk and we will shout your event out. And we shout every event out now. Um, I think we, we mentioned, uh, we had a question about this. Why do we shout out events that are already sold out? The reason being, it was suggested, I can't remember who did it. It may have been Strump that actually a lot of these events have reserved lists. And if people drop out the last minute, they want to fill those places. So nobody has to sit out. And the best way of getting on a reserve list is to know about the events. So you can go on the reserve list. Okay. So uh, thanks for that. And we'll uh, rush into the close and I'll bring back the other guys. Okay, and that brings us to the end of another show. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we're we're all done. So uh, nothing left to do but close up and clean out. So what I'd like to say is, um, if you like us, you like the show, um, please um, leave us some reviews on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Links are all in the show notes. Uh, give our page a like too. Um, you know, just so you know, you like what we're doing, mm. um, which is nice. Uh, Graham, Graham gets uh, very angsty about the number of likes we get every month. I do. It keeps me awake. Do, uh, and we'll have to do something with the Facebook group at some point. We'll have to, have to you, you come up with a strategy of what we want to do. We set up a Facebook group for the podcast, but we haven't really um, got sort of like an idea of what what the point we're looking for. We just have it. To, okay. People tell us they're painting walls and things. Well, yeah, yeah. That, 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 Is that the listeners' it, community one? Yeah, yeah, yeah listeners' community. We, oh, we haven't really nice. sort of... We've got a group. You can join it. The uh, link is in the show notes. And we'll probably have to start doing more with that group and posting, posting good, stuff in there. It's a good so. little community. Yeah. We do a quiz every week. Yeah. 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 Not. Like when it gets nothing. That um, reminds me. I need to finish the quiz for Company and Legends. There's a quiz? There is a quiz. Saturday night. Okay. I've got a quiz. Exciting. Very cool. Okay, cool. Uh, right, so if you uh, want to get in touch with us, you can post on our Facebook wall, you can send us a message to that account, or you can email us uh, at um, therush at edgeofempire.co.uk. Uh, 
again links to all this is in the show notes yeah. um and please do because it's really yeah, cool please. and we've had some great feedback this month and it's always lovely to hear it so yeah. any questions anything you want us to cover anything you want to augury scanner us about that'd be awesome um as you yeah. said last month if you want to send us photos of your army then you know we're always happy to have a look and we'll spread those around as well because you know yeah. like pretty miniatures yep that is something we need to to do um and if you want to help out the show we've got an affiliate link with audible um which you can go onto our website you can um uh, you, you can uh, follow follow the uh follow the link on our website and we get you know a few, few pennies uh, if you buy something from there it's great you've got all the horus heresy books on there the last wall is it no it's the first wall will be coming this weekend um i think you can download it this weekend as well um and it's 7.99 a, book, a month for an audiobook and remember, you can exchange them as well. When you're sick of it, you're tired of it, you can you can uh, trade it in and get another one, which is great. Um, and yeah, as I said, all the Black Library books in there. We've also got our uh, uh, Element Games affiliate account. You can help us out by going through the advert on our website to purchase your wargaming toys through Element Games. Uh, we also got Element Crystal Codes. I'll put them in the show notes. Uh, Chris's is CHR211. Graham's is GRA2798. And Mike's Nine, mine four. is... Nine four two seven nine four, and mine is MIC four four zero. So, um, yeah, there's that. And of well, as well as that, we do have a Patreon. If you want to pop a, a couple of dollars in the jar, we we do appreciate it. It helps pay for the uh, the hosting bills. And uh, yeah, that's all good. So, um, what are we talking about next month? We're basically going to be uh, digesting Company of Legends. Yep. And um, sure. uh, I'd like to actually do some stuff on the LVO as well, actually. I need to get in contact with the guys who ran that to find out how that went. That'd be quite a good thing to do, I think, because that looked really cool. Um, the the Heresy was very well received there. Yeah, I heard some great, great reports about the the Heresy. Uh, I heard that that, that that actually went really, really well. So it's always good to hear about, uh, about Heresy events that are going very well. I mean, it's out of our sphere of influence, as it were, but it's still good to see... Yeah, and it's um, you know, it's nice to see to see hear about things from you know, different countries as well, right? Yeah. And the sort of same event. So I might see if I can reach out and get some info on that. Um, but other than yeah, that, I'm I sure, think we're going to be. Bill will, yeah, I'm sure, Bill will I'll give you that. So, um, yeah, as I said, no idea what we'll do for a list challenge. If you've got any ideas, you know, get in touch. Give us a, give us give us some clues because, uh, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a little bit challenging to to come up with something. Well, I was going to suggest we do one with the new tanks in. You've already done that this month, Michael. So that's, <laughs> that's that out the window. <laughs> so you have to think of something else. thing is, though, you wouldn't find a point for the architecture, would you? So. No, that's true. But you'd have to kind of say where I'm going to use one in the list if I make it up. Anyway, that is about it. Maybe somebody should do an armour breakthrough. Maybe you two guys should do an armour breakthrough. Okay. And then I can I can judge it. One day. I mean, no, thank you. The thought makes me skin itch. It makes me well, weird. I have to do flipping close combat armies to to appease your, you know, whatever bizarre gods you worship. But you know. fair, I think um, I think armor breakthrough is down on the list to do at some point. Yeah, I think I, absolutely. I think you should... Predators and it's done. There you go. Listen, matey, I you know we have to sometimes make sacrifices for the show, and one is you having to, you know. People would probably be very interested to find out what sort of armor breakthrough you would do, Chris. Uh, armor breakthrough is definitely on the list to do at one point, Chris. So, yeah. So get get revising. We will. We will I, do I, it at one point. If I have to do Imperial Fists, you can do flipping armor breakthrough. Uh, I did Iron Warriors. Let's not forget. So yeah. Put that right back in there. And did you do that? 
Yes, we did that. Yeah, we did a did an Iron Warriors. Yeah, the whole episode is the remember remember. Oh, oh yes, that's right. It's the most popular one, isn't it? So far. I haven't actually looked at the stats for a while. I'll have a look at them for next time. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Right, we've had a tangent at the end there, so that's we better boys. get lost. Let's get out of here. I want to go to bed. Yep. Yeah, okay. Good night and have a lovely month, everybody. And uh, we look forward to seeing you post Company Legends next month. And if we're seeing you at Company Legends, then look forward to seeing you then. Mm. And yeah. Just don't bother me until I've had a cup of tea. Please. All right. No uh, worries. Was that to us or was that just to people in general? Guess. I was just to people there. Oh, okay. You know. uh, this is to the person who woke me up at uh, four in the morning to ask me what time breakfast was. Not four in the morning. That's a hint. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of Dodge. Yep. Good night, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Night, night. Take care.